I really can't stay Baby, it's cold outside I've gotta go away Baby, it's cold outside This evening has been Hoping that you so drop in very nice I'll hold your hands there just like My ice My mother will start to worry Beautiful, what's your My hurry? father will be pacing the floor Listen to that fireplace so roar So really I'd better scurry Beautiful, please don't but hurry maybe just to have a drink more Put some records on while I the pour The neighbors might think Baby, it's bad out there Say, what's in this dream? No cabs to be had out there I wish I knew how Your eyes are like starlight now break this spell I'll take your hat, your hair looks I well I ought to say no, 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 Mind sir Mind if I move in At least I'm gonna say that I tried What's the sense in hurting my pride? I really can't stay Baby, don't hold out Baby, Baby it's, it's cold outside. outside Ugh, you're very pushy, you know I'd like to think of it as opportunistic. I simply must go. Baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no. But baby, it's cold outside. The welcome has been. How lucky that you so dropped in. Nice and warm. Look out the window at the My door. sister will be suspicious. Gosh, Delicious. My brother will be there at the door Waves upon a tropical shore My maiden's mind is Gosh, vicious Gosh, your lips look delicious but maybe just a cigarette more Never such a blizzard I, before I've got to get home Baby, you'll freeze out there Say, lend me your comb It's up to your knees out there You've really been I grand I thrill when I touch your hand don't you see How can you do this thing to Talk tomorrow. Think of my lifelong story. At least there will be plenty implied. If you got pneumonia and I, I really can't stay. Get over that holdout. Baby, it's cold. Baby, it's cold outside. Okay, fine. Just another drink. That took a lot of convincing. You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and notes, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Well, hello, good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever the hell you're listening to us, and good tidings of Christmas, Hanukkah, Festivus, or whatever the hell it is you celebrate this time of year. <laughs> the Gamecasters are back with a very special holiday episode that's sure to disappoint and not really be very holiday-y after all, but at least we started with a banger that you can cherish for years on end. Jeff. Yeah. Have you ever heard the phrase, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach? Have you ever heard that phrase? Yeah, I have, yep. <laughs> Like, be a good cook. Exactly. Win the him, idea yeah, win him over. there, okay. right. Win him over. Give a man good food. He'll look over the fact that you have halitosis and funky yellow toenails. Ever heard of this? Yes. Okay. I feel like I know where you're going with this, but continue. Well, I think it might be even true in reverse. Just this morning, okay. I was like, hey, Natalie, I need to go to the butcher, but I have to get a lot of stuff. So will you go with me? She was not happy about this. Grumpy, annoyed, irritated, upset. She begrudgingly agrees to go. We get there. 
And it was pretty irritating for her. Okay. Mm-hmm. It took longer okay. than 35 well, seconds I, like she hoped. No. So she's upset. I was also crossing really her arms, furrowing her brow. And groggy this morning. On the way back, I agreed to stop at Tim Hortons for her to get her a coffee. Okay. She'd already had a cup of coffee before we left. But anyway. I think you have to finish it because we had to leave. She's, oh. We had to leave. She's barely speaking. One word at most, all negativity. Arm, like I said, in the mm-hmm. past, the arms frown. Visually grumpy. Then she realizes it. Taco Bell is on the way home. <laughs> she immediately perks up. Ow! Ow! I could get Taco Bell! Oh. Should I? No! I don't want to be a fatty! It's coming up! Get in the right lane! And I'm like, what the fuck? I swerved for my life across six lanes of traffic while she maniacally yells out, and I don't even need coffee anymore. I'll just get Mountain Dew. <laughs> we get up to the window, and she orders nachos, Bel Grande, and a Mountain Dew. The lady passes me the Mountain Dew, okay? I place it in the cup holder next to me. And Natalie immediately, and in front of the worker, gives it roadhead. <laughs> she just, like, leans down, moves her hair out of the way, and drinks the Mountain Dew from the cup holder. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop that. Then they pass me the bag of food, and suddenly, the once immensely angered Natalie starts singing at the top of her lungs. Oh, I want to lick you from your head to your toes. Oh, I want to move up from the bed down, down to the floor. And I'm just watching this entire situation unfold. One, extreme amounts of anger and lamentation over going to the butcher. Two, constant impatience while we're at the butcher. Three, almost no speaking to me in the car on the way home from the butcher because it took too long. And four, the realization that Taco Bell was coming up. Then five, elation, satisfaction, pure, unadulterated excitement at the prospect of cookie monstering an order of nachos bel grande. So I posit that the way to a woman's heart is through Taco Bell drive-thru. Okay. I I don't think I have a an argument against that. <laughs> Has Devin ever done anything like that where she's been grumpy and in a kind of a bad mood and then you're like, here's some french fries. And then she's like, oh, yeah, right. food, food cheers Devin up for sure. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's, I've seen, I've, I didn't even notice that it happened. I was like singing that song and then I was just like all like giddy and he, all of a sudden he was like, what like what the fuck happened to you? Yeah, he was like, Taco Bell happened. He's Taco like, Bell. I got you some Taco Bell and now you're like in a great mood and I was like, oh, I guess so. Well, I guess so. <laughs> oh, well, well, well. And then I, was, I remember I like, I've seen like a bunch of like reels where it, it says stuff like that, like, you know, like, if your wife's in a bad mood, just tell her you're going to get her a little treat, and then she, her mood will turn around. And I was like, dang it, I'm just like everyone else. It's like everyone else. She thought she was oh. the one yeah. different person. I thought I was different. I no. thought I was different. All you fucks. Everybody must Turns like that. Turns out I like Taco Bell, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's everybody. It's not just the way to a man's heart or the way to a woman's heart. It's just give me food that I like that makes me feel good and makes me shit later. Yeah. And it's amazing. So, um... Last week, Jeff, I performed my civic American duty and sat on oh, a jury. Right. Oh, that's right. Okay. To decide the fate of my fellow countrymen. Wait, so did you got the jury duty notice? So yeah, okay. Yeah. So um He literally got the I jury the, duty notice the, the day summons. his car broke down and he had to go to the dealer that's to right. get a new okay. car. And then yep. he was at the dealer and I was like, You she's won't like, believe what we just got in the mail. She's like, oh my god, you're <laughs> not gonna believe this. Yeah. You've been summoned to jury duty. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, of course. Um before I get into that, have either of you ever been summoned no. to, to Never. sit okay. on a jury? Yes, I got I got summoned once when I was in college, and it went to my address at home. Okay, and I was able to. I sent back a letter and was like, "It's finals week. I can't. Whatever. Please send one when I'm right. available." Plus, I'm extremely racist, and yeah, and they didn't <laughs> ever send something back. So they were like, "Okay, you're excused from this one. Move on." Okay. Very cool. I've never even cool. gotten cool. a letter. That was Wayne County. Yes. Wow. Lucky you. Yeah. 
Having to go downtown would be crazy. You've never gotten a letter even. Ever. The government does not know Natalie exists. That's what I think. <laughs> well, to most people, jury duty is a burden and an annoyance and they hate it. And everyone's always trying to get out of doing it. But not me. I've been waiting my entire life for the chance to pass judgment on my fellow man. Lord knows enough people have done it to me. It's my turn. So I get the summons in the mail. And the night before, they emailed me and confirmed that I still had to go. Right. All right. Uh, and then I uh, I got in this enormous room with like 200 other people. Mm-hmm. And they called us one by one to go serve into a case. Right. I was I, I was like in one of the last groups of people to be called. They called people in like 40 name. Like they called 40 names. And then like five minutes will go by and then they call 40 more names. Yeah. And so in the first 200 people or there was 200 people total, they didn't call me until like the third batch or fourth batch. So I saw like like 120 people leave. Get sent home. Yeah. No, like leave to go to court. Okay. To get to um, be on a pick, on, yeah, potentially picked to go to jury selection. Okay. So I'm yeah. like, I was like, oh, damn, they're not going to call me. And I was kind of like, it's hard. to understand. I was relieved in a way, but I also kind of wanted to do it. It was kind of a weird feeling. But anyway, um, they took us. So I, my number finally got called and I was in a group, like I said, with 40 other people. They took us to the courtroom where we were going to go through the jury selection process, which was actually really cool. So we all get in this courtroom. The attorneys and the defendant are in the room already. And from the pool of 40 of us, they called 14 of us to sit in the jury box. All right. And I was the 11th person like the called. Penalty box. Yeah, the yeah. penalty <laughs> box. I was the, so I was juror number 11. All right. Once we're all in there, the judge asks us a battery of personal questions. We had to say stuff like what we did for a living, if we've ever been accused of a crime, if we were married and how many kids we had and what we both did for work, what position on average we used most in the bedroom, how many downloads our podcast had, stuff like that. Makes sense, yep. So then after that, she asks us all those questions. The attorneys get up and ask us their own battery of questions. They want to kick you out. They want to kick us out. The goal being to suss out if we had any potential biases. Right. Right, that would cause us to become impartial either for or against their case. So, for instance, this was a criminal case, which I'll get into in a minute, and involved drugs and guns. Okay. And so most of the questions they asked us were related to that. How do you, um, how do you feel about... Exactly. How do you feel about guns? You have a gun in your household, yeah. that kind of stuff. That's actually exactly right. Yeah, right. how we felt about charges. guns, yeah. if we owned guns, if we knew of anyone who OD'd on drugs, how, how that made us feel. They grill us and grill us and grill us, and then they each get to decide... The prosecuting attorney and the defense attorney get to decide if they want to remove somebody. They just go back and forth. If they do, a new juror from that pool of 40 comes into the box. And the person (laughs) that gets dismissed has to go back to the general pool to be called again. Oh, really? They're not just like They're not just gone. They have to go back to the general pool. Um, But then when that new juror comes in, they have to start the questioning for them over at zero. The judge has to ask them all the same questions they asked us. Then the attorneys go through. Ryan was in the first batch, so he just had to sit there. So this went on for hours. The attorneys were allowed to swap out 12 jurors each. Right. Uh, And the defense attorney did this 11 times. The prosecuting (laughs) attorney did it about eight times. But so 20 different people were swapped out during this process. Well, it makes sense if if you're the defender, you need... The perfect set. You of want people, the perfect right? yeah. people who are set going, of people. Yes, exactly. Right. And most of the people that got dismissed from them were like, "I hate drugs, and I hate anyone that even is remotely connected to drugs." And this is yeah. like a drug case, so it's like, "Okay, well, you're gone." Okay, well, you know. Right. Um, we started at like nine in the morning and finally had a jury at one p.m. and then okay. the, and then the case begun immediately. And you were uh, you? I was you juror made number it. eleven. I made it through. I was Wait, so fucking excited. So here's what it was. You want to wait for the case? Are you allowed to talk about it? Yes. Okay, I can I talk about it now. I we couldn't. get dozens of downloads. Yeah. I, want you to, uh, <laughs> right. I wasn't allowed to talk about it until the verdict came. Until the end, sure. Yep. All right. So here's what it was. The defendant was on trial 
accused of brokering a deal between a drug dealer in Pontiac, Michigan, okay. and the Mexican drug cartel. Hell yeah. Of over 10 kilos of cocaine. That sounds like a lot. 10 bricks. Once okay. they said that, our eyes opened wider than Natalie in bed after watching a Ryan Reynolds movie. Did you like, <laughs> did you stand up and go, fuck yeah, let's do this? Yeah! yeah. 10 kilos, let's go! Uh, we were all like, Fucking shit, this is real. Holy fuck, like the cartel. cartel? Yeah, oh my God. Like, hey, we found a, a bag of weed in some guy's pocket. Right, right. right. Yeah. This is like serious. So okay. here's the timeline. The cops bust this random guy in Pontiac with two kilos of cocaine, $30,000 in cash, guns, and other paraphernalia, okay? okay? The guy's like, fuck, I don't want to go to prison. I'm going to talk. And tells the cops if they let him go, he can get way more cocaine than two kilos, and the cops can then bust them, Boom. right? The cops don't believe him at all. Yep. But they're like, fine, here, here's your phone. And they're in this interrogation room. They're like, call, call your guy and get Are they way showing more. your video of the... Yeah, yeah, we see the whole fucking thing. It's like a TV show. It's crazy cool. <laughs> um, so we get to watch, like I said, we get to watch the video of now this guy calling the defendant. Okay. And so he's calling the defendant and he's like, he says shit like, bro, the, the two kilos you gave me were fucking amazing. I sold them real quick. I got so much money. I was able to, to move them way faster than I thought I could. I was hoping you could get me some more. We could just, just do more business together. Okay, so can I pause you for a second? Yeah. So is the, de is the defendant this Mexican cartel guy or is the defendant the guy from Pontiac? Think of the defendant as your realtor. Okay. So he's neither of those two parties. Okay. He's in the middle brokering this deal. He's the one that this, this guy All right, called right, to right. get the drugs. Right, so he's not the cartel. He's not okay. the guy in Pontiac. Okay. All right. He's the the in guy in Pontiac guy. is now an informant. Mm -hmm. All right. So he's calling the guy, his contact, who's the defendant. And he's like, hey, the cocaine I got from you was fucking great. I need some more, though. I made so much money. I want to keep it going. Right. The defendant on the other line is like, really? OK, well, how much more do you want? And the informant guy is like, I don't know. How about 10 bricks of, of cocaine? Like 30K a piece. I'll pay you. Right. So what's that? Like 300 grand. OK. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's like, I could probably get enough to buy seven bricks and then maybe you buy the other three and then we make a ton of money together. Okay. The defendant's like, all right, well, I need to make some phone calls and I'll get back to you. And we're watching all this happen. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, man, the, the informant guy is doing a really good job yeah, of right. acting like he's not arrested. Right. He's yeah. not in a, <laughs> like he's not in an interrogation room. Yeah. <laughs> he calls back later, the defendant, and he's like, all right, it's on next week, 11 a.m. So now the cops are like, oh, my God, it's cool. happening. Wow. Thanks, guy. On the day it's <laughs> yeah. happening, this is like a week later, the cops are inside the informant's apartment, and they're looking for a bit more to help convict this guy. So they strap a wire to him. Oh, shit. Which is like, that's like cop show 101. Yep. Yeah. Here's a show. They got a wire. Wire. <laughs> wire. It's about that. It's about that exact it's about thing. thing. <laughs> so they strap a wire to him, and when the defendant rolls up in the car, they send the informant out to his car, and now we get to listen to the conversation the defendant and the informant are having in his car, which is Man. basically, they're mostly just talking bullshit. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? Yeah, what's what you you know what you up to? Blah blah. blah. And they're just talking and talking and talking. It's not really hard to hear. But at the end of the conversation, you hear you hear the defendant guy go, "All right, a red Honda is going to come up soon, and they're going to have your stuff, the powder." Ooh, the and so powder. The, and so the informant's like, "All right, cool, thanks." And he gets out of the car, and he goes into his apartment. The in the defendant is still sitting in his car, just yeah. sitting there. And like the cops are in making, this one guy's and the apartment. cops are in the apartment exactly. I so, thought they would be in a van, like a cleaning van. You right? would Isn't think. You would think. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. a white, like a white van, yeah, a white cleaning van. Um, so, so then this red Hyundai pulls up and out walks from that car, like this Mexican guy wearing a large red backpack. And they have video too. So they have video, video. from the the guy's apartment. They don't have or video from the apartment. They have video from. The um, there was another cop car that rolled up, and it's dash cam. Oh, okay. 
right? So like an undercover car. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets out in a red backpack, okay? He goes up to the defendant's car, and they talk for a minute before the defendant points to the informant's apartment. Like, okay, take the drugs there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, They open the... uh, So right when that happens, the cops inside are like, oh, he's coming in here. Let's go. So he like he tells his guys, all right, roll up. So the cops, they come up, and they immediately arrest the Mexican guy. And the and the defendant. Okay. They open the backpack and they find ten kilos of cocaine, Damn. stamped with a stamp consistent of the Mexican drug cartel. Nice. Right. <laughs> so then we get to see the interrogation of the defendant, which is so fucking cool. Yeah. So they take the defendant back, and during the interrogation, the defendant's like, "I don't know anything. I don't know anyone. I never met the informant before." Yeah. Never met him. I haven't even met myself. I've never met the Mexican <laughs> I've never I met this Mexican guy. I yeah. don't know a damn thing. The jury now, us, knows all that to be a lie as we just watched him and yeah. the informant talk a million times. Right. There's text messages <laughs> they showed us with pictures of bricks of cocaine, a press that presses down cocaine. Yeah. It, this guy's fucked. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we all know he's lying, right? So the prosecution calls four witnesses. The defense, none. The evidence was so overwhelming and strong, and the defense did nothing to counter it. <laughs> it was the weakest defense of all like, time. What could they I do? was shocked that they <laughs> yeah. even went to trial. Apparently, they offered him a plea, and he turned it down and took his chances at his trial. Yikes. And he was and found guilty on were, all were, counts. Yeah, were you just, how long were you gone for? Did so, you just have lunch so and here's then come the, back? The part that sucks, okay? So it was two it days. It was two days. Okay. This was two days of testimony and everything and I heard. Yeah. So we, we, you know, we went through um, opening statements, all the testimony, witness stuff, direct, right. you know, um, cross-examination, all that kind of cool stuff. And then the closing arguments. And then we were going to go deliberate. But before we deliberate, we're a jury of 14. You have to be a jury of 12. So before we deliberate, the judge pulls two random people from the jury and goes, you're gone as alternates. And guess okay. who was one of them? Aww. Me. So I, I didn't even get to go so into the deliberation room. Upset. I was so, I was... I was like in tears. I was so upset. Yeah. I was the most he by was like far. So excited. I had like pages of notes. I was taking the whole fucking time. Did you give those notes to anybody? They have no? to be incinerated. Oh, incinerated. <laughs> incinerate them? No. Okay. I was like, I was like, do I have to throw his away? And they were like, no, leave those there. I was like, no, I couldn't do. And then, and then they were like, by the way, can't talk about it. Goodbye. I was like, what? And they're like, well, the jury is deliberating, so they don't know. There's no verdict yet, so you can't talk about it. I was so upset. I was so upset. Was it I was, the end of the first day you got told you were out? It was the end of the whole trial. The whole thing. I sat through the entire yeah. trial so it was the until the they went to day. deliberate. How long were they deliberating? I don't even think it was a an second. hour. Yeah. yeah. They had to. So there was three counts. The first count was conspiracy to commit a crime Traffic. of trafficking cocaine. Sure. A thousand grams more. Fucking yeah. guilty. The second and third. He had a gun in his car. So the possession second and third. Weapon, right? Possession of So you weapon, can't. Sure. It wasn't even a legal weapon. You're apparently. You're not even allowed to have a weapon. If you're committing a felony, you can't have a weapon. Oh, sure. oh, okay. okay, so the second count was about that, and the third count was it was concealed. My only, I was like, he's guilty on count one easily. That's the big one. He definitely yeah. conspired yeah. to traffic <laughs> cocaine. Right. Um, I was like, I wasn't sure about. So the second count was he had a gun on him, right? And the the issue with this was apparently for that charge to stick, it had to be reasonably in his, like he could reasonably get it, but the defendant was like severely handicapped and the okay. gun was in the back seat in like a like the fold-up seat oh okay like in the a, middle kind of in thing a box or in a pouch okay so i was like i don't know if it's reasonable that he could have accessed his gun if he needed to i don't know that he could do that okay but the jury 
Not me, because I wasn't in the deliberation Aww. room. They watched, they rewatched the video of his interrogation, and they were like, we saw him turning easily and stuff. Okay. And so we were like, you we thought been, that he could reasonably get If you would have said, I don't know, and then watched it, you probably would have been like, I think so right, too. Cool, yeah. Right? So I was okay yeah, with that because like, I was like, well, they uh, they ultimately came to the decision that I think I would have to. just wanted to be part mm -hmm. of it. But it was a crazy experience. So you were James Marsden. I was. Yeah. In that whole I was James Marsden. I was the, I was the crazy... Um, Famous person. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you guys recognize me, right? Yeah, you guys know. You know. Well, can, can here, let me podcast? let me let me show you my uh, hear my voice. <laughs> do you guys you know, seriously do don't you know recognize me? But dude, I was like, I feel like I was. You got to see all the like good was, stuff. I feel like I was the right? leader yeah. too. If, I was like the best part where you get to like help make the decision and. Well, you got. I like, you got like, all bye. the good stuff. I did get. I did get all the good stuff. I just really, really wish I would have been able to see it through. Yeah. Yeah. You. If it would have been a. Go through everything. Like, would you have been, I think the answer is yes, but would you have been more upset if this was a, like, split or hung jury or something that was more interesting in the deliberation? Probably. Yeah. Or, yeah. Would, or maybe you were like, phew, thank God I don't have to make that decision. I'm, I am, I'm definitely happy that it went the way that I wanted it to go. I, it would have, it would have been interesting kind and of an cool obvious, if like, there was, I was, I was really looking forward to getting someone who did not agree to believe what I believed. That's yeah, what I was that looking forward to. But it seems not like, fighting with them, but I was like, listen, here's my side. Because we were all going to go through our side of the story, and I feel like I was talking more than anybody, and I, yeah. they were listening to me. But everybody was, everybody seemed to be on the same yes. side. Yes. I mean, yeah. you couldn't not be. Yeah. Based on what I told you, I mean, that's that was everything. There yeah. was no defense, dude. The defense was like, the lady got up for closing arguments, and she's like, the, the prosecution needs to prove to you beyond a reasonable doubt that he did this. I've seen that on Law and Order before. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, she's like, she kept saying stuff. She's like, well, you know, he never had the cocaine on him. You never saw the, the text message that he shared with the defendant or with the informant that had cocaine in it. You don't know that that was the same cocaine. That can be your reasonable doubt. And all of us, I can feel like we're just like, what? Okay. Like, I mean, well, he was there. He's clearly fucking guilty. He was on and so the then phone. the prosecuting attorney yeah. comes up and she's like, let me ask you a question. She's like, <laughs> she's like, let me ask you a question to the jury. She's like, you guys are in your house and your kid is alone. Your five-year-old kid is alone in the kitchen and you hear a glass shatter and break on the floor. <laughs> and she's like, and then you hear and you and run out of the room and then you go in the kitchen. Nobody's in there. Your well, five-year-old is, is the only other person in the house. The glass is broken. You heard the steps. She's like, is it a reasonable, do you have reasonable yeah. doubt that it was your your child? Or do you know, in based on the evidence that you yeah. see, that it was your child? <laughs> right. And she was like, if that is the inference you're making, then you make the same inference here. She's like, I don't have to prove to you that he held the cocaine. That's not the charge. Yeah. I don't have to prove that to you. you All I need blanks. to prove right. to you is, possession of cocaine. would this he crime have happened it. if he wasn't involved? No. Would this <laughs> crime have happened if the police didn't stop it? Yes. That's it. That's all I need to prove yeah. to you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. And we were like, okay. See you in an hour. Go back in the booth. See you in one hour. Yeah. Go enjoy your lunch. Talk yeah, for come six back minutes and, and come a, back. Uh, we don't need to deliberate. Yeah. They don't need to go anywhere. He's guilty. Well, do you think that, were you wanting to be the person that read it or handed the it foreman? to the foreman so fucking badly <laughs> you did? yes are you Maybe kidding you me I, th I feel like i would have been too i felt yeah. like i was the leader of the group i thought the other girl was the foreman she well she kept saying she wanted to be i was gonna fight her for it 
I was going to be like, well, here's the thing. After six hours of deliberation. She wanted That was the deliberation. The deliberation is not about the case. He's guilty. He's guilty. But who's going to say it to the judge? Well, she was saying, she was like, I don't want to say that to the judge. And I was like, well, you have to if you're going to be the foreman. That's what you got to do. Yeah. I was like, if you want to be the foreman, you got to say it. I'm like, why didn't she want it? That's like the whole point. I know. Well, she just, well, I think it's, it's nerve wracking. You're just like. The, the criminal, the, the yeah, criminal, is right, watching you say is he's right guilty. there and you say, that's you're scary. guilty. And they potentially work for the and cartel. They look, they're looking at you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a scary, yeah, nervous kind of thing. So I get that. I'm kind of glad you didn't do that. Uh, I wanted to. <laughs> Man. Gosh, I so wanted to. The only, well, I mean that part. The only thing I know about, I, I, don't, I don't have personal experience, but I know when, um, I might have been in high school, my mom got on a, she got called. She She's gotten... Probably eight jury duty oh, what? notices. Some people just get their so number called. Yeah. A lot of times she gets like sent home, right? So uh-huh. she got picked on one. And similar to yours, she got chosen to be on the jury of a murder case. Whoa. She was two weeks going downtown Whoa. to like Frank Murphy for two weeks on this murder case. And I remember her coming home just like crying and yeah, into, stressed like, distraught out. over and this. And then she like, can't even like talk about it. She can't right. talk and then about she can't it. Say, you can't right? even talk about it with the jury. Members yeah. until you deliberate. It's yeah. The, the rules on that are crazy. It's nuts. And, then, like, and then I'm just like, you know, she can't like, yeah, express anything or talk about it. So she's like, okay, I hope you're okay. Yeah, sorry, right. sorry about and that. Then afterwards, when she's like, things. here's all this stuff that happened. Well, something I'm like, like oh that. Oh my god, that's and, crazy. And that, okay, so that's one thing. Also, I'm kind of glad that this was open and shut. Mm-hmm. If it was like, I don't know, and then we send him to prison. Yeah. Then well, it's like, then you're like Toby from the with, office. Like, was it the yeah. strangler actually well, this, that did this it? This is kind of what happened. Like they, this, this guy was on trial for murder and my mom was like, afterwards, she's like, I just had in my gut that he like did it right. It's this gut thing, right. Yep. That, that makes people go the wrong way sometimes. Right. Yeah. She's like oh, evidence. And we taught, they deliberated for days about this and they were like split and split and split. And the judge came and back and was like, deal. you guys need to make a decision. Like. Wow. Like, you need to come yeah, to a decision. What can we do? And they, they spent another day or plus going, and they ended up saying the guy was not guilty. Yeah. And the judge. Well, yeah, it sounds like there's reasonable doubt there. The judge came back and was like, he was like, Good I job. really hope. No, he's like, yeah. I really hope that this guy, that the jury's better than you guys after this. Because he's on another murder trial next week. And he's like, I think you guys fucked this one up, basically. <gasps> Whoa. And, my, and then my mom came home just distraught. She was the last holdout of this 12-person jury. They spent a day trying to convince her to, yeah, to say he's not, not guilty. guilty. And she, you know, she's like, there wasn't enough evidence, but this guy's like, he's on another murder trial next week. And she, it was just like, oh my God. Oh, like, but that that's is fucked so up with the judge stressful. to say that because you're not allowed to consider that yeah, kind of stuff. And I don't in this know. Case. Right. Yeah. And, he, well, and he said it afterwards. Yeah. Right. But I, and yeah. I don't know if it was just. How I mean, it if was they really spent right. he probably was a dick, but he's probably like, oh, you guys are right. Because he's up for another one. Well, they spent so much time, they were really trying to come up with a. Something you know. that was fair. Also, right. that could maybe make her feel a little better, I guess, if he's like, okay, maybe he'll get found guilty on the next one if he's actually guilty, and yeah. then, you know, phew, dives a bullet there. Yeah, yeah, maybe they can use the last one and be like, well, he was just on another murder trial a week ago. Yeah. But that was that's crazy. So justice system's even crazy. It's, it's fucked up, but I, I thought it was a really, really cool and interesting process that I'll remember forever. Yeah. You know, it was very, very cool. So what have yeah. you guys been up to? Nothing that maybe. exciting. I know nothing that Jeez. exciting. This stuff happens to me all the time. I feel like I, I just get right? crazy shit happening to me. It does happen to you. That's good. Um, I watched that movie that you guys watched on Netflix. The don't leave. Leave the world behind. The yeah, world. leave the world behind. Oh, yeah, we yeah. watched that. What'd you day. think? It was fine. I thought I hated it. Yeah, I did. I w- if you I heard didn't the book the same it, way. If if you didn't watch oh, it, I would have come here and say don't watch it because <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna like this. Knowing <laughs> what you like about shows, there 
it doesn't complete itself. Yeah, and that's yeah. not what you like about that's, shows you're, you're at all. Exactly, that, I don't you're mind exactly that. right. And I don't mind that yeah. either. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's a little you guys are so right. disappointing, but like mostly, I just like the. I was the beginning. I was like on the, the edge of my seat the whole time, and so I liked that about me it. Me too. I'm more of the experience rather than yeah. just the yeah. finale. And did you know? I think it was produced by the Obamas. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just know the guy from Mr. Robot. I was Robot, Mr. Robot. Robot. Yeah, that's what um, Diego um, Casanova said. Yeah, when I saw that name, I'm like, okay. And then the the movie's shot similar to Mr. Robot. Like, the movie likes itself, I feel like, with like creative shots and spinning up the yes, stairs. there was or, like, a lot of dramatic zoom Crazy, zoom like, out. camera angles. So that's, I'm like, sometimes I'm kind of like, all right, I get it. Right, right. Like, but a little self-indulgent here. Right, film. you kind of liked it. Yeah. You liked yourself a lot in this movie. Um, what you guys said about liking the like edge of your seat feeling, I love that. If there's payoff, I felt like there was no payoff for me, so I was just yeah. like blue balled. And I I don't disagree. There wasn't you know? like a big payoff like at the end. I don't want to spoil the movie. Right. I feel like there was and there wasn't. Like there wasn't, but there also was. I don't want to say. You can infer. <laughs> I can you say can it infer later. It's all what inference in the end. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's all inference because there are points in this like sort of three storylines at the end of the movie where they kind of go, all right, they're gonna. This is what's going to happen to the three. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also so. So this movie, if you haven't seen it, I would I would like check it out. It's got a lot of big actors. It sure in. does. Acting is great. Again, mm-hmm. the, the film itself is. Where the fuck has Julia Roberts been? All of a sudden, there she is. I know. Yeah, she's just there in and this does random well. Netflix yeah. movie. Ali is amazing in the show. Um, yeah, he's great. Yeah, and um, yeah, so it's kind of like a suspense thriller. That's the guy, no, that's like owner I'm just saying, of the house. No, I'm saying oh, Ethan yeah. Hawke is Hawk. also in it. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Kevin Bacon, Bacon randomly. Kevin Bacon Ethan randomly. Hawk looks rough. I think he just looks older. Yeah, that's yeah. really really mean, Natalie. Yeah, thanks, Natalie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and how do you how do you describe like you just it's like a. I don't want to say like an end of the world movie, but it has that sort of feeling of like, what is going it's on? Like, Could it's this like, be the end of yes, the world? Right. It's yeah. like a, the very beginnings of a of, of a possible apocalyptic situation. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And but I'll, I'll tell you know. some off the air. I'll tell you some of the things I liked about the movie. It's not going to change your opinion of it. Yeah. Um, but I de- when I read the the negative reviews, I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But I did I the same shit, man. Yeah. I went right after and I was like, what is everyone? Does anyone else agree with me? All right. Basically, I looked up and half the people I won't do. say I was just like, what? Did, is there a part two? Did we just miss the ending? And I read that the book, there's the, it's based on a book. Okay. And the book does the exact same thing as the movie. Oh, Where okay. a lot of people are like, what was the point of this book? What, like, what is it? Yeah. yeah. And there's and then, a lot, you, you're, you're a completionist, right? You want the, I yeah. have to have the payoff right? for me. The, the payoff, payoff, sure. Well, I, I, I can, I can see that the payoff for you two is the experience of it. The payoff for me is like, all right, I, now I need to know what happened. It was really yeah. hard for me for the walking dead to be like, are we, we're never going to find out right. what, the how it started. Dead, I know loss. You didn't like, cause it was a weird, couldn't stand the end of loss of because of the same. Yeah. Loss was the exact same right. shit that really pissed me off. Um, but I, yeah. And then the walking dead, I had to kind of get over because they, I liked that they said early that they, in the walking dead, they were like, you're never going to know. Yeah. So you weren't just like waiting. I wasn't just like, okay, they're yeah. trying to find out and we're eventually going to figure it out. Right. And then as soon as you don't, and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, they were like, yeah, you're probably not going to figure it out. It's just, just know that it's an apocalypse, a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Right. And so, but even that was hard for me to get over. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anything else you've been, you've been doing? Just waiting for break. We got one more week of school and then we're on break for a couple weeks. It's two weeks that you're on break. Yep. Two weeks. So we get basically. Christmas week and New Year's week off. Um, yeah, and that's nice. And it's needed. Everybody's kind of, all the I'm kids sure. are right. We go all the way up until the 22nd. Um, and the first half of the year is typically worse. The first half is worse because there's not many breaks. You know, I get Wednesday for Thanksgiving off, and then um, that's the only break. So we basically go from September to Thanksgiving, it's 
it's, it's five straight days. And if you're in the business world out there and you're like, well, you work every day, shut the fuck up. Okay. You don't teach 16 year olds and have to go into school. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Oh, we get breaking it. Shut up. Okay. I will fight you. Everyone is saying this to Jeff every single yeah, day. Every yeah. So yeah. shut the um, Sounds exhausting. Anyway, I can't wait for break. Um, How was your birthday? Oh, what I had you, one of those. What did you do? Not in December. No, no, it was it months, it was months, months ago. ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was long. You, but you celebrated um, it yeah. a couple days ago. <laughs> Nothing. Really, at this point, when it's December and we're close to sort of like Christmas and stuff. I know. At, Tough. At my age. You're in your it's threes just kind now. of like, let's just, let's, just get to a, let's just get to Christmas. Devin and I will go to dinner or something and mm-hmm. call it. That's what I do. Just like go out to dinner. Jack and Devin went out on their way home from like school one day and bought like a cake. And we had a cake. So it was like, that's fine. What kind of cake was it? Um, well, and Devin was like, this is not the cake that I wanted. I wanted ice cream cake. Fuck yeah. This other cake was awesome. Or this cake. And Jack, for some reason, picked out this one. (laughs) This is not what I wanted. So Jack picked out this one cake that had like, happy birthday and pink written on it. It had some sprinkles on it. And then the inside was like a, like a, I don't want to say jelly filling. That's not the right thing. That sounds good. It was, it was good. That sounds pretty good. I would rather have ice cream cake though. Fuck yeah. Ice cream cake is the greatest Yeah, it's the greatest. It's funny because the cake and ice cream cake isn't really cake. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's like not. cookie. It's like dense because I feel like it has to then survive in the freezer. Right in the freezer for a yeah, while. That's true. A and it's makeup. cold, so it's going to be hard. It's not going to be mm. like a fluffy mm. cake. Damn, <laughs> sure is. Oh my god. So after all that jury and judge and stuff, ju- that's cool. the, the judicial system. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what about games? You been playing any of those? Games. I've been playing some games. <laughs> I hosted games last Monday. Cool. Okay, almost a week ago. Probably a week ago from how many of often you do you get to host games? Like once a month? Once a month. Um, if someone cancels or something, or if someone needs, like, if Joe needs, he's like, I can't, whatever, then I'll I'll host for one of the things. But usually once a month. Um, we didn't play Revive. Shockingly, what? I know I was. You can't play again until next I month. I almost now. just Dang. played it again. Just continue to play Revive every time it's my Dave pick. It was like, that's the only game I've played on your table. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Other than like Draconic Dice, it's really the only <laughs> only real game that, that he's played. Well, on. I'm excited to hear what you picked. Yeah, so I picked two games. And the first game I picked is a game called Oceans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever seen Oceans, Natalie? Or I've the seen game? The real ocean. Oh, the actual. Have you how been many oceans ocean? have you seen? Yeah, how many oceans have you seen? Pacific, Atlantic. Okay, that's plural. Okay, that's all. I need. That's all you need. Oceans. Yeah. Oh, have you, you seen asked the, how many? Yeah, I've have seen. you seen the other ones? You're right. Sorry. Yeah, I've seen. Um, uh, Don't the say Gulf. Is that ocean? No. Well, no. It's, no the, it's a Gulf. <laughs> <laughs> the Gulf is a part of the one Gulf of the oceans. In the Caribbean islands, that's just the Atlantic, right? Yeah. That would be the Atlantic. And I guess I've seen two. Hey, that still qualifies well, as ocean. Yes. What's the ocean on like the coast of Italy? The Mediterranean Sea? It could be the Indian Ocean. You're connected to the Whatever Indian Whatever that ocean. one is, I saw that one. Which coast of Italy? Isn't Italy? Italy a peninsula? Sicily. <laughs> you went to Sicily? No, not Sicily. Um, Sorrento. But it's basically like... Oh, where Kia's come from. <laughs> the, it's like the bottom... Did you go to Italy? West. Yes. When? Mm, a long time. So the 2014, the Tyrrhenian Sea is on the west well, on the coast, and the Mediterranean is in the south. Oh, okay. So I guess I have three. Well, the sea. The sea. Not <laughs> That's ocean. not an ocean, but um, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, oceans. Yes. I've played, uh, and you've played, I think, Jeff, the game before oceans. That yeah, I don't. I'm not convinced I've played really? Evolution. Really? I've definitely played Evolution. Oh, it's like an evolution type. It's like the yeah. next game in the evolution. Does it have yes. that same like? Flash a color artsy. Yes, it's very very pretty. And I actually really like the color that that cover of Evolutions and of Oceans. Beautiful has always caught my attention yeah, and honestly cool. made me want to buy the game. I think we have like Evolution <sighs> coasters. 
Oh, they get real Evolution flood. coasters. Oh, oh, the flood, flood fucked Yeah, because they were cool. So we're like, we're keeping yeah. these. Did you, I might have one left. Did you? The flood fucked play, so you played Evolutions. Did you buy it and then I bought it. it we played it like three or four times. So you've played and Evolutions. Then you've played yeah. Evolutions. Okay. Or Evolution. I don't remember. It was a little too, it was to it. take that for us. Yeah. So we got rid of it. This this has is this is along those same lines. Um I have read that this is a little inter- friendlier in terms of scoring. It's still a lot of take that, but you don't feel as punished. But hurt punished as you as you'd have it. Yeah, because a carnivore could just eat you. Yeah, <laughs> and this is a little different. And because I either completely forgot my play of evolutions and have no recollection of it or um i never played it at all uh <laughs> that's possible if you have some comparisons when i'm talking about oceans then mention them because that, I feel that like might i have help. a memory of playing it with you in my old house probably but i oh, could be wrong not, is this like an older game? yeah it's older yeah well um evolutions is like 2000 yeah i know evolution well like 13 something yeah so 10 oceans years is oceans is 2020 yeah so so if you're just you know if through all this nonsense oceans is a standalone game it's a follow-up to evolution. So um, but it falls in the same sort of like category and play style. And again, the art sort of caught my eye and attention all the time. Um, so I'm gonna explain oceans. I don't have a ton of comparisons to evolution because again, who knows about my memory? Um, <laughs> but it is a hand management, I'm gonna add take that right away, <clears throat> engine tableau building kind of game yep. where players are creating and adding traits to ocean species instead of evolutionary cards and evolution to like evolve your character right you're adding traits to ocean species so on your turn you play a trait card which is just the card you have in your hand um to either create a brand new species or to evolve and add trait cards to an already existing species okay or you can migrate fish cute okay okay yep um species can hold up to three cards um and those cards really <clears throat> dictate what that species can do how much they can feed, their strength, their defense, their special abilities, all that kind of stuff. So each species can have three cards with um, like traits like this one can do inking, this one is symbiotic, this one has a hard shell, or this one is a voracious eater, or this one is parasitic or a filter feeder, right? And you can have a combination of that, right? So you can have a symbiotic, voracious feeding parasite. And that's kind of the species that you have on your board. And you sort of kind of group those cards together. And on the right of those cards, there is this like fish board, which is kind of their strength isn't the right word. How much food they have and how much um, points you can score with them okay. is sort of what how you're building those cards and how you sort of separate the species. And you can have as many species as you want. Like I can have 10 species in front of me. I can just keep making them every single time. Okay. Um, and so, and then it does this also, a lot of these skills and other things are based on species that are on the left, on the right, in between, the closest two kind of things. So you want to be really... Um, cognizant of like where you place these species because um like paras- parasitic species can leech off of like their neighbors so maybe if i put mine i can even leech off my own but if i put mine on the far like left end it now is leeching off of one of ryan's mm-hmm. or if i put it on the far right end it's leeching off of one of natalie's <laughs> or if i just put it in the middle of mine it's leeching off, off the two of, of yours to the left yeah, and right two of mine right there which is which could be fine because if it's leeching off the one to the right, I might have a skill power that says gains an extra fish when it gets leached off of. So now mm-hmm. I'm just trading fish. and adding fish to all of my <laughs> all of my cards, right? So you try to create sort of again an engine building kind of system within your ecosystem, but everybody else's as well. So after you play a card, you have to forage or attack, um, which gains fish and adds to that species uh, like little fish board. 
Make some sense here? Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of following. Yep. Um, and then you have to age your fish, which what that does is take uh, the fish tokens off of the board and you hide them behind your little player screen, and that counts as points at the end of the game. Right. So you're sort of okay. evolving your um, your fish. So it's like taking them out of risk and yeah, putting you're taking them... taking them out of risk, and you put... And some of the, the uh, trait cards have, like, age twice, which is like, okay, I get double the points, so then maybe Ryan can't steal them or Natalie can't steal them, but also gets you closer to extinction. extinction. Mm-hmm. If you ever run out of those fish on the board... Uh, that the fish sense. is dead. It's gone. The species dead. You Fucked. put them all back. You don't lose anything other than just that. Can't get any more. You can't score more. Right. Yeah, you just yeah. can't. Yeah, you, that species is gone. You just create a new one. Um, and also changes then the layout of like what it's next to and all that kind of stuff. So at the beginning of the game, players are really using these like basic species cards. And I don't know if evolution did this. But uh, halfway through the game, um, once some of the fish are gone out of this certain tray, uh, you get these. The cards are called the deep cards. Which are all like there's a hundred plus unique and awesome cards, which really change the game up. They become like super duper powered cards. Okay. So instead of like doing this one thing that the basic card does, this other card does it even better and something else. And there's a whole bunch of them, and they have really cool abilities and powers, which really sort of overly break the rules rather than just the regular ones. I don't remember. Cool. I honestly don't remember. It's been a decade, I think, I know. since I played that. Yeah, because it was probably when it first came out. Yeah. I bought it, like, almost right away. But those deep cards are super cool. Um, there's also some, like, scenario cards, which are similar to event cards, like when certain <laughs> things trigger, when these fish run out of certain areas, sorry, when the fish run out of certain fish. areas. Um, <laughs> it tr- sort of, like, triggers an event or a thing that happens. And play continues until the fish in the ocean are gone. Most wins. Okay. You count up your points behind your, you count up your fish behind there. You get points for the fish still on your cards and that kind of stuff. So this is not a game that I would normally gravitate to. Yeah. So at Gen Con, I met with uh, Ross from North Star Games, who was amazing, and he was like, he asked me about evolution, and I, I was like, I've either, I told him I either played it or I didn't, but it didn't like stick in my brain. He's right. like, how about you just give Oceans a try, see if you like this, because people who haven't liked evolution have really liked Oceans. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's always kind of caught my attention. Awesome. Let's try it. Yeah, what do you think? And this isn't a game I would normally, again, go out and grab other than maybe, wow, this game looks cool. Yeah. Right. Right. So I can tell you I have not played a game like this ever in a a really good way. So So you haven't played Evolution. I know. Well, (laughs) Well, I can't remember, right? (laughs) So the card play and building of species and this player interaction, which is high, is unlike anything I've played in a way that I actually liked Ooh. a lot more than yeah, you I seem kind of jazzed up a lot more than I thought I was going to like <laughs> okay um again I went in like okay I know there's take that in the negative all I read yep and then I'm starting to like make these species I'm like this is cool this doesn't feel that bad right like there is take that but it's happening constantly and you never feel I never felt overly targeted by anyone sure mm-hmm. and you're doing it to and, other people and you're doing it on your turn to other people and really like you're looking around at the table and going all right I need to attack something Ryan has some shields. Ryan has some shells to defend himself. Okay, if I only attack that, I get one shell. If I attack Dave's, I get two thing. I get two fish. If I attack Natalie, I get three. But Dave has a lot more on his card. I'm just going to attack that one and take the two. That that to me doesn't feel like oh, fuck you. Way yeah. To go. Oh great. But also like you're just taking two off the card. My species still exists. You can also, on your turn, not kill someone else's species. Oh, so you couldn't extinct so if, his if species. I, if I take off all of his fish for some reason, which would be a crazy attack, if I take off all of his fish, he would still get a turn, and then if his card is empty, then he gets... So he gets oh. a chance to replenish. So a chance okay, to sort yeah. of rebuild it, which I think is also good. 
Like, okay, it's yeah. not, it doesn't feel as bad to me. You're not like totally screwed. You could like, yeah. Try and things to- are moving just constantly. Yeah. And, and that was, that made me feel better. It wasn't like a leader punishing game where I'm like, look at all of my fish and all my species and everyone's going to attack me. It didn't feel like that. Maybe plays do, but this one did not. Um, things I like artwork, super cool. I think it brought like the words on the card to life in a really cool, like colorful way. Like when it's talking about like the parasite card is really nasty. It looks like a, like a butthole with teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but they just like, th- they did a really good job to like make it look like what the thing was doing. Very evocative. Um, the plans and the gameplay was changing throughout the game, which I think is something that Ryan would like, where you have to like be on your toes and making decisions in the moment because species are gone. And you're like, okay, I can only attack with one thing or forage with one thing. I'm going to use this one. And then like, oh no, I just got my fish taken. I have to forage with this one or I'm going to lose that fish. And then it's like, oh, if I make a new one and put it in between, he can parasite off of this one, making this one survive. And the whole that like, sound fun. cascading turns of trying to keep your species alive or sacrifice one because you necessarily didn't need it was just kind of like fun. My favorite part was the deep cards. They just brought like another level to the game. If you have not played Oceans and you are looking at this game, just add the deep cards in right away. There's like a baby, baby's first family yeah, mode. Where you don't. Fuck that. Just put the deep cards <laughs> in there. gamers. Come on. You're all there, gamers. It is so much better. I couldn't imagine playing this with just the, the 12 different base cards. It was just like, Okay, cool. I'm making fine. You know, everything's the same. All the species around the table, all are kind of the same. Mm-hmm. But man, when you put those deep cards in there, it fucks everything up and is awesome. <laughs> like you can only have three traits. Joe had one with like seven or eight because he was able to add traits to different. Like this one's like plus two traits and plus one trait if you have this. So he's like had this massive species, and that was just cool to see him create that with these cool deep cards. The game is also really streamlined. Um, I think in Evolution there were different kinds of. Food or resources? Yeah. That um, sounds right. There was, like there was, also, there was, like, a, there was like a player yeah. board. Yeah. And yeah. then you had these cubes that you were like using yeah. to represent and I think health were, maybe. This one has, it's streamlined that there's one food. It's fish. Like it's f- just food. Are they cardboard fish or the, do you have like the cool little plastic cardboard ones? cardboard fish. I don't know if there's like a deluxe version maybe with wooden fish. There's um, some pictures I saw. These fish look fucking sweet. No, they're like, they're like resin. Here, I'll show you. Look Ooh. at. I just have the cardboard fish. These <laughs> Look at these ones. Ooh, yeah. Those are cool. Those look sweet. Yeah. yeah. So if you can't see, they're like resin or yeah, something. Yeah, those are they're cool. Really so sweet. I just have regular fish, um, cardboard fish. Are they like neon, the cards? Are the cards neon? Like, Let me see. Kind of like neon. That picture, I think, is oh, edited. Like, but very, okay. very lush looking art. Yeah, it just is cool. Colors so, and stuff. Again, like trying to find the right balance of this whole stuff, keeping them aligned. It was challenging. It was a puzzle that I really enjoyed. Um I wasn't very good at the game, but I also didn't lose by a ton. Okay. Which made me feel good because I yeah. kind of knew in the middle, I'm like, ooh, everyone's playing better than I am. Um, <laughs> you can just kind of tell. Well. I'm like, oh, I'm losing yeah, thing. I, I think don't. I was like the only one to lose like two species. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. Um, you feel I, like an idiot. But the scoring is really streamlined. It's what's behind you and what's on the cards. There wasn't this like count up every card. Every card is worth points and blah, blah, blah. It, I liked that streamlineness. That's not a word. Um <laughs> So started in the, the negative, ended in the positive. Ended in the yeah. positive. It guess maybe it was good. You went in with low expectations. Yeah. So if if you're looking for negatives, I, so overall, I really liked it. Um, it's a game that I would play. We it played in less than it was about an hour and a half with rules. Um. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. For kind of this interactive card game, I think it would be shorter with less people because you take the number of fish away. Um, could we play with four? Which I think is the max. I think it just plays four. Okay. And 
Um, but some negatives, maybe like again, the take that if you are if you are overly sensitive or don't like take that at all, you're gonna get stuff taken from you. Things are gonna not go your way, and that could be frustrating. The other thing is, does it have ten plays in it? I don't know. Maybe um, the deep cards will for sure keep it fresh for a while, but I don't know if you will kind of get a like a cadence of the game after yeah. six, seven, eight plays. Yeah, there's an expansion. I don't know what it's called. Um, again, I should be more prepared, but that's all right. Called, I don't something. Funny, I don't see and an it expansion. Adds another. Shit, I thought there was. Um, I mean, maybe there is. Usually, it's, it lists it yeah. like on here, and I don't see it. Type in like oceans up here, and see okay. like there's an ocean yep. expansion. Let's find up. out. Probably is oceans, legends of the deep. Ooh, that's probably it. Yep, that's probably the one. And so that's not the deep cards. That's a different thing. So you get the deep cards in the base in the base ocean game. So this probably adds something else. Maybe there are more deep cards or something. Sure. Um, but I would say if if you're someone that plays games like ten plus times and you're looking for more, maybe check out the expansion. Um, but overall, again, started in the negative. I'm sounding positive about it because it exceeded my expectations beyond a um, reasonable doubt. Take that game. beyond a reasonable <laughs> doubt. I was proven. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome, yeah, dude. So that was Oceans from North Star Games. Shout out to Ross who gave me that at Gen Con and took me four months to play it. So who knows if that'll be the last game I get from North Star Games? <laughs> All right. Well, it's funny because I when I saw you were going to talk about this, I was like, no, there's no fucking way. You would I know, but. You kind of got me like, I kind of want to try it I now. don't think you would dislike it well, as much as your brain told you. I didn't hate Evolution. Mm -hmm. I remember, I played it a handful of times. Like, I didn't just play it once and like, no. Right. I played it a few times going like, I like this. And then I, I remember thinking to myself like, I don't really, but I don't know why. Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, I know why. It doesn't feel good when someone eats my dinosaur or whatever <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have. And then it's like, now I'm dead and now I'm going to start over. Like, I don't like that feeling. Um, but I do remember not hating the mechanisms yeah. and the way the game was. So yeah. you kind of had me a little juiced yeah, so, up. Yeah. If you ever want to give it a try, I'm going to keep it. Maybe we can play it at Nerdfest. Maybe we can play it at Nerdfest. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Again, sounds good. Oceans. What do you got? Awesome. So it's no secret, or if it is, it's a bad secret, that Terra Mystica <laughs> is one of my absolute favorite games of all time. What? Isn't that crazy? So that's on the board you didn't behind know? you. Secret. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? Shit. Yeah. Sure, it's often overshadowed by the by flashier games like Star Wars Destiny or Maria. But since 2012, Flashier? when it came oh, out, Terra Mystic has been a solid <laughs> member of my top 10 games of all time. Over the last several years, it's climbed up to the number two position, the same position that got Jeff in trouble a couple episodes back. This game has been so <laughs> successful that they've come out with several more games that use the exact same system, only tweaking things a touch. First, it was Gaia Project. Terra Mystica in space. Jeff, you've played that. Yeah. This system changed things up the most. I like that a lot. With actually. tweaking how adjacency works, changing the cult tracks into more of a tech tree. The board is modular now. There's distance between all the spaces you need to land on. And there's a new resource called the Quantum Intelligence Cube. Ooh. But outside of this, the game is basically just Terra Mystica in a new setting with plastic components instead of wooden ones. Uh, it was much more complex than Terra Mystica, which itself hovers right around a BGG weight of four. But Gaia Project's like 4.4. Yeah. It's and heavy. I really like Gaia Project, but I think having the base of Terra Mystica has helped yeah. lighten that game yeah, a little exactly. bit. Exactly. So I really also enjoy Gaia Project. I found it was a bit too complex for my tastes, Terra Mystica really being that perfect weight for me. Fast mm. forward a bunch of years, and suddenly we had a lighter version of Terra Mystica called Terra Nova. Oh, yeah. They removed workers, so it's just coins and power for resources. The cult track, favor tiles, and priests are all gone in favor of a shorter experience, and it definitely achieves its goal there. The game is much shorter than Terra Mystica, but again, it's basically the exact same game, just with some things removed, and the weight drastically decreased. I think it's more than a full point lower 
then it's Big Brother. Oh, wow. So finally we arrive at the game I'm covering this episode, the latest game in the Terra Mysticaverse, Age of Innovation. It's got my least favorite title. <laughs> kind of reminds me of a train game. Close your eyes and think about Age of Innovation. That's true. Are I, you aroused? No, you're not. You're no. as bone dry or as limp as you were before I started before that I sentence. Before I realized this was like a Terra Mystica copy, basically. You were like, I was just I like, I have no shit. interest in this. Yeah, the age of innovation and like what the Blech. cover looks like. Yeah, I'm just like, you. Like, right, right, exactly. Game, I thought right. of that kind of stuff, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, that sounds that horrible. Sounds horrible. <laughs> in age of innovation, <laughs> players are competing <laughs> to play Terra Mystica plus a little extra. Everything you do is exactly the same as you did in Terra Mystica. If only with win, something else. Added if you on. win, you get to play Terra Mystica. You just get to play They're competing to play Terra Mystica. The winner of the game is the winner of Terra Mystica. If you've ever played a game and then played an expansion to that game, congratulations! You now know what it's like to play Age of Innovation, the latest expansion for Terra Mystica, disguised and packaged as an entirely new game. Oh boy! Because in my opinion, this should just have been called Terra Mystica 2.0. That's exactly what it is. It's just Terra Mystica reimagined slightly. There's some tweaks to how your player board works, a new resource, and a new action to take called, you guessed it, Innovations. There are neutral buildings to build that go hand-in-hand -hand with those Innovation tiles, and basically... It's like you got an expansion for Terra Mystica that came with a couple modules and you turned them all on. Calling this a brand new game is almost ridiculous. Hell, the rule book doesn't even need to be read if you know Terra Mystica well, like I do. There's just a few spots to read that the rule book lays out for you. It's like, hey, you already know how to play this game because it's the same fucking game as Terra Mystica? Hello, <laughs> ha. Then just read the parts <laughs> of the book with this little icon. There's like five things to read and then you're done. It's ridiculous. Things I like. I <laughs> fucking loved this motherfucking thing so motherfucking much. It's so good. The player boards are now dual layered, oh, Jeff. The man. first Finally. game in the Terra Mystica first to dual layer the player boards is Finally. Age of Innovation. The quality is not that great, which is kind of strange, but they're dual layered and it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Has this game been, how has Terra Mystica been out this long and nobody has Thought to dual layer the player. This is the poster child for needing dual layer player boards. The entire yeah. game is your damn player board, and everything needs to sit in a specific spot. So making this is just fucking beautiful. I think Gaia Project is dual layered. It's not. Really? I don't think so. Damn. I don't remember it being dual layered. Oh, let me look. I, yeah, I could be wrong, no, I suppose. Ahead, it was a while ago since I I don't think so, though. The main game board is much more beautiful than before, and so it's just that much more inviting. As much as I love Terra Mystica, it came out kind of right before the age of every game needs to look like Everdell to succeed. And while that's ridiculous, it's also clearly dated because of it, looking-wise. Age of Innovation doesn't you're, improve on this you're right, it's a not. ton. Okay, no. I didn't think so. Yeah. But it is definitely a step up in the looks department from Terra Mystica. Like Terra Mystica, the game this game is, it's a fucking joy <laughs> to play. Because of the addition of the innovation tiles and the new book resource, the complexity gets bumped up a notch. It's about halfway between Terra Mystica and Gaia Project in terms of complexity. Though, personally... I didn't really feel it. It felt the exact same to me as Terra Mystica as most of the new stuff you're doing is ancillary. Books are the new resource. And while they're very scarce like money and workers are, they're also not terribly difficult to get. You get them when you take favor tiles or some round tiles have them or you get them when going up tracks on your player board. So you don't have to struggle to figure out how to get them. There just aren't a ton of them to get. And the books are how you get to purchase these new innovation tiles which are ways to score points or tiles that give you access to the neutral buildings. They're a really cool and great addition to Terra Mystica without adding a ton of complexity in the game. I also love how they now have two sides to the board. Terra Mystica has gotten some criticisms over the years at two players because of how open the board is. And at the heart of Terra Mystica is, is building by your neighbors to get that power boost. 
Well, Age of Innovation has a two-player side, yeah. which is much smaller and really fosters that togetherness. You can still completely stay away from each other, but it's much easier to get in close if you want to. It's things I didn't like. All right, I mean, come the fuck on. This is just Terra Mystica with an expansion you can't turn off. <laughs> it's like you're forced to play your favorite game with an expansion you really like. That's honestly <laughs> all this is. This is it. This in no way feels like a brand new title. It feels like Terra Mystica got a 2.0. It does say on the box, Age of Innovation, a Terra Mystica game. It's just very weird to me. Gaia Project at least felt like a new, different game. Right. Lots of things weren't just added on. They right. were very clearly changed. Yeah. It still felt like a Terra Mystica-ish game, but it was clearly its own thing, right? I agree with that. Age of Innovation is not its own game. <laughs> also, I mentioned earlier the component quality of the player boards. <laughs> they're dual-layered, which, again, is really great, but they're very flimsy. Mine warped a bit immediately after taking them out of the box, so I was a little disappointed there. Overall, it's really hard for me to say much more in the negative about this one. Age of Innovation is an immensely fun and fantastic game that I already own and love called Terra Mystica. <laughs> that said, I'm not sure what to do. I love vanilla basic Terra yeah, Mystica. I'm, I don't think I'd ever want to play. I don't think I'd never want to play that again. But I also loved the new material they added with the innovation tiles and how the races work, which I don't I didn't really touch on that. They basically separated the races of the game from the player boards. So now you can mix and okay, match the boards right. and the, and the that's races. That's an easy. Again, yeah, that's an expansion. That's an expansion. Right. If you're someone who will play this game hundreds of times, that could add the variety you're looking for. Right. But for me, outside of saying, oh, wow, that's cool. I didn't really notice or care about it that much. I just thought it was cool. So I'm not sure what to do here. Which one should I keep? Should I? Should you have both? Is there room for both? I feel like I want to say no. I'm annoyed they did this because it was just a modular expansion for Terra Mystica I would have recommended in a heartbeat. New dual layer player boards, a slight variation on how the races fit into them, new abilities, new innovation tiles, new book mechanic. Turn any of those on that you like and have a great time. So yeah, you but wish, it's not that way. You wish that it was like... I wish you, you could, could choose. play base or just add so, this in. Not it's have an to entirely have new game right, that's 90% identical to the game you already have. I have a thought. Yes. So uh, everything you've said reminds me of the new Discoveries expansion for Underwater Cities, which people looked at and went, well, that's 40 or 50 bucks. That right. sucks for an expansion. Right. But it came with the dual layer boards. Yep. It came with new cards. Exactly. It came with the new sideboard. Yep. It came with, you know, it was like, here's, totally here's right. the stuff. But yeah. My, You're totally my right. My actual question is, you you are now in the um you want to get rid of stuff. Yes. I want to know if you're going to keep both of these. Same. Games. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me what I'm going to do. What do we well, ask, to, let's ask Natalie. I think yeah. I'd say if you play Terra Mystica, it'll come to you. Yes, I think that's going to be the the, the thing. <laughs> but I, okay, so I think I'd say if you played Terra Mystica and enjoyed yourself, you should pick up Age of Innovation because it really does everything Terra Mystica does and just adds slightly more to it. And I'm saying this if you don't own either of them, but you've played Terra Mystica and you're like, I like that game. I said, I think I would recommend picking up Age of Innovation. Okay. You don't lose anything playing this way. You just can't take out the expansion yeah. part. Nothing though, nothing though is missing from so Terra Mystica. So if I played Terra Mystica you just can't a bunch, go backwards. and now I'm like, okay, I'm over Terra Mystica, throw Terra Mystica garbage, get, get Age of Innovation. 100%. Add something. Although there are two expansions for if Terra Mystica right now. If I have Terra Mystica and Gaia Project. Yeah. I think those I could see. Yeah, keep those two. Now you get. Now you They're get this one. Enough. I think. I think. May. It's weird. It's he weird. Know. He'll get back to you. <laughs> well, Gaia Pro back I can understand having Gaia Project and Terra Mystica existing in your right. collection. They're two. They're, they're, They're two different yes. enough to. They're separated both. by a weight class almost. They are. Yeah. It's like a half of a point. Yeah. Basically, I think they're both going to stay in my collection for now, but okay. we'll see which one I reach for next. Like Natalie's yeah. kind of saying, I can honestly see it going either way. What did you think, Natalie? 
Um, I had a lot of similar things and some slightly different feelings. Ooh. Can't wait. Um, I, I totally agree. This was literally Terra Mystica. Like we just played Terra Mystica a couple weeks ago. Did so it really? was very fresh in our with minds. Kyle. With Kyle, yeah. It was very oh, fresh. Yeah, Kyle's in our mom mind. had a birthday recently. <laughs> That's really cool. Actually, That's how we found out. Yeah, okay. No. Uh, so yeah, it was fresh in our minds. And so like when we sat down to play this, like Ryan said a hundred times, it's like it's That's literally Did you say that? I don't remember you saying that. I, I don't think so. <laughs> with some a few extra things. Like it's the same. Um I did he said that he didn't feel that extra complexity because we looked up the weights and the weight of this one is higher than regular Yeah, Terra Mystica, I think, is like 3.97. Um, according to BGG, right. Age of Innovation is like 4.26. Yeah, and then right. Gaia Project is like 4.4. Yeah, right. and so Ryan was saying he didn't really feel that it was that different in complexity. I That's where I disagree. I did think that it was more complex. Um, and again, I feel like confident saying this because I just played Terra Mystica. True. And so like, I believe you, um, just say it and, it's, and it's not yeah. like, it's not like it was more just like I'm playing Terra Mystica, which is already a pretty decently heavy game. It is. Yeah. And then I'm adding this extra stuff that I have to consider in every decision I'm already making. Now I have to think of these like two or three extra things in the back of my mind and plan for them mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And so, and it kind of, um, kind of like locked me up a little bit, you know, because I was I, I got a little overwhelmed. I think with the decisions and like in like the order to do everything, it was it, and so like in that way, I felt that it was like heavier than regular Terra Mystica. Um, yeah, but you know, despite that, I still really enjoyed it because I enjoyed Terra Mystica and I enjoyed this game. Um, it's hard to say which one I would pick. I guess, like, gun to my head, I would go with regular Terra Mystica just because it's not quite as heavy and yep. I'm not as into, like, super heavy games It doesn't games have to be that serious. Lately. But, like, I know. <laughs> They're just two boxes. But, like, no I no did enjoy this, this one, too, and I would head. play this yeah. one, too. It's just it's just knowing that it's heavier. So if I was me. like, we have to get rid of one right now, you'd pick getting rid of Age of Innovation because of the title. I guess I know which one you're getting rid of now. <laughs> I Ryan guess. would like to report back on which one he's <laughs> so, going to get so rid of. You guys, Natalie feels, not, and I agree, yeah. that we should get rid of Age <laughs> of Innovation. I guess I would say that if I, but like, I don't, I'm not that, like, I don't have that strong of an opinion about sure. it. Um, and then also another thing that was like weird to me. So like the main board and the player boards, they all kind of like, went together as far as like the artwork and it was like very vibrant colors and really nice looking I thought and then on the sides were the tracks and then the other board that like held like the bonus tiles and the tiles that you use the books tiles. to buy and those were just like completely different colors like did not match at all were dull and it didn't even look like it was part of That's the game a good point. which it was like really it was strange an expansion to Terra Mystica mm. yeah, but the tracks were also <laughs> looking right, like you're that right. which is part of normal Terra True. Mystica and so I was just like, why did those look like that? And this looks like that. <laughs> like, it doesn't look as part, like it's part of the you know, same. It's funny. I didn't notice that at all. And then when you said it, I was like, you're totally right. It's way, it's like worlds huh. different. It's almost like a different, like, artist did those two right. <laughs> Or they forgot to pay the one artist and they're like, ah, shit, just, we're going to, uh, doesn't your cousin Timmy do know how to do yeah, some artwork? This. Call him. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. How much does he cost? Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm interested to A, play it and B, which one are you going to keep? Yeah. I have a gut feeling that both of these are not going to be in your collection in a year. One of them will be gone, and I don't know which one it is. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh. both of them are gone? One of them you'll keep for sure. Yeah. And I'm curious. Yeah. They have this board on the there. wall. 
that I just spoke about. But yep. on the wall, it says top 10, and you have these these lists of games that yeah. are your collective top 10. Collective think, top right? 10. Right. Correct. So you fought each other over the... It's, I don't think it's in any order. No, right? it's not. No, so it's collective not. top 10. Terra Mystica is up there. Yeah. Yeah. Would you... Would you debate or have a conversation to put Terra Mystica slash Age of Innovation as one line item on your top ten list? I honestly lists? wouldn't even call it Age of Innovation. I would even if we got rid of oh regular Terra Mystica and kept Age of Innovation, You'd still I would call still it call it Terra Mystica because that's what <laughs> that game is. Would you log your plays as Terra Mystica? <laughs> no, I what would you log your plays? <laughs> I said, "Do you want to play Terra Mystica?" We both know, like you know, I would. We that, know what you mean. Could, I could be talking about that. It's funny. The box says Age of Innovation, a Terra Mystica game. It really should say Age of Innovation, Terra Mystica. Yeah. <laughs> it should be saying Terra Mystica, Age of Innovation. Well, so the Age of Innovation <laughs> should be the name of the expansion that came out. Exactly. But they're making you buy the whole... <laughs> le, but I'm, just, I'm speaking very angrily. I loved yeah. this. No, I, oh, It yeah, was so great yeah. for me. I was like, this is so awesome. I felt that you liked it a lot. Both, both of you liked it a lot. It was just the weirdness. And we had this conversation with the Everdell <laughs> and Farshore. Yeah. Why? It was, yeah, wh- like, could you have just done something different? Like, wh- what are you, where are you going? Yeah. yeah. Like, you just made Everdell again. going to go, all right, well, well, we rebuilt Terra Mystica. Now we can rebuild Age of Innovation and start... Like, are they going to come out with right. expansions? Are they going to add? Probably. Or is it like They'll Terra probably Mystica come out with like, like more innovation like, tiles. If we do this, it seems new to the people who like weren't really gamers back when Terra Mystica came out. That's a good <laughs> point, though, Jeff, because it's like, like I said before, Gaia Project is different. and They changed things. Right. And now yeah. it's in space. And it's here's <laughs> right. an extra board. And and the and, yeah. cult tracks are not the cult tracks now. Now they're like a, now it's like a tech tree. They removed yep. like when you move up on shipping and stuff. That's like now that exists now on that tech tree board. Yeah. You know, and there's that quantum cube that does other things. And there's other there's yep. like they added a bunch of this age of innovation did not change anything about core Terra Mystica at all. Right. All it did was Weird. add a couple new, right. it gave you a like book the, resource the and gave you innovation changes tiles. are like very, very slight things. Like the shape of the, the pieces that you take off your board are like different. <laughs> they look That's a little like, different. You yeah. know, they're a different it's, shape. It's like, like I said, or it's like, Terra Mystica 2.0. <laughs> right. It's the same game with here here's some cool something. new stuff on it. Yeah. 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 Loved yeah. it though. Loved, fucking loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play it. It's great. I really like Terra Mystica. I think Natalie makes a good point that maybe it just draws in the, the new the new gamers who's who's searching yeah. for a good game and you're like at ah, 2010 I'm not right. playing Terra Mystic right. or, or whatever it's came yeah. out exactly. you're close 2012 like, yeah. fuck that game like Terra Mystic is awesome it's so good it's really good right. the it's reason the why it's in this top whatever yeah 30 50 yeah. I don't know what it was it is in the right top now, five but, for a while and oh, now yeah. yeah it's it's fallen out a little, over the last couple of years but yeah great game I think you're gonna like it a lot Jeff I really do all right what else you got man I got another game okay I got a game that was another Gen Con release. I just keep pulling back to Gen Con because I right. love Gen Con. Yeah, Gen Con was fun. And I, I can't wait it. for the next Gen Con. That'll be fun. In a few I'm hopefully going to go to that one. And you will. <laughs> you don't have a choice. I will. I'm going. Yeah, yeah, you're not going. It's happening. Uh, this is from Arcane Wonders. Okay. And I stood in line. Arcane Wonders was the first booth I went to, and I got World Wonders from Arcane Wonders. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Joe grabbed Neotopia and something else, I think. World Wonders for me. Sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then I had a flood. We had to get rid of it. So um, <laughs> sorry, this, this game is called Neotopia. Okay, so got it. Joe got it at Gen Con. I ended up getting a copy afterwards. So, oh, I see. Neo Top N E O. It's like the, Neo, the dude the from the Matrix. Yeah, the one created his own Topia. <laughs> right. Okay. It's Neo Topia. Uh, players are listen to this, Nelly. Visionaries building three regions of a futurist futuristic city. Okay. okay. It a is an Neo-topia. abstract pattern building game. Oh. 
Uh, so, Iron. AKA, you are placing discs in three regions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. That's what building the region looks like. Okay. okay. The discs are like Bakelite and they're really cool. You just posted about this, didn't you? On Instagram. I did. Yeah. I just ah, posted about it. This is the game. When you're, I was like, he's it talking has, about abstract strategy. It has games. a beautiful look. I think it looks great on the table. They picked great colors. Um, the Again, the discs are just nice to touch and play with on your finger finger pads. pads. <laughs> um, and the art just looks cool. It draws you in for sure. The, the, um, the cover has like these different sections and zones. And yeah. um, anyway, it's got this futuristic look, whatever. Um, but it's an abstract pattern building game, which everybody's kind of played one before. Mm-hmm. And many people love them. And many people are like, fuck that. Um, <laughs> yep. I'm somewhere in between. Yeah. And okay, so the game has this big main board with a circle shape. And that's like the city. And it's broken up. Think of like a peace sign, right? So there are your three sections. It's kind okay. of broken up into those three sections, okay? There are four different colored discs that branch off from the middle. So think about if you went right in the middle of the peace sign and you put discs on those three lines. That's kind of okay. what the what the makeup of the board sort of looks like. And um, you have a player color and you're not tied to a disc. So it's not like I'm purple. I can only touch the purple discs, right? You're, you can... You can touch and fondle any of the discs you would like. Thank God. So on your turn, <laughs> players choose an available disc, which is you pick one on the line, and you place it in one of the adjacent regions to that line. Okay. Either left or right. Okay. Either left or right. And Or you can take a new pattern card, which there's like a, a display of pattern cards you can grab. And on your turn, you can do either of those things up to three times. So I can place two discs and take a pattern card. I could take two pattern cards and place a disc. Or you can place all three discs. I could discs. just place three discs, right? Um, and if a player place a discs that a disc that completes one of their cards they already have in their hand, they immediately score it and move up on that region's scoring track. Because each region has a different separate scoring track, which is kind of cool. I see. So if I place this green disc in the top left scoring track, I put my card down, it says you get three points, I get three points in that specific region. You're matching the colors of the discs to exactly to the card? card? Yeah, your card has like, all right, you need... Three blues on top and two reds underneath. Does it and say, you can spin it around. Does it say, and, like, you need three blues on top and, and a red on the right in the blue zone? No, it just says it's anywhere, anywhere you on the board to. as Got long it. as you have that. And you have to um, you have to place that final disc. You have to place a disc in order to make that yeah. pattern. It's oh, good. Not, so you can't talk an oak. You can't it? just grab a card and be like, that's already done, that's already done, that's already done. You have to have placed that last disc in order to complete the card. And um, there are also, as you move up those little tracks on the different scoring regions, there are little bonus things tokens that you can get, which let you do like special and extra stuff, like take an extra action or place the second disc or something like that. Um, and play just continues like that with people playing cards and placing disc until um, the, the basically the disc tiles in the middle run out. Um, and you would know if you saw it or whatever. So it's not, they run out and you, you start scoring points. And the scoring points is a little unique in that um, even though your color doesn't matter for placing, you get points for your colors groupings in each of the um, regions. So I was purple. So even though I can place blue and red and green and purple discs, mm-hmm. I want to, as I'm placing them, I want my purples to be in groups because I get mm. one point for each of the, <clears throat> the purples that are touching. Mm. You also get um, the points for each track and you get triple the points for your lowest scoring track. So it triple. encourages you to diversify um, versus like if I had 12 and one, 12 and another and one in my yeah. last yeah. one, I only get three points of that. But if I had eight, eight and eight, I would get a ton yeah, more points, right? right? So you want to do that. You want it, it really breaks up how you score, which I, I liked. Can you um, mess with the discs in a, in a zone? Can you what? Once the discs are in a zone, are they there they're for stuck. good? Cool. Yeah, they're stuck like there. Um, yeah, no moving them, no... I, like that I don't even think there's a, an ability to move them. 
I'm on the on like the special bonus I like disc. That. I think you're just there. You're, you got to do either. It. Yeah, so, you're stuck so it there. can suck if you draw a card. Your pattern's already completed, and you're like, "Fuck, I have to start yeah. all over now." Or <laughs> it sucks. Maybe even more where you're like, okay, I'm going to place that disc there and I can complete this one and then I'm going to slide that one there and I can complete two cards on my one turn. That cool. sounds good. And then Dave puts a disc right where that one is. And I'm like, well, now I can't make that I fucking pattern anymore. And now I have to rage quit and throw my cards on the table, um, which happened a few times. <clears throat> sure. But again, it's like, it's, he didn't know that. No, of course. It's it's ha- like, and that's happening to everybody, you, right? Yeah. Right. And it probably does. It's happened to everybody. It felt like it was having me a lot. Um, but it <laughs> probably sucks. felt like that, like you said, to everybody. Yeah. So this game, Neotopia, is. So easy to learn, so easy to teach and play. We played it and like taught it and played it in under an hour. Um, it moves at a very quick pace. Trying to figure out like the keeping track of your three actions that you have is like really weird and fiddly. But um, it's like turn your card or place a little disc, whatever. It's dumb. Um, <laughs> but your turns are like lightning fast, and completing a card is not an action, so you don't have to do that. So you you basically are like trying to complete them in the moment. You want. As many times as you can complete a card, you want to do it on your turn. And that's what's really fun is that trying to create these, like, string of really amazing turns to place, like, one or two discs and complete two cards on your turn is yeah. awesome. Yeah. There's a rule about you can't place the same card with the same art on top of each other in the same region. So if, like, there was the tree, oh, I see. It was the tree card in the bottom left region, I can't complete something and put another tree card on top of it. So you kind of have to wait. And that seemed to, like change all of our plans all the time where we had something ready and then the card wasn't was matching so you couldn't do it um there were some really satisfying turns that felt really good but also some really terrible <clears throat> turns which felt like shit which you couldn't do anything and you felt like you were immediately behind like damn everybody just did something i can't do and anything. i can do nothing and and again like you said i think you said it well like Everybody maybe is having that internal struggle, but you're having it to yourself. Right. And you feel like you're the only one having that. So I liked that. I liked the scoring, the diversifying the scoring in the different regions to like maximize maximize points was like just added a good layer of decisions because we had one, I think our top region was filling up really fast. And the more you kind of add to it, the, the better chance you can complete something in your hand. Right, instead of the other the other uh, zones only have three or four discs at the beginning. And, right, it's gonna be harder. Well, to do. I can just add it over here and get it. But it's like I'm getting a ton of points on that. I need to start branching out. I need to get in these other zones to get more points to get the mm-hmm. bonus tiles. So I thought that was a really good way to sort of make people do other things and move into the different regions. Um, it's not a game that I'm gonna grab like all the time because the first play, the luck and the randomness bugged me just a little bit. Yeah, and maybe because it affected me more. Like, like you flip a card over and even though it's not Takenoko of like, oh, I automatically get points. You flip a card over that the next person can take and complete right away and you don't get that. Um, sucks. Yeah. But also like, did it happen to me where then I, that everyone got mad at me because I flipped one over and I was like, well, that's already pretty much. Or next yeah. play it happens to somebody else. Yeah, not or, as much. Yeah. So, and I don't love abstract games. So this all also kind of started in the negative, but yep. didn't really like overly disappoint me. It, I don't think it stayed in the negative. Um, the, the speed and like simplicity of the game is something that I would, I would play anytime. If someone was like, come sit down and play Neotopia, I would never have to look at the rules again. I would never have to be taught the game again. I would just sit down and play. Um, if you like abstract games, I think this is pretty good. I actually think Ryan would like this game. It looks really cool. Um, The board looks, it reminds me of like the flux capacitor. Yeah. Right. It's got those like, you know, if you know the flux capacitor. That's like that. It's kind of like those three. I looked at the picture. Thing. Oh, you did. Yeah. And yeah. it's got the three zones. It looks like I really like the look of this thing from the aerial view. Anyway. Yeah. It, I think they. 
they went above and beyond because this also, again, could have been, let's just make an abstract game with uh, four different colored discs and not, don't put anything on them and just make them cubes or something. Yeah, right, they right? got little patterns they, on them. Yeah. They, went, they, they decided to lean into some futuristic nonsense theme, but it looks cool. Well, right. it also helps colorblindness, too. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. The, and the, the the symbols on there are ridiculous. Like the blue one is like a little girl. I'm like, what the what? fuck is this? It's like a it's like a <laughs> is that yeah, a little zo- girl? Zoom into that. It's like a it's like a head. What the fuck? You're with right. Like a bob. That's it's got weird. like a bob. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and I don't know what that means or if that was just different enough than something else. Yeah. Again, it's because it's abstract. It's a nonsense. Right. It's it doesn't nonsensical make, theme. Yeah, it's nothing. Um, but overall, like during the game, I got frustrated and then I kind of sat back and was like, "There's nothing wrong with it. Sure, mm-hmm. it was overall cool. Yeah." So again, this is a game that I'll bring to like Little Nerd Fest, Big Nerd Fest as as a game that's just like Thank God for Little Nerd. Thank God for Little Nerd Fest. <laughs> and this is just I hear you want to play a 45 minute game and yeah. you feel like you get something out of it. Yeah. So cool. that was again Neotopia from Arcane Wonder. Very cool. Well, Jeff oftentimes brings over games. Every time. Yeah, Brings over much, games yeah. we play before the show. Yeah, sorry, guys. And <laughs> no, it's great because then we have more to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. this latest game that he brought over. It's called Holly Jolly. Yeah. Now, this is a game by um, friends of the podcast, Matt yeah. Riddle and Ben Pinchback, mm-hmm. who I'm, every time I, I see a game that's theirs, I'm like, God, how do I not know they designed this shit? I always feel like, they, why did Matt not text me and say, hey, guess what? I got a new card game coming out called Holly Jolly. You want to play? Like, I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm so like, they could ever yeah. do that. But it's, I always see they have tons of fucking games, I know. these guys. <laughs> so Jeff brought this one over. And it's a, a little card game with a, a Christmas theme, as you might guess. And so how it works is you're all competing to get the most victory points. All right, you start, and it's cool. The, the game is kind of like uh, like set up in like a Christmas tree, like the ta- the tableau of the main board. It's not a board. It's adorable. It's just a bunch of cards, okay? It starts with a trunk at the bottom, and then it goes up in a Christmas tree kind of a pattern. And in the very middle of the tree, like coming off of the trunk, there's three cards. And they're either tinsel or lights. Okay, and they have a number on them, and the number will—I don't know what it goes to. It's like from zero to like five, five or six, maybe five at the most, I think. And so on your turn, so so anyway, so around those, there's a bunch of other like ornament type cards. These ornament type cards have basically ways to score victory points, like you've seen in any other kind of tableau building card game. Like if I take this card, it it scores me two points. If I have another copy of it, I get five points. Another copy of it, I get 10 points. And you know, I keep getting copies, Mm -hmm. get more points. Or there's other cards that, you you know, might just give you straight points or cards that might say, hey, have the most of this. You'll get more points than you would. Okay. So those are the kind of scoring, the ways you're scoring points. The way you play the game is on your turn, you're going to take a card, from uh, this this stack, and the cards are either, there's three face-up cards, they're either tinsel or lights. You're going to pick one of them, and you're going to place it over the top of one of the three in the Christmas tree. So let's say I take a tinsel, and I play it in the top position of the three those three tinsel cards in the middle of the table, and that tinsel card I just played has a value of two on it. There's another card in those three that's lights, so we don't evaluate that, and then there's another tinsel card with two. What was the value I said? Two or three? three. I think I said three. You add the values of all the like cards together. Mm -hmm. So if I have a tin, if I just played a tinsel of value of three and there's another tinsel of value two, you add those together to create a value of five. Boom. Why do you do that? Because all the cards around there that you're going to take to score points have values on them themselves. And so if you see a card that has a value of five, you can then take that card. And when you take that card off the tree, you put it in front of you and then you refill uh, from a deck of ornament cards back to the tree, and that's the next player's turn. That's literally all you do 
the entire game. You're just taking either a tinsel or a lights card and playing it to the center of that tree, adding up the values, and then taking a card. You do that until either one of two card stacks uh, completely empty. There's an ornament card stack that we just talked about. And then there's another stack of presents that go underneath the tree oh, because yeah. there's potential that you might, when you play a card, you might not be able to match the number of any of the ornaments. And if you do that, you get to go, if that happens, you get to go to the bottom of the tree and take like a stocking, which could have coal in it. Oh. Or there's just other cards presents. that score points in different yeah. ways. Yeah. Um, at the end of the game, you total up points and Natalie wins and then realizes she gave herself six points too many and then right. gets and then Ryan wins. And then I win. And then Natalie yeah, is fun. like, hey, what let's just let's just pretend that we tied. Yeah. yeah. What, what happens if what was a tiebreaker? We tied. <laughs> I said if I didn't get coal, we would have tied if, if at this, least. If I wouldn't have lost, I would have won. Yeah, if I basically. didn't lose, if I would have thought if I would have thought only better, I didn't lose. got better cards, I, I would have won. I used to play tennis with a friend of mine, and every time he would like hit the ball. One of us would hit the ball, I should say. Like, I'd hit the ball out, and I'd be like, damn, that would have been so great. I, like, I almost missed it. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't. You hit it out. <laughs> yeah, so, it, so it didn't work. <laughs> or he would hit it, and he'd be like, that was the fastest thing I ever hit, and it should have been a point. I'm like, yeah, but it, it wasn't, yeah, though. But it wasn't. You, you missed. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I didn't get to it is because it, it wasn't a point. Anyway, yeah. so we would, we would do that. But actually, all the time, it was really funny. Um, so what I liked about this game, this was a light strategy game. I ah, really yeah. liked the fact. I kind of, it's funny. I've played. A, you, you've all played a billion card games like this where you're right. collecting cards that give you points or you're trying to build a tableau of certain things to just to collect things to get. You, you've played this a hundred times. Mm -hmm. What you haven't played a hundred times is the mechanism. Uh, so Jeff and I talk a lot about, you know, the thing. What's the thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're going to, because because what I say all thing. the time is the if unit. you're going to be, if you're going to go into my collection, you got to have either something you do better than somebody else in the same space or something new that I haven't seen before. Right. And what I haven't seen before in this game is placing the tinsel card or the light card in the middle to then add up a numbers to get you those cards. That's yeah. a really cool way to select cards. Yeah. I imagine Matt and Ben were kind of like, this is something here. What the fuck do we theme this? Yeah, what do we do? Like, this is yeah. cool. It's a very mathy, math brain thing to come up with mm -hmm. that I never would have in a billion years come up with. And it almost seems spreadsheet-like. And then you play it, and you're like, this is a cute little game about Christmas yeah. ornaments and stuff. And it's really fun. Um, so I, I thought that was a really clever way to gain those cards. Right? I thought so. Uh, things I didn't like about the game. This is one of those games where there's like, there's not really a lot to not like about this game because it's so quick. It's such a filler game, and there's really not much to it. I would say that I actually very much, I, I enjoyed this more than I didn't. It didn't knock my socks off. It didn't blow me away. It's not going to win any awards or anything like that. Right. Um, but what I think it does, I think it does well. And I would, this is a game that if I just sat down and you had this played, I'd be like, oh, cool. We're going to play Holly Jolly. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, <sighs> yeah, Sunnyside Sardines again. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, cool. We're going to play Holly Jolly. This is, I like this game. In those, in that spate of games like Sunnyside Sardines or something like that, yeah. I like this one. This is one I think I would definitely come back to. Uh, what'd you guys think? Natalie? Yeah, I agree. I Again, you know, it's a light game. There's not anything to not like about it. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Um, I think it was really smart of them to theme it Christmas because it's a game like this where, like, if it was just, like, some generic theme, it might not get pulled out. But because it's Christmas-themed and we liked it, I can see it, like, at least once a year. You're going to pull out Holly Jolly because of the Christmas theme, and then you're going to enjoy this little card game. Do you think that would hurt it from getting played at other times, not Christmas? Yes, I do. But <laughs> I feel like it'll be kept around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, like the, if this, like I said, if this was just some other generic theme and we played this, and we'd be like, that was fun. I don't have anything bad to say about it. We'd probably get rid of it. 
But yeah. because it's Christmas themed, yeah. you can be like, well, this can come out every year mm-hmm. at Christmas. And then you pull it out and you're like, that was fun. You know, and then you put it back and then you I don't play have it again. A Christmas That's Christmas theme game. Right? I don't you know, have it's a, an, yeah. and it feels like fun for the theme. But you also like the game where if it was like not like that, you know, you'd be like, that was fun, but we're never going to play this. And then we, it's gone. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like that's like gives it staying power. I don't know. I, don't I agree. Know that's- I also agree. <laughs> and I just, so 25th century games, are they just, do they have some factory that just <clears throat> is pumping out games? I know. I Every know. time I look, it's like, there's six new 25th century right. games out here. <laughs> Sunny Side Sardines. I don't know if they're like, tagging, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, picking on that game. Partnering up with, with certain publishers and finding um, people to produce game like two three games a year from like I guess that's the way you you grow a company like that that's trying to right because yeah. I feel like they're bigger than they were a few years ago like they I were agree. like the new guy on the scene and they're yeah. a little small now they feel like a, a established yeah, they publisher have a, they have a big booth at Gen Con and the other um, the other conventions and it's like but and, and you're not you know board and dice like all right they're gonna have three giant releases every year. But here it is. Here's here's Nuculum. Here's Teletum. Here's Tile Tummy. Here, you know, right. yeah. boom. Let's just put out these big fucking games and blow everybody away that way. Yeah. And 25th Century is like, you know, I don't want to say their quantity over quality because their games are still good. Yeah. Right. But they're man, they're, they're just like, here's, I'm going to put out 10 games a year mm-hmm. that are all good and fun and can be played with lots of people. Yeah. Because... I'm not playing Tila Tomb on Christmas Eve. No, yeah. but, but I'm Green Team Holly wins. Jolly and you know, Green Team Holly wins exactly, at, a, at yeah. a party. That's gonna well, also like they don't have as big of a price tag like these those other games. Mm-hmm. But point. you're probably willing to like buy more of them because of that. Well, Jeff, about try them out. I'll buy anything from yeah. I'll buy anything for ten dollars. Anything from from Jeff. <laughs> and yeah, I so I agree. With, I overall just like the game. I thought the Christmas theme does more benefit to it than negative. Yeah. Okay. Um, because of People, people kind of grab. People like to be happy during the holiday season, and playing games like that is fun. Um, instead of, you know, I don't know, is, is Nana Christmas better than regular Nana? Right. It doesn't feel no. Christmas at yeah. all. Yeah. This at least you. Ha- it's a Christmas tree. Right. It's a Christmas. Everything tree, about right. it is Christmas. It's ornaments all Christmas. and tinsel and presents. Yeah. And would lights. it have been, you know, <laughs> shaped again, like a would tree? We have, would we have said it was as cute if it was just I'm trying to think of even a, just a random? I know. Like, no. Definitely like not. Vegetables, no, for sure. <laughs> Point salad. Would have been very right? forgettable that way. If it was just like yes. a, a square grid in the middle right. was those yeah. cards, it's it would have like been very... We would have all played it and been like, outside. that was fun. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be like, okay. The Christmas tree part it. was like, okay, yeah. it's got charm now. Now yeah. it's got charm. And I liked it. I liked it. Even like the presents had like the Etch-A-Sketch on it or like the yeah. wood, it all, all right. was like old Christmas toys as well. And mm-hmm. under the like under the tree, right? Yeah. Right, like a train. And there's a couple little like promo packs you can get that add like candy canes or add... Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> um, or Mary Krampus. You got to eat your hair. You got to eat at least and, a pound. Yeah. Over, like, this is a game that I, there's no reason to be like, that was the worst. Right. Right. Um, but there's also no reason to be like, that's my favorite game I've ever played in my right, whole life. Exactly. But you might play it with a six or seven year old and they might be like, that's the greatest game I've ever played in my whole life. That's, that's true. Cool. That's mm-hmm. a good and point. So overall, it's staying in my collection. I like it more than I thought I was going to like it. Same. Yeah. And it, it's a, a good travel game. That I'll I'll definitely bring bring around for the holidays, but also just kind of keep in my bag. I yeah, completely totally. agree. Yeah. That was Holly Jolly. 
The Gamecasters have a sponsor. We have partnered up with Modern Meeple, company behind the famous Gamey Susan, which is a lazy Susan that holds extremely high-quality board game component trays. These trays are the picture of luxury. Made right here in the USA, they are made from a wood-based material that's dyed throughout with a number of different colors to choose from, and should you drop or ding them, they will still retain that color. These things are so great looking on the table, and displaying them on your game shelves will really elevate your status with your neighbor, which is good because he's been lording that damn elk head over the fireplace for the last five years and really needs to shut up. So head on over to ModernMeeple.com to check out all the great products they have. And if you find something you like, enter discount code GAMECASTERS at checkout to receive free shipping. And a couple cool GAMECASTERS keychains as well. Once again, that's ModernMeeple.com. The Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise sure isn't. If you're looking to get some great game casters or mad board gamer gear, head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom game casters designs for us. So you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull down under creators and find us there under board game podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently. And what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us. Am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull down under creators and find us under Board Game Podcasts. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. It's now the time of the show where Jeff demands a blood sacrifice from our listener base in this episode's Instagram Inboxer. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. It is that time of the episode. Welcome to the Instagram Inbox. I took a break last week because I forgot. And sometimes I get, so so we record on Sundays, if you don't know, if you want some inside information. And so that means usually on Friday night, I have to then post the, the inbox because then I want it by Saturday night to, you know, collect, because if I do it Saturday, then I'm, we're, I'm getting closer than recording time. You're right. If you forget about it, you're kind of like, well, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm like, hope Natalie has a nook. Um, So (laughs) this time I remembered and I actually did it on Saturday morning. Um, so you had 24 hours to get in a ask us anything question. Ooh. So that's the inbox today. Okay. Is I went on the gram and Here I posted a story and I said, ask me whatever the fuck you want. We haven't done this in a while. And we may answer it. I might forget to read it because there was a lot. Um, I might forget to go over to Facebook. Who the hell knows? So here's a bunch of questions. <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Whatever, whatever happens, 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 deal with it. Happens. Okay. This question is... So I have a whole bunch from Janelle and Bobo, shockingly. Awesome. And I'm just going to read as many of them as I can understand. As fast as you okay. can. Yeah. As many of them as I can, well, as fast sometimes, as I can. So sometimes what happens is, and I'll apologize to people in advance about, sometimes someone will type something in and it only has a certain amount of characters. Yep. Um, and then they'll finish it in another section. Yep. And 
I'll get an answer in between those oh, so when they're typing it out. Tell. So then I'm like, was this one first or was this one? Whatever. So I, sometimes I look at it. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck the yeah, I can't. I skip it. Can't understand it. Um, okay. So Janelle asked, now that NerdFest is realized, what is your new ultra dream? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. Right. This now that it's actually board game related questions. I am I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah, there's no, some you that said, are not. Yeah, no, you said you said ask yeah. me anything. Any question. Could be yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, do you want me to take this one then? Oh yeah, the Nerfest. Yeah. So, all right. Dream. So, now that it so I guess what I would love I we all talked last year when it started. We were like, I hope it's more than just our friend up. group to yeah. this. Yeah, like are we going to get Is anyone going to show Is up anybody going to care about this? And people did and after it was over, Natalie and I talked about, we were like, this was one of the best experiences of our entire lives, putting awesome. this thing on. It was like so much better than we thought it could be. And so I hope we don't sophomore slump for one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would just, it's almost the same as I would like for our podcast. I just hope we it continues to grow. I would love for it to be, so in Michigan, the biggest convention in the state is called Grand Con. Mm-hmm. I would love to be that size at someday. Like it would, That'd I just want cool. it to keep growing. I want it to be yeah. a real, like I want our show to be the flagship podcast that everybody thinks of when they think of board game podcasts. That's what I, that's my dream for us. I want us to be the secret cabal. I want us to be the dice tower. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In that way, I want us to think, I want people to think of us when they think of that. Um, and I want the same for NerdFest. I want NerdFest yeah. to be a convention that people around the country plan for to come to. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it, it's a lofty dream and goal, but that's that's what I that's yeah. what I want. Or at least around our area, the Midwest or Canada. Yeah, I want it to be a big deal for people not only that are fans of the show. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what happened a little bit last time this this year. But mm-hmm. uh, I keep saying last yeah. year, even though it was this year technically. I know. Right. Um, but uh, that's kind of what I want for it. I think I just want it to continue to grow, and I really would love for it to be that convention that people love to go to. Natalie, so. anything to add? Uh, no, I agree. Yeah, I think just, yeah, making it grow makes sense. Yeah, if, right? it, if, if it grew like our podcast, like slow and steady, that would be so awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, you I saying that sophomore to be... slump, I have like that pit in my stomach too of like, oh God. Because it's right. going to be as, everyone just show live up, up the first time because year? it was big and right. new and, and now it's like, well, I can't make it. Yeah, right. It's a different, because it's a but different time But a lot of people showed now. up in January into Michigan, so right. moving it to April seems like it, it makes more sense. It seems like it's sense. a better deal. But then it's closer to other conventions and people might not be able to travel. However, so far, I mean, the people that we've talked to, not, it's not like everybody's been like, I can't make it now. Right. right. You know, so. All right, yeah. cool. Good so question. So Bobo you know. asked a similar question. So we're going to stay in the, the NerdFest uh, sure. line here. So what are you most excited about for NerdFest? And is there anything new that we should be looking forward to? I'm excited about Jason Bobo playing us in and out on his accordion. You missed that last <laughs> year, Jeff. Yeah. This year. Um, you got to see it. This It was so great. You should say last year. Yeah, I, I will say yeah. last year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll say last year. Um, no, so he asked, what are you most excited about? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that what he asked? Like, or is there, anything, is there anything new to kind of look forward to? It's hmm. almost like I made this question up to promote NerdFest, but I didn't. That's I great. Asked That's NerdFest so 2024 funny. happening well, in April. For, for me, if you don't know yet, your answer. Um, yeah, I don't. I am looking. Okay. So I'm kind of hope. I'm looking forward to it being more streamlined. Like yeah. now that we have one under our belt, like last time I was kind of just like, we're just winging it. We're just yeah. winging it. Yeah. And we're fingers crossed this doesn't work. suck. Yeah. And, and it went pretty well. And so like this year, you know, we're, we kind of have, I feel like we kind of know what we're doing more. We're trying to make it more streamlined. Um, I'm hoping to have better shirts, not handmade. And they were great. They just fell apart. Yeah. They yeah. just didn't last. But again, 
I made them. Um, you want to refund my drum business. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. My drum Sorry. Fund. But yeah, hoping to get better shirts. Free, so. um, yeah, right. Exactly. I'm hoping to, for personally, to like be able to play maybe a f- more games and, you know, maybe we can get some more like volunteers who can like help run it. And so that we could like take some time to like spend time with more people. Like while I got to talk to a lot of people coming in the door and stuff, which was awesome because yeah. I kind of got to see everybody. I didn't really get to spend like time with anybody. That's a good Buddy. goal. That's a good goal for you. I know you said that almost right away after you're like, man, I wish I would have been able to yeah. play some games with people or talk right. to them or be there with them. I'll disagree slightly with you okay. there. Fine. I'm really looking forward to for me, the most fun of it is running it. Oh yeah. I, I, I do yeah. want to I do want to mingle more than mm-hmm. I did, but I'm not looking forward to somebody relieving me of any responsibilities so I can do that. I'm really looking forward to I like being the guy in charge of it. Mm-hmm. I like that role. I like being the one sitting at the thing, welcoming people as they come in. I like being the guy behind the counter, getting you pop, getting you shirts. I like being the face every time somebody needs something. I mm-hmm. like being... You've always wanted I to like be the that. host. Yes. The host. Yeah. Right. I like no, being yeah. the host I like that so too, much. a lot. I just also, I kind of want it to be slightly more balanced. Yeah. For sure. What about you, Jeff? What are you excited about? Um, I don't know. I'm so I'm excited to sort of like see if Nerdfest can be, and I think we've all we've talked about ideas of. So it's show up, play some games, be with people. Yeah. But also, like, is the next step an experience? Is is a more of an experience? Yeah. Right. To see that Saturday tumbling dice tournament. Right. That was an experience. How do we capture that? Do we do that one more time? Yeah. Right. Do we do that two more times with? Some some little ideas of like when you do something, this is what you get to do at Nerdfest, yep. and yeah. no other place you get right. to do that. You're, like, I think that you hit the nail on the head there. That that was the thing. That was the t- the the moment of Nerdfest where I was like, this is magical. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to Joe. This feels real. for setting magical. that whole thing up and doing yep. that whole and thing. And he's already again. said he's doing because it again. He can't back out now, Joe. Yeah. You said because yeah. I'm, I'm never running that bracket thing. Yeah, ever. right. Yeah. It was so cool to just play Kalimala and watch everyone else do it. Yeah. yeah. It was that was magic. Yeah. Oh, at, at one that other thing I just because he asked what's new and something that's new this year is if you were there last year, you would know um, we had like the top floor of the VFW hall. And this year we have the entire building, the whole shebang. And so we baby. have the bottom floor where the bar is and a bunch of tables. And then we have the top floor as well. So we have like the whole thing. It'll all just be us while we're talking about it. We just went live with the event create website. So if you want to, you can register for NerdFest 2024. We don't have a ton of events and stuff up. There's a lot not up yet. Hey, Gen Con does the same site. thing. Gen Con right. adds plenty mm-hmm. of events. We'll get events and notables <laughs> and all this Dice kind of is stuff the only coming one up right now, but there'll be more added as If the you go to eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest 24, then you will get to the event create page. Okay. That you can register for NerdFest. It's only $15, and that gets you access to the entire weekend, and most all of the events are free. There will be, again, the only event live right now is Tumbling Dice. There'll be plenty more. But it's free. Yeah. And the Tumbling Dice tournament came, the winner of the Tumbling Dice tournament last year got a copy of Frosthaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can we top it this year? I don't know. There's going to be a <laughs> lot of stuff that's still coming on the website. But you can go on, again, eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest24. Will 
We'll start promoting it pretty soon, you know, on social Get you media. In and you can and register can we, now. Is this is adding a chore. Can we link that in our notes? I will week? absolutely link that yes. in the show like notes in the this show episode. Notes. Great idea. Yes, that's a great call. I will link that in the show notes episode. Um, again, you're going to go there and you're going to be like, there's not a ton on this website. It's a, a, all that you can do right now, the main thing is you can register. Yeah. You can sign yeah. up. You will get you will get a ticket with a QR code, and that QR code is what you're going to bring to NerdFest. So don't 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 lose your email because you'll get an email, um, or you can download the ticket, whatever. That QR code is what's going to allow you to gain access to NerdFest. So you're going to bring the QR code. We're going to scan it, and then you're going to get your badge. And All you right? get notified when events get added too. Right? Absolutely, if you're already yeah. registered. Yeah, yep. yep. And uh, there's a link in the email, so you're going to get an email. And the email is going to have uh, your all the information you need, your your receipt that you pay when you pay and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to have your tickets. And then it's going to have a link that's going to take you to the event page. You can't get to the event page from the main site. You have to register first before you can g- gain access right. to the yeah, event page. You can't page. sign up for events and not show up. Exactly. <laughs> or not register. Or not register. You have badge, to register yeah. for a badge. Exactly. So the way we have it set up, because you know we're not... We don't have all the money in the world. We, we're using yeah, an event right. website. We're not using a, a dedicated built website. It's an event right. site that we found. And um, like I said, you'll go to that event website. You can check it. We'll, we'll send out emails and stuff to people that will let you know, oh, we've added some new events. Go check mm-hmm. them out. And okay. this is also the $15. Is not, We're not profiting and like oh, no. Scrooge McDucking rolling. We just want to pay for the hall. Let us pay for the hall, Last year, we, it was free, and we were just hoped that we would get enough donations yeah, to pay free, for. Yeah. And we broke even about. Yeah, we broke even. So this year, you know, we're hoping to, um, at least we'll guarantee we'll be able to pay for it. And then anything extra, we can just do we'll more stuff for you the, guys. Yeah, we'll put you to know? the next year. And there's more things. That, like, this is obviously something we're going to continue to talk about in the show. Maybe make a commercial. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's actually a really um, good idea. Yeah. We'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> good question, so, Bobo. All right, yeah. So Janelle asked this uh, very odd question that says like, you know, the overlords have told you, and we don't really know why, but if you had to walk away from board games 100%, not understanding the reason behind, okay, could you? Like, someone told you, the overlords are like, listen, you can never touch or play another board game ever again. Well, it sounds like I have to. I guess I have <laughs> I to. I don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, well, I guess what would you go through? Internal struggle? Yeah, it, it, the worst part for me, like we talked about with uh, that movie, is like I don't get to know why. Uh, yeah, that I just can't I know. play I guess the games. But then it would be would it be like don't push the red button? You're like, yeah, well, I kind of want to push that button well, now. That's all yeah, I want to do. Let's just, if I just, yeah. just play it. strength. If this and is see like, what happens. is this is if this is like you if you play a board game, someone somewhere dies. It's like the box. Wasn't that a movie called The Box? There was this movie with someone. I'm gonna say the box like ten times. Sure. Where a box, so the box just showed up on a box, and in the box was a button. And if you push the button, you got like a million dollars, but someone in the world died. Yeah. <laughs> and you you might not use an honest person. Yeah, you might whatever. not ever you know. push the button, yeah. you got a million bucks. Would you push the button, Natalie? No fucking no. way. No fucking what about, way for me. What about $10 million? I couldn't. I could not live. Man, this is I'm, I know. I'm, I'm saying this there, like, right. oh, everybody think I'm a great person. I have the worst, like, um, I would the guilt I would I would yeah, feel. Would I would never it. enjoy life again. Man. Knowing some I people ended do in the movie. someone's life. God, it's got to be called The Box or some shit. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? So oh, my it, God. I, 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 you're I, just saying this is a this is a foreshadow to something else that's about to happen. Jamesian effect. Um, <laughs> and you didn't even you didn't even know Jamesian what's about to happen. Effect. Anyway, oh, I already answered I this I question. Of what we said, should we, know, should we move to Michigan? I said, yeah, duh. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, of course. Evan asked, what are each of your Evan. favorite Pokemon? Oh, great question, okay, Evan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I act, I have answers to this. Okay, as I've gotten older, it is Snorlax because I can identify with with the, with okay. Snorlax. Do you snore? I do. You do? Yeah. Well, I haven't lately. More than snore, he talks. 
Talk less. <laughs> you did not like. A lot hey, of what's talking. going on over there? You like yell things or what? <laughs> I apparently I say her name a lot, which oh, is yeah. good for oh, me. Oh yeah, good. I know. <laughs> what about other people's names? I feel names? like fifty percent of what he says is just Natalie. Thank um, goodness. This is a this is a random <laughs> thing, but and I think part of this is to do with my son's like tonsils and he's got a little bit of sleep apnea, but he'll like. Just randomly say stuff at middle of the night. It, while he's he'll sleeping. Like, so my son Jack will be sleeping, and then randomly he'll be like, he'll be like, Mama, you're poopy. <laughs> <laughs> or he yells at his cousin Ainsley all the time. Ainsley, no, don't take that away from me. That's mine. Aww. Or he'll just like yell stuff. Or he'll say like nice things. Sometimes he's like, Millie, I love you. And it's just like random Aww. stuff. It's just That's the weirdest really part to me cute. when he talks is that you cannot tell that he's asleep. He sounds like he's talking to you like you're awake, oh, but he's not. Yeah. So I'll respond to him sometimes, and he'll respond back, but it's the most and crazy you know, yeah, nonsense. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> like one time, That's can great. I tell him? I don't care. One time. <laughs> <laughs> one time, Brother, he, like, he was, like, go. He was like saying something, and I turned over, and I was like, are you awake? And he's like... Well, I ain't on pills. <laughs> and I was like, what? Okay. You need to write write all this stuff down every time. She always tells me, she's like, I always like turn my camera on to get you. And of course, you never fucking and talk you, again. Right. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. like, so, so it's nothing. I can't funny. even capture it. Yeah, because if it's in the middle of the night, you're like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, like, what? Yeah. That's I really funny. I don't know. Hey, did you have a Pokemon? Oh, yeah. What, Yo, like, what's no. your favorite Pokemon? I don't think I have a favorite. I only know what some of their names are because the kids like Pokemon, but like I only know like a handful. Yeah. I'm I wouldn't even a, say I have a favorite. I'm not a huge I remember so I growing up really. when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, that's when like Pokemon like hit huge right away. Yeah. Like, for, that was like the first big yep, one. On the Game Boy. I liked like Charmander. He's the the, Hell the yeah. lizard flamer oh, guy, fuck right? Yeah. Charmander. The, he was he was awesome, right? Charmeleon away. and then Charizard. I feel like he was better than the other like hundred percent the, the starters? basic ones. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um Charmander I like that way. cat, that meow, that cat. Oh, Mew? He's kind of cool. Mew, whatever oh, you his know name what? is. Meowth? I get, maybe yeah. I like Jigglypuff. Is that the pink? Oh, yeah, he looks like Kirby. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah the Kirby like looking one. one. That's a good one. I like, uh, I, is Jinx the hot one? <laughs> there's a, there's <laughs> a hot one. Which one's the one that looks there's a couple like, hot uh, it's got like, maybe? like, it's like, like, big round, and it's got like, weird looking makeup on. I think that's Jinx. Is that it? I think so. That fucking weird Fuck yeah. Or to play, ask another NerdFest question. If you could play one game with him at NerdFest, what would it be? With Joe? Yeah, I would say nothing that we draw, because I want to be on equal footing. Although it's oh, cool to call. see what he draws. I know. Six-second scribble. That, I'm yeah. picking that one. Yeah, so, okay, six-second <laughs> six scribble. scribble. I'm going to pick that uh, one. What would I play with Joe? What do I know that mm -hmm. Joe loves? I know. What is he Joe, like? play Maria with me. Oh. I want Joe to play Maria. Who would be the third? Measles. I'd play anything right. with him. What if he wants what to play Maria with me and you? Yeah. Oh, no. Not that. <laughs> what if um, um, anything that Michael Vinoy wants to play at the same time as Joe does? Oh, then yes. <laughs> Wait, so you play Maria with 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 Michael Vinoy and and Joe would not be? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. I would have to be polite. Oh my All right. god. Board game review UK. Huge account on Instagram. Um, <laughs> how many bananas do you need to have to make a bunch? Six. Ooh. I would say minimum six. Really? Yeah, you gotta have three and three a bunch. Like four I'd say like bananas. Four or five. I'm okay. gonna go with six. Yeah, I, I mean, say there's a small six bunch, was just but the first like, thing if in my head. said, "Go get yeah. me a bunch of bananas," and you only came back with four, I'd be, I'd be not happy. I think I would too. I'd be like, "I'd be like, no, that's not a bunch. That's How much a is a banana. Ten dollars." <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'll say. Five, you basically then. gave me a few. I know a few is yeah. three, but a few. Five. So there's mm -hmm. like three in the back and two in okay. the front. I think I wouldn't I be angry with five. Yes, I wouldn't so be angry. Maybe she's right. But if you want to give me a bunch, I need six. Yeah, I think six. Okay. That's what I Dave Mick, if you could retheme any of your favorite games, which one would it be and what theme? Which is a great question that I don't know the answer to. Same. Good question, Dave. What I think I would do is I would take maybe one of. So I like space games. Okay. 
right? So I like the terraforming Mars. I like Pulsar. I yeah, like some of that. Project. I might take one of those and make it something else so I don't feel like I'm playing the same spacey game all the time. Oh, so you would you would yeah. get rid of the space thing. Yeah, and I don't know why I am, I'm answering it that way. Yeah. But maybe like, all right, take terraforming Mars and make it, I don't know. Let me think. Let me continue to think about it. Okay. okay. But I don't want to always feel like I'm playing a space game. Yeah, you know, I, know what I, like I know what you're saying. So I'm answering the question a little bit like sideways. But yeah, I think that I would do Hadrian's Wall because mm. I really like that game. But I think the theme is dull. It's, yep. And yeah, I, I think I would retheme it with something like maybe more interesting to me, like something with animals or coffee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Noodles, Coffee, barista. Yeah, food. Yeah. I don't know something because like the thing doesn't counter. really matter honestly <laughs> in that game that much. But like it's something more appealing it can, to play with. Yeah. I think you you have mm. bested me in this answer, but I'm going to try to. Well, beat you. I don't know that I have an answer to this. I'm looking at my game collection. Well, just think of games that you love, but you don't like the theme. <laughs> I typically don't give a fuck about the theme. Typically. I typically don't give a shit. Or do I take something like Castles of Burgundy and make it a space theme? Because I like <laughs> yeah. space themes, right? Would that be something? That's kind of what I thought you you meant at first. Like, yeah. you love space themes. Do you want something? So I did, so, I did something kind of sideways, but almost like, God, what do I not? Do you know, like Homesteaders is a theme I don't really go, oh, I like the West. <laughs> and I like Cowboys. Yeah. Like, I don't really like Cowboys. Yeah, I don't really like the Western theme either. But my, my, I love Homesteaders, but what would I make it like, into? Do you like, like, what about the te- theme of like Twa? Doesn't I just love that game? I know the game. I can't. The game I, I don't, shines a lot more through than theme. It's so me. hard for me to. You know, there's one game that I think it that I care about the theme is like a, a Cthulhu game. Like I really love Cthulhu Death May Die. I wish it wasn't Cthulhu because I just don't yeah. give a fuck the about the Madness, Cthulhu mythos. Like I like the Mansions of Madness, but if it was yeah, if it was something like. Make it real theme. Right. right. Like a real like murder mystery yeah, type thing instead of just like a monster. Yeah, I'm trying to think of this game. I'm, I'm a, they did that with Lord of the Rings, I think. Sound dumb. Um, there was a so the game Destinies. There was a game right after Destinies. It just went on Kickstarter. Lucky Duck. It like finished. Fuck. But it was it felt like Destinies slash oh, Dark Detective. Quarter. Dark Quarter. Yeah. Where I was like, this is this interactive, cool thing that wasn't like I can't wait for that to show. Fantasy, up. fantasy fanatic. Oh, did you back that? Yeah, it looks. It's, oh, cool. The 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 one and a half scenarios that I got to play before it came out was fucking cool. Yes, I love hearing so, you say that. <laughs> that made me think like, okay, it's grounded in reality. It's not fantasy, which I know a lot of people like, um, but it felt just cooler. I agree. With I you. got. I got the fantasy answer. Fantasy is not my favorite. I can't. I, okay, I have half the answer. <sighs> I don't necessarily know of a game that I'd rather be themed differently, but I do know of a theme that I want to see, and it's Studio Ghibli. I want mm. like Howl's Moving Castle, the board game. Yeah, that would be so fucking they sweet. And you it, play in cool. the castle, yeah. and you're trying to avoid the Witch of the Wastes and stuff. Oh, that'd be great. They should make it um, Hallertau, where instead of you have a moving, uh, yeah, you have yeah, this moving, moving thing, castle. You have this moving castle. That's the answer. We've we got about, there together. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> um, Sean Risling says, "What game makes you rage? What makes you want to rage quit every single time you play it?" Broom service. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. How many times have you played it? One. <laughs> Three quarters. Maybe. I don't even know twice. if I finished it. <laughs> yeah. No, I might have played it twice. Maybe physically you finished it. Mentally you did not. Yeah. He I says say... his is Tosh Kafal, call, Kalar. Tosh Kalar. Tosh Kalar, yeah. which I've never yeah. played it. I haven't played it either. I wanted to. I think mine is Star Wars Destiny. Uh, that's actually a good. I only a have one log to play game. Broom service, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, it is a rage quitty game, but no, Broom Service maybe. Man, Broom Service is. Throw it against the wall. Broom Service is. We just want to. 
What on the ground? What is the screaming pillow game? Um, is well, that, what was the original screaming pillow game? I think it's broom service. Is it really and broom service? Tumble okay. and dice, where you throw your thing, and every, every time you get a one on the four God or something. There's a lot of rage quitting games. Uh, when you are playing Crokinole. Okay, A, when you're playing Crokinole yeah. against Jeff, you want to throw it. B, when you're <laughs> playing Crokinole and all you can fucking do is hit the peg <laughs> and then it bounces to the side. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's um, like you love the game. You also want to throw it onto a fire. Watch it burn. <laughs> Ooh, so Sean Risling just makes a statement. Okay. Said, Would you agree with this? Acrylic standees are as great as dual-layer player boards. No. Disagree. We all have our own opinions. Acrylic standees? A, a lot of people love acrylic standees. Okay, they're, here, here's why they're great. They're great because they're colored. Right, yeah. so you get games with minis. If you don't paint minis, they're just gray and they're not as cool. Right. But when you have an acrylic standee, yeah. it looks exactly like the thing that it is. And so it's. Re I love acrylic standees. I think yes. they're great. I really do. I get where Sean Rising is coming from here, uh, and I think I think we. W I think Jeff and I saying no are in the minority. Honestly, I think. I think a lot of people fucking love acrylic. And standees. I do like the move towards it. A lot of you're seeing them a lot more in the last few years. Agreed. Natalie, I don't do get excited about them, though, like I do a dual-layer player board. What do you think, Natalie? I guess I'd agree with you guys. I think a, Natalie doesn't give a, a dual-layer well, like player board is, like, more... It's elegant. It's like, and it's functional. Yeah, it's more functional. Like, I feel like... And it and it um, comes up in games more often than, like, a stand -y. Well, okay, you also have to understand, the three of us are not huge thematic flavor people, which an acrylic standee for somebody who likes theme is. Yeah. It's going to help you get ensconced in the game. We don't typically care as much about that. Yeah. yeah you know, like, I think true. it's really cool to see painted they minis. I awesome. really do. I think it's awesome. The only, but if the mini's not painted, that doesn't detract yeah. me from playing. The only mm -hmm. downside of the acrylic standees is you, you, there's a side to it it's that 2D. you can't see shit. Yeah. But oh, when you're looking right. at it, it looks awesome. So I've liked those a lot more than maybe like minis, That's but when someone paints a mini, I'll take a painted mini. Also, I, I prefer my acrylic standees to be cut the way the mini's shaped. A lot of acrylic standees are just like a tombstone shape, sure. and then they have a picture on them. Mm -hmm. I don't find that yeah. as cool. Yeah. Swoozle asks, what should your edible underwear be made of? I only ever think of um, fruit roll up. Fruit roll up. Fruit roll -up. <laughs> I only think of fruit roll up. <laughs> but I would love if my edible underwear was made of beef ribs. <laughs> so oh I'm gonna God. go beef rib. No, no. Do you want Natalie's edible underwear to be made of yes, beef ribs? Beef ribs. Okay. Hundred percent. Um, Natalie, what do you want Ryan's edible underwear to be made of? Mm. Penises. <laughs> Maybe marshmallows. Just lots of other dicks. <laughs> I'm gonna go marshmallows. So okay, I thought about this. I'm like, all right, what if it was? Do you remember those necklaces with all the circle candies yeah. on it? Yeah. What if Candy that was like the waistband? That was the and you had to eat every <laughs> single one all the way around it. Like fall off. Yeah. You don't have to, but you would. Yeah. Right. You you'd, ha yeah, yeah. you'd have to you'd have to do that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Janelle asks, any childhood holiday traditions you've abandoned? Yeah. Abandoned. Well, hmm. okay, not necessarily for anything other than laziness. Like I didn't like specifically abandon this, yeah. but every Christmas Eve, um, when I lived with my parents, we would go, and this is not really that like crazy of a tradition. A lot of people do it. We would get in the car, get hot chocolate, sit with blankets, and then we'd go everywhere we could to look at Christmas lights. Chris, yeah. Yeah. Devin and I have started doing that. And we want to get Jack to like doing that. It's really cool. We kind of stopped. We, yeah, we just haven't done it the last yeah. few years. Yeah. You got um, anything? I honestly can't think of anything. Trying yeah. to even think of like a tradition we had as like well, a it's hard opening presents. Thing. Yeah, it's hard to like say traditions when you do it normally, like regularly. Right. You don't sometimes when you get exposure to what other people do in holidays, you're like, we don't do that or right. we do this right. instead. That's weird. And then you start to trigger like that's our tradition. Yeah. Right. That's what we like do. Our tradition like was 
we had lasagna for Christmas. Well, we still do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. A lot of people, I've actually heard that a lot it. more than you think with lasagna on Christmas <laughs> really? Eve or on Christmas Day. Um, I think, I don't I want to say Devin's mom will always, will do lasagna the day before mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. Do well, you guys do a present on Christmas Eve? Um, we never used to do that. Um, We've never done that. Devin we and no, I we haven't either. done that other but than her mom do. comes mm-hmm. over on Christmas Eve and we do presents you that way. You exchange with them. Um, yeah. Or I know a lot of families do the like, uh, like Christmas pajamas. pajamas yep. So you they, open up yeah. your pajamas yep. on Christmas Eve and then you get that. Yeah. Um, the only thing I remember as a kid, uh, this is a quick Santa thing. So if you have kids, maybe turn Santa <laughs> um, Our In our house growing up, Santa didn't, we were told Santa didn't wrap presents. He doesn't wrap them. He doesn't okay. wrap them. So he, they, that, he your make, presents were not he wrapped. He like, motherfucker. Well, exposed? we only got, we, oh, we only ever got wrapped, one present from Santa. And it was usually the big thing, right? Oh, and the So when we would parents? show up, walk down the hallway, the open present was from Santa and everything else wrapped wow. was from. Wow, okay, interesting. So it was like, all right, you got a. A bike. You know, a bike. And it was yeah. unwrapped under yeah. the tree there. Or you got a so slide interesting right there. That Joe's like, I got every... a Soundgarden CD? Jeff got yeah, like a fucking weird. golf yeah. set. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Well, right it's interesting that people handle that differently because I know that recently we were talking to Ben and them and they do something like kind of different too where like, they, like basically I think all like the good stuff comes from them and then the stuff I've heard that the more too. like basic stuff like maybe like books or art supplies or whatever come from like Santa <laughs> I've heard that that you want and the special stuff comes you want to say like I you know hmm. I'm the parent I've I work I spent my money because yeah. I love you well, on this thing now that versus, the kids are older we're yeah. getting into a little trouble because now they're telling us things like oh well I need a new iPad and if we, I just ask Santa then you don't it's have free. to pay for it it's yeah. free it's perfect like, and we're fuck. just like oh well, well. But, I mean <laughs> they don't always get everything they ask well yeah for. of shipping course shipping is paying the ass I gotta pay Santa for yeah, shipping Santa's right. ship, but they're starting yeah. to do that kind of stuff but they also but they also they also logicize their, their own brain where like Lexi made a made a Christmas list and she sent it to Santa right, right. and then like the next day she was like fuck she didn't say fuck yeah <laughs> She's like, I <laughs> forgot to ask Santa for X, Y, Z. Fuck. It's mm-hmm. not on my list. Shit. Son of a fucking yes. bitch. You know? Yeah, she, <laughs> she didn't say anything. She got really she real that, yeah. <laughs> But so it's at least she she still thinks she's like, well, I'm not going to get it now. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's Good. like, Good. we don't have to buy her that. Yeah, we don't got to buy her that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a lot, I hate a lot of people do the elf on a shelf. I fucking hate oh, that. No, same. we'll never. We've never done no, that. God, no. There's one sitting in our house that Jack has no fucking clue what it does or looks at. Nope. It's just, it came with a book. I don't throw around the we word don't do basic anything. very often. That is such basic fucking I feel like anything basic. I don't like that too much. And no offense to people who do this stuff, but like, we don't do elf on the shelf. We don't do Christmas pajamas. No, we don't do any so of that. Basic to we me. are just like, like okay. the very. Everyone does. That I don't want to say basic in the actual definition of the word basic. Where we what's just, the actual definition? Oh, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, right. Like, we're, we're just, just like, like we're here's lazy. Here's yeah, yeah, we're just Christmas. Christmas there stuff. you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, here's what you get. Right, you get what you get. <laughs> um, Jim asked. Jim Gamer asked, okay. "What is the best Christmas present you've ever received or given?" Okay. Oh wow. Or or given. Or given. Ever received or given. Ooh. I think the best present I've ever given you know is this dick to Natalie, which I give every Which leads into another question from Jim Gamer. Who has the biggest cock, Jeff or Ryan? Jeff. Ryan. Is that for real? It's, it's Ryan. It's Jeff. Yeah. It's Ryan. We measure it every I time know, it goes over. Both. One vote for Ryan, one vote for Jeff. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, uh, I guess you're going to have to decide, but it's, it's Ryan. So the best present I've ever gotten. I think. Oh okay, so gosh. do you remember this, Jeff? One year, <laughs> I got. 50 gift cards from Best Buy. Yes, yeah. And yeah, I, I, my mom was like, what do you want for Christmas here? And I was like, I just want Best Buy money. 
to yeah. buy whatever you want. And in true buy. your mom fashion, she didn't she, give you one. Well, Christmas was a humongous deal at my house yeah. with her. And so we would, all, she, she really loved the fact that we would open a ton of stuff. It made her really happy. And so she didn't just buy me a gift card for Best Buy. She bought me like 40. Yeah. <laughs> and so I bought a TV with it. Yeah. And we all, like me and a bunch of friends went to Best Buy because they were like, I want to see what you buy with all this hundreds of dollars. And yeah, yeah and they like thought card. I stole them and stuff. They're like, how do you, why do you have 40 yeah, gifts? That's definitely memorable. That it was memorable. cool. Yeah. I think as a kid, just getting like the, the, the toy that you kind of wanted that year. Um, and it's like, you know, as you get older, I think it's, it's giving, it's giving your kids stuff. Yes. It's yeah. a really cool feeling part. and that's changed. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, I, at a certain age, you could give a kid almost anything, and when they're really excited about it, that's that's cool. Yeah. Do you remember anything, Natalie? Man, I feel like so. Like I don't, I can't like remember anything. I I'm kind of with you on that. But I do. One year, we gave the kids all three of them. We gave them kayaks from oh, yeah. Santa, and right. so they like walk downstairs, and there's just three giant kayaks cool. in the living room. Cool. Like that was pretty yeah. cool. Devin got me. This might have been for my. For my birthday, or Devin got me um, like a Michigan State crocodile board, which was yeah, like, right, yeah. super oh, awesome. Yeah. And Same the, thing, the having thing the got... Christmas birthday, but could yeah. for my birthday. But Ryan got me a p- piano. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Speaking of Natalie's birthday is coming up, right around. Mm-hmm. The is your birthday in December too? Yeah, you have a December. Oh birthday. my god! It is. Right around the corner. How many? Three, four days. Three days three from days. today. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. I also completely spoiled the surprise because Devin showed me a picture of something on her phone. And she was like, oh, here, check this out. And it was me talking about it. Like, oh. And I like passed it back. Fuck. And she just started, you could see like. Oh, the panic. Like, like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, and I'm like, goodness. it's so fucking cool because it's a Holinsky board. It is. And it's the only board like that in the entire fucking world. I, had, and I found cool. the, um, I, had, I found the, the, the logo that's on it. Yeah. Because I was like, can you make it Michigan State? And they mm-hmm. were like, well, you, so, because there was like some like. Like it's against like trademark, yeah, yeah like trademark yeah. stuff. He's like, if you send me the picture, yeah. then maybe they I ended put up it like on. etching it into the board. And he was and the like, picture that you found picture. is on the back of the. Oh, board. it is. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's a, um, that was another a question gift. from Jim to Ryan. How often do you think of think of Jeff during sex with Natalie? How often do I think of Jeff mm-hmm. during sex with Natalie? Ryan, I mean, often? is this even a question? I mean, when am I not thinking of Jeff while we're having sex? <laughs> question Natalie. for Natalie. Because he's right there. Natalie, yeah. how often lifting. do you think he's of Jeff? He's me, yeah. so. He's on the phone. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm there. Nice job. Good job. Yeah. That was a good move there. Wait, you shaved off three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Wait, that's a good thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 well done. <laughs> New quick yeah, record. I didn't go to bed. <laughs> All right, Jim also asked a question for Natalie. How often do you think of Jeff during sex with Ryan? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, usually I'm just like Jeff, 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 yeah. Jeff, Jeff, no, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. It keeps it keeps as much as Ryan does. Jeff, Jeff, Periodic table pick. What board game cover slash title, if you had to? Would you get tattooed on your lower back as a oh, tramp stamp? That is such a great question. Cover slash title. Like, yes. like what you would you? Either yeah. one? Like it's a picture. Yeah, a picture or like maybe it in. Mm. Gosh, that's a cool question. That mm. was a good question. What would you get? Tra- it's tramp stamp. Tra- it's got to be tramp stamp. Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. I want Teotihuacan. Tramp want, stamped on um, my back. The Guild of Merchant Explorers. That's great. Writing. <gasps> is there All the something way about? Is there something about like a cave? <laughs> Yeah, Caverna. Caverna, cave oh versus cave. Yeah. With an um, arrow pointing down. Ooh. 
What's the uh, what's I feel like the... I need more time? Yeah, Caverna. What's, what's the Elsra game where you're um like flicking the discs? Catacombs. Catacombs. You can catacombs. catacombs. Mm. That's yes. a good one. With an arrow. The catacombs. Down. So you guys are just saying like the title. Well, yeah. It, yeah they or said yeah, title could... or or right. art or something. So think Gosh. of like the title. I wish of the I could like think of like some cool like poop related title image or you know like thing on a box that I would get. And just think that if you have sex in that way, Ryan would be looking at it. I would get it. to see it, it be, all yeah, the time. see it all the time. So something, maybe like put Maria on there oh and see God. if Ryan like gets off really quick. That would shave so many seconds <laughs> off. No. I mean, new record. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be your favorite game. You'd have to be something like funny. Right. Yeah. Okay. McDavid Publishing. Which I can't even say the McMeeples McDavid. anymore. Yeah. Is David? it McDavitt? I don't know. I don't know. I've Sam, always pronounced it McDavitt. When well, you first said McDavitt, I was like, oh, he's I was like, asking McDavid, another question. Yeah. Well, McDavitt. Uh, send us how to say it. Let's we'll call him McMeeple. Yeah. 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 Sam, Sam McMeeple. Um, what is one game that came out this year you haven't played but you want to? Okay. Nucleum. Don't ask me that stuff. Yeah. Um, Nucleum is high on my list for show. The White Castle you've already played that oh, was man. high Good on my list game. for show. Um, Ryan, give me a game. There is what another else? one, Natalie, that you're going to be excited about <laughs> that just came out. Uh, and it's called... Uh, when did Heat come out? I kind of wanted to play that. We yeah, Joe, that. Joe did that come out Heat earlier this year? Play that. Did he? I want to play... Okay, so I just got a Kickstarter, actually, um, which I backed because Ryan told me. Yep. Uh, Bantam <laughs> West I just got and just shipped and showed up. Sweet. Bantam West might be a game I play, like, the Thursday before our basement nerd fest, okay. with Dave or something, yeah, because it's kind of a bigger exploration-y kind of game. Very but cool. It's a game that I'm like excited about. Yeah, excited because it's not a game that I would normally be like excited about, but I'm excited because I'm not normally like excited about those games. That make oh, any sense? Yes, excited about it excited. Absolutely, yeah. it makes sense. You know, you know what? Another game is that I've been hearing about from a lot of people. Osgore messaged me about this, asked if I played it. I've been talking with Dan the Breeder Man about this game a lot. It's called Kutnahora. Oh yeah, the CG CG. Yeah. Um, yes. I've been hearing a lot of stuff about that. I think it's got dynamic player boardy stuff, which like is that. why these people are are telling me about this. And um, I've heard some bad things about it with two players. However, Dan gave me a great write up about his thoughts with two players and how he thinks I might enjoy it. So that's one that I'm kind of ooh that and nucleum. Yeah. I think are my two answers, mm. which are your two answers as well, Natalie. Oh, that, there you that go. Helps you. How <laughs> wonderful was that? Yeah. Uh, Peter <laughs> Nuclear Knight asked me if I wasn't a teacher, what would I be? Ooh, good question. Um, mm. Which is a good question. What's hard is that at some point, you know, what's hard. Uh, <laughs> at some point, like I've been a teacher for now twelve years. If you asked me a long time ago, I would say something else, right? If you asked yeah. me before I became a teacher what I would want to be, I would. Yeah. You know, I think like answer. I don't know, maybe like fucking advertising or marketing right. or sitting at a desk and whatever. Yeah. Um, but now it's like I almost feel like I would want to stay in education because it's what I know and that's what I'm good at. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do I want to like, but not necessarily have to like deal with the same teach kids that but, is, but the question like, is, you're not a teacher, right? Yeah. If you weren't a teacher, what would you yeah. want to oh, be? Oh, so you're saying you would still stay in education, just not teach, right? Like administration. So, yeah. Or could I do? And I don't even know if I want to be in administration. Sometimes there's districts hire like, um, like teacher coaches, or would I want to do? Would I want to teach teachers how to teach? Like, go be a yeah. professor, maybe? Right. Okay. Or you? I think that's teaching. Um, I know. I think, I think that's still too. being a teacher. So do, or do I just say, because so, there's some days I sit at my job and I'm like, I just want to work at Costco. Yeah. <laughs> like I just want a job where yeah. I work. I get up at eight o'clock. I go, I work from nine to four yep. o'clock. I come home. O'clock, I don't think about it every day. Shut the fuck up. And I just yeah. sit there and it's done. I want a, a mindless, menial, yeah. mindless job. But again, will that at some point bore me? And then I just kind yeah. of job. Hop, right. Maybe. Cause I mean, you're not just a teacher. You're a manager. 
every like right. I'm on, as soon as I get to work, I am on. You're on, and you have yes. employees. You have to and manage hours and hours. Um, I've, I've never. That's one of I feel like what I would imagine is one of the hardest parts of being a teacher. Like even just when I was in college, I worked as a teller at a bank, and that was my least favorite part of that job. Was I'd Dealing get with there, people? It, you know, the bank opens at, you know, 8.39 in the morning and then I have to be like on and like bubbly and polite and talking to the public who Ugh. I don't. And really, I'm just like so fucking tired and I just want to sit there in silence. And so when I quit that and I started having an office job, my favorite part of it at that time was like, I was like, I walk in and no one talks to me and I'm just like, it's quiet. And I'm like, I can, I can like take yep. my time waking up. And I was like, I don't have to just be like pretend like I'm like, hey guys, how yeah. you doing? Okay, the let me help you. The amount of decisions that I have to make instantly <laughs> are insane. Yeah. 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 Like, and I, you don't, I don't even think about it because it just happens, right? right. When, you're, when you do it all the time, it doesn't really matter. But when I walk in every morning, there's like two people waiting at my door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if I get there at 7 20, there are two kids. Right. Waiting there, and they're kids, and they're gonna always and they have five constantly need something. And I'm like, can't you yeah. just just shut just up? Hold on, <laughs> right. a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess I would I would maybe want to stay in the education field because it's comfortable, mm-hmm. but also I go through these spurts of like just wanting to be just do something a, another else. employee, right? To just be someone's employee, work, go home, and be that. Yeah, I think everybody has that feeling after you do something for so long because like I don't dislike my job at all in any way but sometimes i'm like i'm so sick of sitting in this chair all day every day i just want to do a job where i can just like be up and moving around and like well, you, you know like doing something if you want <laughs> um, i just love sitting in my chair all day peter peter asked um like a brewster's millions question okay cool. you, you have to spend a million bucks or quite whatever we want to fill it in yep. with mm-hmm. um without gaining any assets okay and then at the end of a week you get a certain amount of money. But right? you can't give it away. But you can't just give it away. What do you do with the million bucks? And you can't just gain. You can't gain something and you can't just hand it to somebody else. Yeah, I would go What do you do with a, a million dollars? I would go, uh, I would finally go on my, I'm going everywhere in the United States and trying every um, brisket and beef rib <laughs> okay, so you place just go on I a, could a get. You're barbecue renting a sweet a barbecue excursion of the, thing you're eating. Yeah, you're, you're just okay. eating and, and I'm spending the money on travel expenses and yeah. stuff like that. So if I'm not, I can like, travel, anything. I would be traveling yes. for sure. Travel 100%. Do I travel around the country? Yes. Do I travel to like outside the country? Ireland? Yeah. Go back to South Africa? I would Africa. Travel, travel in Europe. But you only, like, if, if it's on a time period, you only have like a week. You got to do that quick. You got to go on your risk it tour could quick I, or two weeks. I could, I could definitely extravagantly do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. I could rent a fucking huge ass RV, RV, or like a giant, like like a like a charter bus. Okay, you know, yeah. and then I bring everybody with me, and I'm paying for all their meals too. I would. That's pay not for, necessarily giving it away, is it? If I'm yeah, paying for everybody's not. meal, I can pay for a. Right now, I'd go on and pay for a Gen Con game casters booth. Yeah. We'd have a big yeah. booth like AEG, yep. and I don't even know what we would do in it yet. I feel like we, we could do party. the show. We could do the show. We could do the yeah. show right there. Have a bunch there. of guests and we just comment, just talk to people, say commentary. an F word right fuck, in the middle fuck, of the thing. And poop, and poop, and poop and stuff. Because we gave them a lot of money. Like, yeah. We gave them 50 grand get, just to be. You go. Yeah. Just let us say the fuck word. Let us say the fuck word. So that's it. We just want to say the fuck word in the hall. Please. Um, Homemade Soda said, what the hell is the Pythagorean theorem? No fucking idea. A squared plus Some, B squared equals C squared. A squared plus B squared equals yeah. C squared, right. Um, when you said that, I was like, is that the thing in the library where you're looking? I'm like, no, that's Dewey Decimal that's System. System. <laughs> I knew it was math. A squared plus B squared equals find this book. <laughs> Jim Gamer asked, would you sacrifice your genuine style on the show that your listeners love to guarantee huge success? No. Mm, no. I no, thought, that's, hard. that's a good question though, because I thought when we first started, 
that I was like, I'll just do whatever I'm supposed to do to get numbers. So I wanted, yeah. I was like, let's go to the dice tower and let's get in their then. network. And then they, that they will launch us into what we want. And yeah. then once they, they didn't deny us ever, but once like, it just, I was like, okay, I'm sick of asking him and him saying, Oh, I'll consider so you busy. later. I'm so yeah. busy. Cause Sam had just left at the time. And once I was like, we did what we did like one or two episodes where we were just like being ourselves. I was like, this is so much better. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say it's, it would feel more like work if we weren't just being ourselves and it would cease to be yeah. fun. You're right. right. Obviously, yeah. You want both, but um, yeah, please. Of course. yeah, it's hard to like, again, but it's hard to turn down success when it's what you could just be when like it's right in your face. Yeah. Of course I would do that. Yeah. I don't think I but, could do it and be happy. Yeah. It'd be hard. So to do that. I would, gi- I would give no. up on it quickly. So I think no. Yeah. Emily, so M stop on Instagram. Emily has a her. similar question to what we had, but she said best and worst Christmas present. So let's go now. Do you remember a bad Christmas present? Because we did best kind of. Mm. Do you remember any bad Christmas presents? I'm sure I've gotten so many bad Christmas presents. Um, I'll start with something. Okay. So my Aunt Beth would get us, when we were kids growing up, she would mail us like clothes. Okay, it was already mm. wrapped. And these clothes were just like the gaudiest. It was like, like a pink so bunny. The thing, you know, you're, you're flying back to the, the <laughs> not as bad as that. Yeah. But so go back to the 90s and think of like Nautica. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yep. So we she would get us like sweaters or sweatshirts or T-shirts with like giant Nautica logo from like elbow to elbow mm. all the way across. Or it had a big boat on it or something. You're some like, shit. that is not my style. And it was just like, oh, God. I can't, and then then you then you have to be like, thank you, <laughs> right? And right. Call and I say thank this. you. And yep. This is so wonderful. So like over the years, we just had this like a collection of just like Aunt Beth clothes, right, <laughs> yeah. sitting in a in a dresser or in a closet. Because one day if she shows up, why don't you just put it on, right? Yeah. But yeah. she would just pick this stuff out, and and honestly, it was probably it's expensive. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She never bought yeah. like she had some money. Right. So like it she's just, buying expensive clothes, but it just wasn't like missed the you know, bullseye I'm, there. I'm sitting here in the fucking Midwest. All we wear is hoodies, and yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, like I'm gonna look like a pretentious douche if yeah. I wear this. So I just anywhere. didn't. That, I always remember that as being like, oh my god. Yeah. And my aunt Sue would put a massive amount of tape on like every present. It was almost <laughs> like you were unduct taping tape. And I was like, I don't even want what's inside. I anymore. watched an episode of The Office one time, and Pam Beasley was telling Roy, she was like, if you're using more than three pieces of tape to wrap a present, you're doing it wrong. I literally and told that to Lexi this really? week. Really? And I've like, I've, I've taken that philosophy, and every present yeah. I've ever wrapped, I only use three. Unless it's necessary, you only need three. I, I told her one that. One in the middle, one on the side. Because yep. she was like, she was like, just, more four just in the or middle five, part. I don't trust myself. She was myself. like taping like the entire seal. I was like, no, 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 oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. And I was like, you only need right, you're three pieces of tape. You're going to piss off your I don't trust myself on the end sometimes. Sometimes I need to put one yeah, on the end. Yeah, the flap could open flap. up and then the whole oh, thing goes wrong. Exactly. Yep, the That's flaps okay, will go wrong. But <laughs> if it's like a regular boxy type, you know. You can do it in three. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, so a shitty gift. I have one. It's so fun. Oh, you go. Okay, mine's like a similar from okay. an aunt. And I'm, I just want to preface this. My family growing up, we were not religious at all. And um, I just have no experience with like religion and all that stuff. And so we were just not a religious family. And then my aunt and her family, they were. And we kind of always kind of felt like they like looked down on us because, you know, we weren't like them. You heathen. And so as a child, it's not like I was like 17 or something. As a child, one time they gave me a Bible and some cross earrings for Christmas. And I remember I was very upset because I was just like, what is this? What am I going to do with this? Like you didn't give me a toy, but you gave me this. And I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. And I always remembered. I was so upset about that. I was like, come on. I don't know. Maybe like. 
nine. Yeah. Well, because if it's not part <laughs> of your, you like, know, that's a not, terrible gift yeah. if you are religious. <laughs> right. At nine years old. <laughs> yeah. You, do you remember one? Every no? gift I've ever gotten has been great. Great, great <laughs> gifts. Never gotten a bad one. I can't one think of anything. I, it's weird. I've if you gotten... have bad gifts, send them over to Ryan. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, JR Sketch and Stuff says if you worked in the game industry slash video or board game, whatever, okay. what would you like your dream job to be? So if well, you had I to did work in, work those, in yes. the video game industry. So you, would you like to play test for EA Sports? It was a job. Yeah. So I, when I got the job, I was like, this is the dream. I'm yeah. I basically, EA. Well, because it was te- like when you're a complex. teenager playing video games, you're like, oh, I want, if I That's can play video I games, that was my job. You would think that. And yeah. then I got the, the job, and I didn't the hate the game. job, but I was like, after I was doing it for like six months, I was kind of like, I would rather not do this than do it. So let's say, but I think the question is, you work there and you have your dream job. Okay. So let's just say you're happy in your job working for a board game or a video game company. What would I want to do? What are you doing? And I guess you could make up a position. Designing. Mm. Yeah, personally. So, if so I someone could, was like, "I'm going to pay you 100 grand a year, just design." I think I would love to design. Yeah, yeah. It would Natalie? be really. It's really fun yeah, to come up with that kind of stuff. Question. I wish people would just pay us to do content this. all the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah like, I think maybe I would do like promoting and like going to the conventions and working at the booths and like that kind of thing. Okay, I, I would do some of that for sure. I, I would. It would almost be cool if we could just be. All right, our our company is the Gamecasters. Yeah, and it's like we get. Someone gives us money. I don't know what the fuck. Who is to it? promote yeah. ourselves to do the show weekly, right? To That's just the let us play games too. Because it's like I would love to earn money for this, but I don't want to shill for anyone, right? You know, and so it's hard. Like to, if we like, have a rich listener that just wants to give yeah, us just money, benefit us, and you give just us a million bucks, like give us more. We will do this full time. I will put out content every day if yeah. that's what you want. Yep. I I, don't, I told you I'd rather work at Costco, so you could just do all the stuff <laughs> you want. Okay. Um, so this is this says we have to answer. What is the person to your right's perfect Saturday? So I would have to explain okay. Natalie's perfect Saturday. I can do this. Here we go. Natalie's perfect Saturday. Natalie gets to sleep in a little bit because she loves her sleep. She yep. fucking does. So Check. she sleeps in until double digits, 10 o'clock. Check. Okay. okay. 10, 10. Now, Natalie gets up. She gets coffee, which she now loves coffee. She's not Check. a coffee person. She sits on the couch. She has some cozy jammies Nailed on. It. She's drinking coffee. Yep. And then she's watching. And then all of a sudden, there's this like this thing on the TV that's like beep, beep, beep. This is a part of the National Broadcast Company. We now have to show videos of only puppies. And so now Natalie's just like, oh, my God, oh my I'm drinking God. coffee. And there's puppies. And then Ryan comes home. He's like, hey, I made some spaghetti for dinner. Do you want some pasta? And Natalie's like, fuck, yeah, I want pasta. Yeah, I'm pasta. watching this dog. And then on the, at the door, there's a knock at the door, and her little nephew Peyton is there. <laughs> and then I'll just throw my daughter, and Millie yeah. shows up. Yeah. And Millie, oh my and God. Natalie just gets to exist. Stop for one second. Yeah. Millie has got to be the cutest She's fucking so human being cute. that has ever lived on the planet Earth. <laughs> oh I think God. she is the cutest no human <laughs> being that's ever existed. <laughs> she came over the other day. Well, they all came over. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> we yeah. hung out with Millie, and yeah. holy fucking shit, that child. <laughs> I. She looked in this bag that we got her. We got her like a little present, and she like looked in the bag. <laughs> and Cameron and Lexi were watching her look in mm-hmm. the bag because they wanted to see her expression. Yeah, and she did not fucking disappoint. She gives this. She has this little smile. She gives where she like her mouth is closed. I can't do it, <laughs> but she. It's like this closed mouth smile, and her eyes are genuinely like. Wow. Yeah. Right. It's like a closed mouth smile. Her like, cheeks oh get all like bunched goodness. up. And so she looks in there so and she sweet. sees this this like stuffed animal that Lexi picked out for her. Yep. And she, I don't know, you she didn't it. know, but she looks right at Lexi and Cameron and she did that that mm-hmm. smile. And I was just like, oh my God, yeah. oh my God, oh my God. I oh my God. Okay, keep, keep describing Natalie's day. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, great. that was a, a <laughs> super great. fun hangout. Shout out to 
Ben and M and the kids. It was just great like, time. Yeah, that was that a blast. Was and um, my son Jack, it's like a little anxiety and shy, and he was like able to break out of his shell yeah. and play with all the kids. The forty five minute really, rule, it worked. Yeah, it was a it was an absolute blast. Millie is not shy right now, and she just was stomping around and owning the house. That She's might be the um, cutest child that has ever existed <laughs> on the planet Earth. <laughs> um, okay, so Natalie is now playing with babies, watching dogs, eating pasta, yep. um, and hmm, what happens at night? Natalie moves on. She starts to may, maybe she gets to have a couple uh, <laughs> right. a couple drinks. Ryan's okay. fingers are crossed. She comes a couple drinks. She loosens up. Yes. Um, yeah, we're getting there. And then obviously has sex with Ryan. <laughs> and she hopes that obviously. Ryan shades then, a few seconds off. Yeah, maybe. And then yeah, but not in like no. she doesn't want to have she doesn't want to have long. Can sex I just with Ryan. like just right. a quick satisfying two person sex? Right. Make and then kind of done. You're and very, then now very close. go on the that's what that's what <laughs> that's what she that's said, what she said. Yeah. and and then ends up on the couch watching just a favorite show before bed and then goes to bed and doesn't have to talk to Ryan while he's talking to sleep. <laughs> that's Natalie's Saturday. How I did I do? I think you nailed it. Did I do okay? You did a very Although I think well. she enjoys when I talk in bed because she always laughs. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, it's so funny. I just thought of <laughs> so another funny. thing the other day. He was just like. No, I don't want to dance anymore. <laughs> God damn I it. moved the footloose. I don't want to dance anymore. <laughs> no. So, it, so somewhere in your unconscious mind, you were dancing. Yes. I guess. didn't want to fucking dream. do it anymore. She always tells me, and she's like, well, you must have been dreaming about this. And I was like, I dream. I don't, I don't remember while, that. Once in a while, you're like, oh, wait, I do remember doing this. I don't remember dancing with none of those. Of I don't I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, you said you were at like a wedding, like a Jewish wedding, and they like lift up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Natalie, what's Ryan's Saturday? Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. So here we go. Wake up. Fuck. Eat some food. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> Play some games. There you fuck. go. <laughs> Wake up. Fuck. Have some dinner. Fuck. fuck. Eat some bacon. <laughs> bacon for bacon for breakfast. What bacon am I eating, Natalie? <laughs> go to the Those butcher. Are the same thing. Buy some meat. Barbecue that meat. <laughs> fuck while the meat's smoking. <laughs> how many times? So how many times is Ryan going to have sex in that Probably Saturday? Probably four or five. Yes! Four to five. Sex. Yes! Then we're gonna right. eat the meat yeah. for the dinner. Then he's smoking. Right. Okay. Then he's gonna eat some ice cream. Yeah, I do like ice cream. And then okay, I love ice cream. Um, at night he'll either like play some guitar, maybe we'll like watch a sh show, or he'll just sit on the couch. His I think his favorite thing now is sitting on the couch playing his RG I'm doing my thing, and he just gets to sit on his couch playing his video games. His couch, you have my couch. And then we and then we go to bed. I bought it. Okay. Fuck yeah. Fucking my bed. Fucking a video game. Hell yeah. And meat. yeah, and meat. Right. That, yeah. that was that was exactly accurate. I'm a simple man. I like <laughs> meat and fucking. Um, so if Jeff's perfect Saturday, I have no idea. But next right. question. Let's no. Okay. Right. I, I do think I have an idea of what Jeff's perfect Saturday is. Jeff's perfect Saturday, he gets up early. Okay. He he's not a sleep in man. So he okay. he gets up early and he's fine with it. He's wearing PJ, PJ stuff all fucking day. He doesn't want to get day. dressed. He just wants yeah, to be. Pants. He just wants to have. Yep. Yeah. He just wants to wear comfy fucking clothes yep. and really what he wants to do is he wants to hang out with Devin and his kids and he wants to play he wants to be able to play games when he wants to he wants to be able to watch whatever football game or whatever yep. basketball game or whatever is on TV if, true. If, if it's Saturday I mean it's not happening right now but he wants to watch college football mm -hmm. um, depending on the time of the year it is he wants to watch sports he wants to hang out but he wants Devin around he wants Devin to be yeah. there with him while it's happening he wants to be like hey you know what let's go to the table and we're going to play a board game maybe we can just have the game on in the background is that cool or if not yeah, cool he wants to just 
play his own games and watch and have 30 Rock on in the background or Steve yep. Brule on in the background. He wants to eat some good fucking food, maybe some Jersey Mike's, maybe he wants to go get some mod pizza. He wants okay. to just hang out and get some good quality food. He wants to play some good quality games. And he, he wants to fuck too. I mean, you want to yeah. fuck him, let him yeah, fuck, fuck you. Like, I get, like, if he wants to fuck you, let him like, fuck you. I, I don't know if I have the stamina for five, six, seven, eight times like you, but you know, but, I, but if I, he wants to fuck you, want to, let, him, let him fuck you. Let, right. let me, let me try. Let me Fuck you. Let me, let me <laughs> you hear that, Devin? do you. Yeah, Devin, if he, if, he, if he wants to fuck you, let him fuck you. Just let me do you, okay? All right. You don't want him to have yeah. a perfect sex? Yeah. <laughs> and he wants to do that exact thing that I'm saying the whole day. Yeah. It's basically this one package deal of relaxation, food, board games, sports, and TV shows Boom. the That's whole it. day. I'll take it. Is that good? Yep. Okay. Wow. 88 MPG2PGH. <laughs> On Instagram. <laughs> Sounds like Miles Brower somewhere. What the heck is Ryan's educational background anyway? The written intros and game questions are A+. Plus. Wow. Oh, okay. That's a nice compliment. My, um, it sounded like an angry question at it first. It did. At first I was like, oh, yeah. God, what the hell is? Holy yeah. shit. My educational background is not as prolific as one might think. I have a, well, maybe it's exactly what you think. I have a background in broadcasting communications. That was my major, and I graduated valedictorian, actually, Ooh. from my broadcasting school. And I used that valedictorianness to go out yep. to California and get a job working at, for the Dr. Phil show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but my whole my whole actual goal was to be on the radio. And since I didn't actually get to achieve that dream, this is the the way I get that realized. But so I have a broadcast communications uh, educational background. Boom. That's it. That's nice. it. Um, okay, Nestor says, is it football or football? He says the correct answer is football. It's football. So he already told us the answer, so we don't even need what to answer it. I feel like the football, football is the American foot? football, and football is correct. the Football European. is soccer. The question. Football. Yeah. football is soccer. Football is American football. Um, Z on the Discord asked, uh, if you could learn one skill instantly, mm-hmm. what would it be? Great question. One skill instantly. I know. It would be Fucking. playing the guitar. Really? Yes. Like you want to be fluent yeah. in I just want to like pick it up and just know how to play it. Okay. Yes. okay. I've always wanted to um, be able to play an instrument because I'm like mm-hmm. just musically not good. And that's just seemed fun um, for you? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, this isn't, I don't want to, that's not my answer. Okay. <laughs> I would like to, would this count? I want to learn like languages instantly. Really? Like, I'd like, love to be able to communicate with like everybody. With anybody you'd want to? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I like that answer. That's what, a, you want to like cool. double jump? I want to double jump. I In video games, it just seems to jump so high. Jump. I just want to double jump. I w- I've been playing uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. The best moment was when I got the double jump. The double jump. It was I so fucking. So either learn every language or jump, jump, and then you get to jump Those again. <laughs> Although I will say this, I watch some of these video games that I'm playing, and jumping is the most fun thing in the world. Jumping in real life is awful. Yeah, but if you I could hate double jump. jumping. Double jumping would be fucking yeah. sweet. Okay, if I could learn any skill. I think the skill that I would learn, if I could just be good at anything, I want to be, I want to be the guy who can make anything out of wood. Oh, I want to just yes. Okay, I want to lathe and I want to. What about like? And I just want to. I want to be a chef. Would that be? Would that be a skill? Like yeah, cooking food is a skill. That would be. Maybe I'll go with that. Or yeah, or again, yeah, woodworking for double double jump. Or again, the double got a double jump. Daniel Bunnison, we're almost done. I promise. Daniel Bunnison said the biggest poop you ever took. I don't know how we can. What? But he's asking really the questions. Like what's the date? It happened some point. Like at some point we've all clogged the toilet. You know, so it's happened. I would say I clogged my rectum because it was so big. It oh. was like I couldn't get yeah. it out of there. It's not Ew. coming out. It took a there while. You go. What <laughs> beloved movie do you loathe? 
Okay, that's a good question. Oh, everyone loves it. You don't <laughs> shut the. Yeah. You love the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> love it. That's your favorite movie franchise. You said to me while you were fucking me then my birthday. No. <laughs> Saturday. That was yeah. months ago. Yeah. Is that how she got? She's like, this is taking a while. Lord of the Rings is amazing. Ryan's like, oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jeff? Good tip. I don't know. Like, I don't. Loathe is a strong word, but I think I don't love like the Star Wars movies like people do. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe I'm a skosh young, in terms of when those movies hit, like the first three. Yeah, it was in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, I don't get no, all like, I don't just get a huge boner whenever the Star Wars stuff comes out. Okay. Um, like, I mean, I like it. I'll watch it. I, I know who the people are, but I'm never like, fuck yeah. I'm yeah. watching everything Star Wars ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but again, loathe, I don't loathe them. Yeah. A beloved movie that everyone loves, that I love. Avatar? I don't think that's beloved. I don't think everyone loves oh, Avatar. Okay. I, well, I, I think the one that I would, I think I would say, but I don't, I don't loathe it. But I also don't get why everyone loves it. Yeah. Is The Godfather? Okay, oh. I've seen The Godfather, and I'm like, ah, okay, it's boring. That's all right, yeah. I guess. People I love that fucking movie. Yeah, those, those type. Of, I don't like, loathe it. Gangster, old it. school gangster type of movies have never like hit. They don't for get me for you. Either. I typically love like Goodfellas yeah, is one right. of my favorite movies. I love that movie. The Godfather. I'm like, ah, can't I can't get into it. Yeah. So, Ta asked the same question. This is the last one. Ta asked the same question that Daniel kind of asked. So, I'll combine the two. Um, what would be the perfect game? So, he, uh, Daniel asked, like, what would be the theme be of a perfect game? And then Ta said, what would be the perfect game? Designer, artist, theme, mechanism, or two. Ooh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. A theme. I don't give a fuck about the theme. I'm trying to think of a theme that I would really love. Yeah, I would say, okay, I'm going to narrow it and say the theme is not going to be trains, yeah. railroads. Yeah. Trading Path in the Mediterranean. Connecting. Say Studio Ghibli. Yeah, Studio Ghibli. Um, like, I don't, yeah, so I'm going to go with not that theme. Anything okay. else I'd be, I'd be open to. Yeah. Maybe do something that is unique. You know how the Magnificent did the kind of like circusy kind of thing. Like yeah. that's unique and cool mm-hmm. and something that's different. So maybe something like that. I also like how Underwater Cities was like, Oh, we like the city building. Let's do it underwater. Yeah. You know, so do something yeah. like that. Or let's like city building. Let's do it in space. Right. Right. So stuff like that I like. I want a dynamic player board. Yes. I, I like know a that. Dual layered. Dual layered dynamic player board. I a la want, Age of Innovation. You said a la? I want. Oh. He didn't say. He said I, I, want. I want. I want multi-use cards. Okay. Um, Because I've been just. I love those. Yeah. L- lately. Jones and over Lagrange. Lagrange. And I like <laughs> Zeng, Zengguao. Zhangguo. 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 Or Zhangguo. Yeah, maybe because we said it so many times. Yep, we said it a lot. Series. We said it a lot. It. Um, yeah, I want a dual player board. I want a. What did I just say? What's it called? The thing that I want? You want. Um, dynamic? Dynamic, dynamic dual layered player board. Yep. What mechanisms in the game do I want, though? I really don't. Let's see. I do love worker placement, but that just kind of seems like pff, everyone fucking does. I want that. dice in a unique what way. about bag builder? Yeah, I love bag, bag builder. building. Bag building is a great mechanism that I don't think I've played one where I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> I like bag building. But you want bag building with less luck. You don't want to push your yeah. lucky. I don't yeah. yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't want another bag builder with like a ton of luck because I've I'll just play quacks. So you gotta be better than that. You can look, I like you want a bag you can look in your bag. How about yeah. that? Could, could there be like a bag builder that incorporates deduction? Maybe. And coloring. Natalie wants a deduction game. <laughs> a deduction <laughs> that's and all coloring she wants. too. Like artists do you know I don't want to just say Ian O'Toole because, but I know what he does can look. I want like, yeah, I think incredible. I want Quan Chi Moria on my game. Yeah, Quan Chi Moria is a good one. 
You know, again, if I'm if, if Natalie might want like Beth Sobel, if you want like your mm-hmm. naturey animal, yeah, kind of theme. Or Natalie, what was Natalie Rojas? What was the one you made up? Yeah, Natalia Rojas. Natalia Rojas. Was it Natalia? Um, <laughs> something. <laughs> Whatever it was, no, she it made was up one. Ingersoll. Yeah, maybe Natalia Rojas is actually maybe Natalia the Rojas artist. Is the artist. Yeah, I think it she was is, like I think I have something. A card she was like, "Oh, I think Ingrid, yeah, Maria yeah. Ingersoll." And we yeah, were just like, "Who the oh, fuck is that?" that? That's <laughs> I was like so sure I had the it name. Was right, Natalia Rojas. It was so wrong. Yeah. The oh Miko, my gosh. I would like the Miko on art is okay. I have this cool, trigger for the Miko when I see the Miko. I'm like, ah, the of the. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want the of the style games. But you know, he's good enough that he's going to give you some sweet shit. I think we let you down, Toss. Sorry, man. Yeah, sorry. sorry. But you know, again, designer. It's like Feld hits more consistently than pretty much anybody else. um, Or Suchi. Those would be the two that I think hit consistently in my top tier games. Versus like, um, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Who does on Mars? Uh, Lacerda. Yeah, like Vita Lacerda would be amazing for that type of game, but would it be a game that I would fall in love with and want to play every second of the day versus something like Underwater Cities, which I would. Yeah. But Vita Lacerda, is the, these games are so heavy. Can he can he dumb it down a little bit for me? Right. Just dumb it the fuck yeah. down. Dumb it down. Make it like a little bit easier. Yeah. Like a Vita Lacerda game, but yeah. easier. Come on, guy. Yeah. So those are um, all the questions. Probably I might have missed some. Uh, my bad. And that was uh, the last hour and a half of your life. That. Sorry, that was fantastic. That was sorry, sorry, you bitches. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's well, you maybe learned a lot. If you, I hope these. Hopefully, these people that asked are listening, so they can hear the yeah. answers to their <laughs> yeah. questions. Um, all right, so we're doing something we haven't maybe done in a little bit of a time. Oh boy! But we are going to find out what game or games are going to be eviscerated in this episode's board game beatdown. Today on the board game beatdown, I feel a little bad for you guys because Uh-oh. I decided to beat down revive. Oh, is there even Natalie. any comments that would? There's not you, even a comment so that could do this. this is you would be, be surprised. Segment of the show, I went way too long. So <laughs> I think that this is. Uh, You'll be surprised at what you hear. What, that a bunch of idiots went good. on it? They're all, this is all good. <laughs> Every one of them is so, good. So, Revive has an 8.2 rating, and it's ranked 177. Should be, it should just be Whoa! the first It should just be the first number of that. One. One. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Fuck yeah. all the other games. Hey, Natalie, do me a favor real yeah. quickly. We have not done the board game beatdown in a number of episodes. Can you just sure. quickly re-explain what we're doing here? Okay, a board game beatdown is basically I go on Board Game Geek, and... Um, I look up the lowest rated games and look at the comments and no, you look up lowest the lowest rated com- lowest yeah. comments on a Sorry. very highly. I rated. pick a game, yes. usually a game that is well loved, well liked, mm-hmm. and then I look at the lowest rated ratings and the comments on those and read them. Right, kind of like like knock it down a peg. Well, yeah. like the, you think you're so great, revive. Well, typically, and typically, Not everybody thinks so. Typically, what happens is these very, very, very extremely low-rated comments are a are little ridiculous. ridiculous. You're right. They're not usually just like, "Well, this game wasn't very fun for me." Yeah. One, the ones usually if this game wasn't very fun for me is like a six or a five. Yeah, yeah. the ones are like sometimes they, I want to take this game and stomp on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and there's some of that in here. Um, I'm already angry at you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking forward to hearing what screenshots we're going to get. So, um, board gamer, B O R E D gave it a one. Um, they just said artwork sucks. 
which is <laughs> kind of the surprising. Game is really it's really um, nice. Cool. It yeah. looks great. Um, Ui Lover <laughs> says, uh, five-part campaign unlocks new stuff. Maybe a good game when finished. Maybe. And then update, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, that's funny. That's good. Okay, uh, stop calling it a campaign. I think they hurt themselves with that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Maracaibo did that too. And it's like, okay, it's really, you're just playing the same game. You're just kind just of like getting new modules things. And just yeah. say, here's here's yeah. like inbox expansions. Or They're doing it because it's like, unlock. It, it's like the times people yeah. like want to have like a feeling that they're getting more with each play. Yeah. Yeah. Choco Taco. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I that, give it an ice cream thing. Yeah, yeah, no, Choco yeah. Taco. Mm-hmm. They sell men like um, ice cream trucks. <laughs> um, they said I'd give it a ten for the box cover, but a one because it doesn't actually have any gardening in it. So I guess that <laughs> average a to a five. <laughs> what? So did they give it a five? Yeah, so is it a five? Yeah. Okay. There's, so you saw wow. Revive and you thought it was a garden theme because that flower is on the front? And you were going to give it a 10. I think that's Bought your it. fault. This, this is the this is one of the ratings that's affecting this game's yeah. rank. Yeah. You know? There's no gardening in it. So I'll average it out. Right. I guess, I guess At least it's they didn't five. give it a one. True. That's true. That's funny. Uh, consumed by Cardboard says, worst game I've played Good in name. 2023. The player boards are too confusing and random. Anyone that calls this an engine builder is taking crazy pills. Just because the board looks like a machine doesn't mean it's an engine builder my favorite part of the game is that it ended quickly good thing this is there is ridiculous hype around this game so i can get good trade value on it uh, what's random about the board listen here you douche i can understand you say the board is confusing it's a little confusing looking mm-hmm. how is it what's random about it and first of all i'm not know. the whole game is not and you're not engine building on your board you're engine building with the cards that then affect your board too you're an idiot. Right. You're just unlocking <laughs> shit in your board. Yeah. But what, what about the board is it. random. It's not random at all. It's very predetermined. Everyone's got the same board. It's the same fucking board. <laughs> just Tom says. Uh, uh, Tom, the, listen. <laughs> the game is, is the okay. MySpace guy? Wait, is this Tom and Jim and Fred? What? What? Is it Tom, Jim, and Fred? I don't know. You just told me, I thought. You're, supposed, you're supposed to say, no, it's just Tom. Damn it. Just oh, Tom. I get work. it. God I was like, it. what? I didn't get no, it. No, it's just Tom. <laughs> just Tom. Uh, the game is okay, I guess, but what's up with the tribe names? And I don't know this, but Hofstadarians? Is that like a tribe name? Yeah, sorry. Some things aren't all Is in that English. like Leonard no. Hofstadter? Why do designers choose to come up with names by sprinkling catnip on a keyboard and letting their cat roll around like a diabetic in a candy store with impulse control issues? Listen, make your own game and then name them whatever the fuck you want to. Just because your name is Tom Smith doesn't mean that other like languages don't exist or letter. Like, come on, guy. What do you want them to do? That's what you're fucking mad about? I know. Look at the board and go, I'm going to rate this a two because I don't understand what that word is. Why didn't you call this the Browns, the Smiths, the Frank's like fucked. What <laughs> fuck you, Tom? God, it's uh, just Tom. It's Wilf- just Tom. Fucking Wilfred Tom. Wilfred Coleman says, "We only finished half the game because by that time I wanted to crawl into the center crevice that my population <laughs> came out of." Oh wait, first let <laughs> okay. me flip this Cross. switch and get one effing resource. This game is what Cardi B is to music. We all hate it, but there's dumbasses that keep buying it, so they're gonna keep making it. And then they had an edit that says, these are the same people who make the magnificent. No fucking wonder. The only thing revived here is my hate for a Porta games. Okay. I mean, that's kind of funny. Um, uh, That Cardi B (laughs) comment, like fucking hell. I will say when I first was reading the rule book and I was like, the switch gives you one resource. I was like, what? 
And as I as I played it, I'm like, I get it. I've used, I use, I'm like, I need one more. Oh, I have to switch. Yeah. And I get one more. It, it, you yeah. really use it. Yeah. And it evolves. You can just add in the rules. Unless you're Wilfred, then apparently you think it's the stupidest <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, fuck up, Wilfred. Wilfred Brown. Uh, low Blow Joe. <laughs> All right, here we go. Low Blow Joe. <laughs> that's of, Joe's new nickname. Yeah. Low yeah. Blow Joe. All that's wrong with modern Euros. Lame run-of-the-mill theme. Something, okay. something future. So uh-huh. cool. Nonsensical, complicated yep. player board and arbitrary card play just so they have a reason to make it dual layered can't pick up the tiles with my fat fingers fiddly 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 you wait you're gonna rate the game low because you're too fat you to pick fat up the fucking because you're too was it me because you're too fat to pick up the <laughs> fucking components fucking you know what i can't pick up these components because i'm too fat your game yeah. gets a one uh, you should have Blair made your game Blair based on my confusing. eating habits it's not that it's not that confusing yeah it's not but i can see that as something that somebody might say in negative to it when, yeah. when i first looked at it i was kind of like what as you're playing it it definitely gets yeah. not confusing yeah. but i could see but see that's what that's what kind of bothers me about comments like that is it's not confusing once you start playing it. It just looks confusing yeah. at the beginning. Lots of games look confusing at the beginning. We don't know the fucking rules. Right, yeah, <laughs> right, <true>. right. <laughs> and yeah, so. Uh, this is kind of funny. Low blow job. Jim Jewel Man t- Jim Jewel Man Jailer. Jim the Jewel Man Jailer. Uh, Jim the Jewel Man Jailer. Instead of Jim the Jewel Man Jailer. All right, Jim the Jewel Man Jailer. That is the That's best great. fucking name that you've got. I hope the comment, I don't even care if the comment's yeah. good. Jim the Jewel Jim Man, the Jewel Jailer? Man Jailer? Jailer. What other letters can you do that with that it works? Know. Bim the Bull Man Baylor. <laughs> yeah. We'll come up with more of them. That's funny. Uh, they said, so boring. At least I can use the lightning bolts to upgrade the cardboard tokens in Hogwarts Battle. Listen here, Jim the Jewel Man Jailer. That wasn't All a very... Right, well. That wasn't a very... Uh, yeah, um, that work. Nice name. That didn't work as well. Man, your, uh, you you peaked with that name, everybody. <laughs> yeah. XX Goblin Spice XX. <laughs> oh, it's a new spice. Goblin role. Spice. Yeah. <laughs> Says, I don't normally write reviews, but I had to let everyone know about this game. Don't buy the hype. The theme is so generic with the post-apocalypse, oh but God, we're supposed to sh- think it's unique because, oh, wow, there's ice, so it's so different. That's what you're mad about? No conflict, and all you ever do is take two actions only on only on your turn sorry do a thing and flip a tile get food or whatever and do it all again and the player boards are overproduced convoluted nonsense wow circles and hexagons they could just be straight tracks to anyone reading this this may yeah, seem like straight tracks you'd have been like oh another game oh, was straight tracks track. why couldn't have even made them circular yeah. you're, you're, uh. to anyone reading this this may seem like a one out of ten review but I did have some fun with the people I played with and the cover is nice but overall this game sucks and I can happily explain in more detail why if no. asked no, you wrote if way asked. too much. No one, get, no one <laughs> wants to read that. Has he written more reviews? He says he normally doesn't write reviews. I'd be curious if he actually know, wrote reviews. Uh, All the shit he was complaining about was just board games. And he's like, you only take two actions on your turn? Right. A lot of games That's only take one yeah. action. A lot of games you take one action. Like <laughs> right. every retail so game is one That's action. Yeah, does that make you angry? Oh, you're one just, you got hexes. Oh, great. Like every fucking game has hex pieces. Are you mad at every game? Guy's a douche. Um, I don't get people like <clears throat> bitching about the theme. And the, uh, I know. So, <laughs> pickle liquor thirty four. Pickle liquor, yeah. <laughs> pickle liquor thirty. Pickle liquor thirty four. Pickle liquor thirty four. Jim the Drew Man Jailer. Playing revive is like trying to pat your head, rub your belly, do a cartwheel, and solve a Rubik's cube at the same time. What an absolute mess of mechanics. You'll spend the first hour deciphering the rule book, the second hour arguing with your friends over optimal strategies, and the next two hours 
questioning the life choices that led to you, led you to this point. You played Revive for four hours. <laughs> you fucking suck at games. You did it wrong. Just man. when you think you you've mastered wrong. a mechanic, boom, there's a new one, like a surprise party you didn't ask for. But hey, amidst the chaos, there's Wait, an thrill in becoming the maestro of all these mechanics, orchestrating chaos. You should know every mechanic in the game like a from slightly the beginning of the game. Conductor. It's the kind of game that'll make you laugh, cry, and wonder why you didn't just stick to playing Uno. That, I've no. never thought that in my entire I life. I want that guy. Wait, what to mechanics? Go away what mechanics are you surprised? All of a sudden, just you. Like, oh look! Now oh, there's a, a now nice you killed me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we reached the halfway mark. Right. Everyone reaching right. your pockets. <laughs> Take out the right. bag. I gave right. you. Now you're, gonna, now you're gonna pick up the piece. You're gonna throw. You're gonna dexterity across the board. What an idiot. Oh my what? God. There's no like. My, wow, that go was a new lick, mechanism. Go lick some pickles, you fucker. Get out of here. Pick a liquor thirty-four. And we got. You're not gonna believe this, Mister Bader. Oh, like masturbating. <laughs> uh, He's a Mr. Bader. D&D evolved beyond hex grids in the 80s. Heaven forbid board games keep up with the modern times. No. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, this I'm is not, not like that, that at all. I'm not acknowledging that. SJ MacD says, this game is trash. Zero out of ten. I wish using the Switch in Revive could switch the game on the table to Paladins of the West Kingdom. Now that is a game I'd rate ten out of ten. No, that's the stomp on game. I know. I was kind of like, I'm going to be okay with this review. I was like, no matter what he says, I'm going to be like, all right. And they said that, and I was like, I can't, man. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Uh, And then the last one, uh, Nothing Is Real says, how did one of my favorite podcasts get this so wrong? Psych! These were all made up. (laughs) What? These you made not, a pickle lickle 34? Pickle liquor 34. You asked people, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, man. Psych. Of course, Revive doesn't have oh, horrible reviews. My, I knew oh. it. I fucking knew it. I Damn. said it at the beginning. I was Natalie, like, well no, done. There is no yeah, way. Good job, Natalie. Okay, okay, okay. We wanted to prank you. I want to pull the, the, this is just... pull the curtain back now. Who came up with these names? Um, Let's see. Jim, who came up with Jim the Jewel Man Jailer? Uh, yeah. That was Sean. That Sean, is the great. greatest fucking yeah. thing that's ever happened on this board yeah, game Yeah, I was talking down. to Tao one day and he was like, you should totally beat down Revive. And I was like, what if we just like made up horrible reviews? And Where was this well happening? On Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. I'm like, how and did then this we, start? we were like, yeah, let's like prank them. And so I asked some people for reviews. Well, you so ask? Yeah, that was Swoozle, great. Sean, was great. Sam McMeeple, Ta, Ta's girlfriend, Heather, um, Plurpy, and Chris Z. I can't wait till Heather gets her own just Heather and not Todd's girlfriend. Todd's girlfriend, Heather. <laughs> we love you, Heather. Well, we know like so many Heather Dorka. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we know a lot of Heathers. Or Heath, Heath Dorka or whatever. Um, that was, was great. I who was said, so who nervous be, that you guys would be like, so this seems kind I, of... I, I was really close to like, going on... All the, yeah, and I checking know, them out yourself. You were like, did, yeah. they, did they write any more? I'm like, please don't go on there right now and look because no. it doesn't exist. I, I, was, I was a little bit like, okay, we've had a spate of like the greatest names in a row. Like, yeah. this is kind yeah, of ridiculous. Were, yeah, <laughs> but, I, but, but I did not, I, I would never have, you guys I would never have thought so they were perfectly. fake. I was like, this is going really well. Well, <laughs> well done, Natalie. <laughs> That's fantastic. Good so, idea. okay, who did, who did what? Oh, <clears throat> man. Okay. Um, I just want to know who the names were. That's what that's, oh, that's what I mostly care about. So, Sean did several. He did Board Gamer, Just Tom, um, Jim Jewelman Jailer. Jim the Jewelman Jailer <laughs> is Bader. so funny. And then Swoozle did Ui Lover and um, Low Blow Joe. That's funny too. Yeah. Low Blow Joe. Sam McMeeple did Consumed by Cardboard. That's And good. it's funny, Sam yeah. wrote this and he was like, this is actually like in my top five games. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> right. this yeah. thing. It's in everybody's top five games. <laughs> I should have known, Jeff. I know. We should have known I'm doing Pub Meeple. I'm Fuck. doing Pub Meeple again. Todd Are you? 
Todd was Wilfred Coleman. That was funny. Wilfred yeah. Coleman. Oh, Coleman. No, I, I should have known. <laughs> well, you didn't know we made him up. Yeah, I should have known. And then Plurpy was Goblin Spice. <laughs> Goblin, oh, yeah, Spice Goblin Spice is funny. And then Christy was Pickle Liquor. Pickle Liquor. Pickle and then liquor. nothing was real. I just made that up to like try to figure out a way to reveal that it was fake. Yeah. You I, so I felt betrayed. Good job now. I felt you like did? I felt betrayed. You, guys you said are so silent. I felt like I felt like what the guy in jury duty must have felt like at oh, the end. Man, like, I was uh, like, what? Those were genuine heartfelt reactions to these so things. This made me so mad. Uh, that was great. This. That in reality, was, there was like nothing good I could have pulled, and if I did like a real one, yeah, well, hasn't been beaten down yet. That was a great uh, way to bring back life to the board game beatdown. At the beginning, yes. I'm like, tell everybody what the board game yeah. beatdown is. And it's like, something this is really going to reach out to our friends to yeah. beat down a game that we love. Right. Oh my gosh. Man, we were mean to some of those comments too. Well, <laughs> All of them. Fakes, we were mean to, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck off. I stand by my None statements. of those people actually thought that. I tried to get people who like I knew played it and liked it. Yeah. <laughs> That's really yeah. funny. Yeah. So for the game of the episode, Natalie just did something brand new with the board game meetdown. We're also going to do something a little <laughs> bit new here. Jeff, the mad board gamer, is taking over the game of the episode. I have no idea what he's got planned. He you guys have no promises idea. it's going to be terrible, which I which it's going to be it's going to be chug, great. I'm just kidding. I yeah. didn't do the association. <laughs> that would be really funny. Oh I don't have, yeah, if That'd I just really did funny. the association station, I couldn't. I've tried to come up with association station things, and I'm always just like, I'm like, uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> It's hard. And I just can't yeah, think of like, anything. Especially Grandma. after we've done like so Nana. many yeah. of them. Yeah, I just can't think of anything that isn't just like a direct flip. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's tough. Okay. I have a name for this. Okay. The name is kind of inspired by. Okay. So I, I Dave said something the other day when we were uh, at game night All right. when we Dr. did Kong. the uh, box cover one. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, "You should name the box cover game." What's on the box, and then play the like. What's, what's on, on the, the box? box? Okay. <laughs> so is this so what's on the box? This is what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box from the movie Seven? If yep, you ever seen the movie Seven, seven. oh god. So that's if the, this yeah. game actually works well, maybe we'll create a button, and that'll be the intro. What's in the box? So this game is called okay. What's in the Box. Okay. I think maybe we'll need. Do you want to work cooperatively, or do you want to use a dinger and have a let's let's dinger? Let's okay. Do the dinger. Okay. Yeah, I'll get some dinger. So yeah. let's do a dinger. Hold on. I have, I believe, 12, maybe 11. I have 12. Let's just go with 12. Here's a grandma's bell for you. Thank you. I have 12 games where I'm going to read what's in the box, what's in the box? for these games. Okay. okay. So essentially the content list of yeah. what's in the box. Okay, we got to name the game. And you're going to guess the game. Okay. Okay. I have tried to make game. this go in like, you're probably not going to get it on the first one, and then get easier yeah. as I read down the list. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm are excited. You, are you ready? Oh, gosh. I'm we'll nervous. We'll see. Here we go. God, Let's this, do it. Just don't be a flop. Okay. It's going to be great. Straighten up. As, long as, we, okay. as long as we get all the games. Okay. Ah! This one starts with four position markers. Position markers. Okay. 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 40 scrolls. Scrolls. 80 energy units. I, I don't expect energy you to get units. Okay. 28 crystals. Six per player. And four black ones of each. So each player gets six per color. Ryan? No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Is it Witchstone? It's Witchstone! Yes. Oh, I almost said that! Fuck! Uh, yes! Uh, okay, the other one's Natalie. <laughs> the next one the I was going to read was 60 connected hex tiles. I, I added the word connected in there. 40 small witch and wizard tokens. Mm -hmm. Four magic cauldrons, one per player. Those are my nice. next few. Nice. Well, that oh, was in so my I head. Keep I just thought I was wrong. 
man. Well, okay. I like dinged and I was like, why did I do that? That's wrong. <laughs> that's, that's the hard My part. Head was, like, you said like th- the black thing and I was like, we don't. I'm going to ding it. No, it's wrong. <laughs> I was kind of like, do they have black? <laughs> okay. Yep. Are you ready? Let's go. Yes. The next one. One merchant token per player. 10 trading stations per player. One player board. One follower bag per player. Follower bag. A citizen board and tiles to go with it. Oh my God, I feel stupid. No, you're good. Goods tiles. Farmer, boatman, craftsman, and trader follower tokens. Follower, boatman, trader. Farmer. I'll keep going. Farmer. I know this. Knight tokens. I know, it sounds so familiar. I know this. Monk tokens. Oh. Ah, Natalie? Orleon? Fuck! Orleon! <laughs> Fuck, we ding ding. Good one. Okay. We ding ding at the same time. All right. Oh, that's cute. We ding ding at the same time. Ding ding. All right, so that was Orleon. No, ding ding. Was that the wedding ring? All right, the next one. Here we go. What's in the box? What's in the box? 28 objective cards. Okay. 60 event cards. 12 depot indicators. 30 resource tracker cubes. A certain amount per player. Depot indicators. You ready? Fourteen rovers. That was her. Yeah, I think it was now. Planet yeah. unknown. Planet Fuck. unknown. The next <laughs> it was, again, were, it was real close. You but guys I think ran. It was uh, you guys ran Orleon all the way to the end. The next ones were thirty-six <laughs> life pods, sixty meteorites, one hundred and forty-four polyomino mm. tokens, and one space station. Yes. Susan. Nice job, Nelly. Nice job. Thank Good you. job. Okay. Fuck. One. This next game. God. What's in the box? Could also be three to zero. One <laughs> game board. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Do you know this one? 16 feature cards. Two recruiter cards. Two potential recruiter cards. Ryan? Mind management. Mind management. Oh, I thought. The next ones on that were one mental screen for agent figures, for yep. immortal figures, mm. two dry erase markers, 12 recruit tokens, and 15 mental note tokens. Bam. Okay, nice. cool. It is two to two. Ooh. Okay. We have eight more. Here we go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. The next right. one. Yep. Eight dice. Oh. <laughs> 17 tokens. That's all they oh. called it. <laughs> eight dice. 17 tokens. Okay. 10 switches. Two player aid screens. Screen now. One control panel. We should know it already, I feel like. What the fuck is it? One altitude track. And. Sorry, did it ding? Yeah. Is it ding. Sky Team? Sky Team. Oh. I was like, if he doesn't say it, I'm saying Sky Team. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's not dinging right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number six. Number six. Number six. Number six. What's in the box? What's in the box? Number one. One rule book. One. <laughs> I won the money. Five map tiles. Five command lines, which are your player boards. Command lines. One one minute hourglass. One minute. <laughs> two numbered dice and two rune dice. R-U-N-E. Oh, I didn't I didn't buzz it. <laughs> one hundred minis that are labeled as minions in four different designs. Max vs. Minions? Max vs. Nice. Minions. Good. The next Did one you was that to me? No. 
The next one you just was, looked like you knew it, and I was like, just ding it if you okay. think. The next one is the next one I had was four painted mech minis mm-hmm. and one boss mech. Okay, okay. I think the one minute timer is how long you have to plan your thing, right? I forgot about the timer. Me too. And I forgot about the timer. Is there an actual timer in there? But yeah. Maybe there was. Anyway. Okay. Um, this is the halfway. How do you feel? Are you enjoying this game? Yeah, yes. it's, it's okay. stressful. Keep going. I okay. Feel like I'm stressed we out. are like it's like just hard enough. Okay, it's good. like the perfect like hardness. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> you know, she said that really too hard. Easy, yeah. but like, really it's nice. the perfect hardness. But we can stuck it way too hard. This was sometimes the you're not. This was hardness. the perfect <laughs> amount of hardness. Um, okay, this one. Five player mats. <clears throat> one hundred and thirty-five pieces. 15 each of nine different shapes. So that was like one line you could take. Yep. Okay. yep. 32 white puzzles and um Project L. Project L. Oh, yeah. And 20 black puzzles was my last Boom. thing. Man, it is four. Player mats threw me a little. Yeah. Call, that's what they call them. I know that's what they call them. I thought of like the That's why it was like the first one, right? Yeah, that's why it was the first one. Okay. Next one. Here we go. One main board. Oh. <laughs> one sideboard. A sideboard, Natalie. Four player boards. Ooh. Eleven action tiles. A circular first player token. Circular. <laughs> that tells us everything. <laughs> I added the word circular. <laughs> uh, Sixty resource tokens. There's thirty of two different types. So two different types of resource, thirty of each. Twenty-one public service tiles. Should I keep going? Yeah. yeah. 16 Sagrada Familia tiles. Natalie? Oh, no. Oh, no, she Barcelona. said. Barcelona. <laughs> that, I was like, I got her. She yep. doesn't. <laughs> Barcelona. So the next ones are 24 cobblestone tiles yep. and 72 I th- It's funny. Tokens. I thought it was Barcelona kind of early, too. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Here we go. The next one. One game board. I hope Natalie knows this game. 40 terrain tiles. Forty explorer meeples, one creature die, creature dice or creature die. Keep going. Twelve yeah. boat tokens. Maybe we should push some music in the background on this game. But there always is. Okay. Oh yeah, there will okay. be. <laughs> Good. Phew. You guys hear the music in the background? Okay, nice <laughs> um, it's on right now. So Jeff, I, what Jeff, I say you do that. I said twelve boat tokens, right? Yeah, yeah. a creature die. Six shark meeples. Oh. Five way yeah. survive. Survive. Five whale meeples and five sea serpent meeples. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. do you know this one? No. Survive. Escape from Atlantis. Oh. Have you played that one? I don't think. So. I think oh, you man. have. You I have to. You have to have. Maybe not. That was a game <laughs> Jeff and I played a lot early on in our, in our gaming. I got three left. Okay. It is the score is so in theory you could tie five to four. I guess. Wow. Five to four. So we I did should, do twelve. Who's up five to four? Is it me? Ryan's up five to four. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I know we should be keeping score. Sorry, Jeff. Here we go. One rule book. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> nine. I should buzz in. Nine restriction cards. Five major glitch and four minor glitch cards. Oh my gosh. I know. I feel like I know this. 270 double sided perspective cards. Oh my gosh. And the last one, which is all that's in the box 24 foam blocks. Natalie. Mental blocks. Yeah. Mental blocks. Mental blocks. Yeah, mental blocks. Five to five. Good. So it will come down to the last one. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. No matter what happens. 
Um, yeah, I knew the, the foam blocks was a big deal. The glitch cards, I didn't know if you get on the glitch cards. Those are the ones were like, oh, you can't touch the yellow blocks. I didn't you know that they were called I was that. like, I feel like I should know. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The next one. We have dinged in at the exact same time. I know, like, like three, three or four, four, yeah. four times. <laughs> it's always been you first. All right, 160 <laughs> landscape cards. One score pad. Four reference sheets. 30 bone tokens. 12 tower tokens, 16 wall tokens, and tokens, tower tokens. Are you ready to dig at the same time? And a pair of scissors. Ryan got that one. Um, Cutterland. Cutterland. Okay. I figured a pair of scissors. You, yeah, yeah, yeah scissors you said that. It. I was like, I think Cutterland, but when, I don't know. When I dinged in, I was like, it's Cutterland, and I was like, does it have? It has bone tokens. Yes, I knew it was yeah, bone tokens. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Good the, one. Yeah, but all right. Okay. And the last one. Here we are. So you got to get this Six to tie. Six to five. Yeah, here we go. And I have no tiebreaker, so. Well, it, it's we'll, we'll just enjoy. Then it should have been cooperative. Yeah. Then we'll kiss. Okay. <laughs> oh, then we'll kiss. Oh, boy. <laughs> exactly. Perfect <Jeff> harvest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Six sleeves. Okay, not like um, hard sleeves, oh. but you, you put things in them. Okay. Okay. Only six. Four progress boards. Six Intuition tokens is what they're called. So I'm calling them what the game calls them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six clairvoyant level markers. 36 clairvoyancy tokens. 18 character cards. 18 location cards. 18 object cards. <laughs> so that was 18 character, 18 location, 18 object cards. Okay. One clock. Like cardboard clock, standy clock. Clairvoyance sounds very familiar. I know. Three crow tokens. <laughs> is that it? Mm, that's kind of it. Okay, hold crow, on. Crow, and then there's like objects, oh. locations, and characters. Yep, objects, locations, characters. Crow. I don't think I'm right. Just do it. Do it. So you can have the last. So you know can have a hammer. Is. All right, I'll ding in. Okay. Is it the Ravens of Three Sahashri? No. This is a game that both of you know. There's crows in it. There's three. The clerics play another one. There's a giant player screen. I don't know it. Natalie? Where's Natalie's Natalie's dinged. I know. Just (laughs) bring attention. You don't have to ding. You're the only one. (laughs) I thought of something, and I was like, I don't think that's right. Just just say it. it. I thought Um, I I was right. I was wrong. I don't think it's right. It's a paranormal detective. No, but you're in a, <laughs> you're in a very right. close world. So clairvoyancy tokens, three crow to- crows. Would you like like, would you like another one? A giant stack of Dixit-like cards. That's not Dixit. What is it? It's Mysterium. <sighs> oh. Uh. <laughs> Mysterium. You know, it's funny. I played Mysterium when it first came out. Yeah. And then again, sometime later with you, I don't remember the crows. Or when you do the reset on the clock. Yeah. So the, the one person You're puts right. the crows on the clock. That's yeah. right. That was great. I had a lot of that fun with that game. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, what I liked I about like- it was, like Natalie said, like at the beginning, it was like, we're not going to get it, but it's like, which is the one that that's I'm going to, that's like, going to trigger yeah. it. And yeah. for both of us, it seemed like it was almost yeah. the same yeah. one every time. It worked out kind of well from what I I like the way hoping. that you 
did it. I like how you read it like that instead of having us be like, guess what's in this box? Like the box cover oh, one. Oh, yeah, that would have been that would have been very difficult. I know. Very List difficult. the component thing. So right. I, guess, I don't know. So Let's, I like how you did it like that. Great game. I think we should play that again at some point. That was point. good. Okay. I really enjoyed that. i happy to make it. Also, yeah, or I can set one up for you guys or whatever. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So Ryan's like, I don't want to play it. I don't want to play it again. No, no, I really had fun. I really had fun. Yeah, five one six five. So for for the (laughs) time, I five. Is is that on the record? I'm not going to remember that forever. (laughs) It's not like I'm going to bring it up in my sleep. You know how when uh, when games have the score pad on the sheet, I'll just give you this that I marked six for you. Tonight he'll be. I'll be here, Natalie. Remember when I, I beat you? Nelly, I beat you. I remember, when I beat you. I remember when I beat you and what's in the box? <laughs> Jack! <laughs> Jack, look! All right, for the top five of the episode, we talked about it last episode when we did our top five dice games. Um, I wanted to do this episode. I called my shot and I said, I want to do top five Euro games that also have dice. My spoiler alert I'm going to give you guys is I do not have the Castles of Burgundy on my list. Ooh, my spoiler I... alert is I didn't realize there was not that many Euro games that have dice. <laughs> What do you mean? There's not that many. There's a lot. Is the Castle really? of Burgundy on your list? Make it number five, so then at least we can get it. It's fine if it is. Uh, so we're going to go... Um, start with Natalie. So she can should we start or should we end with Natalie? No, because then we'll probably say her. No, no I kind of want to end with her now. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just do it. All right, so we're going to go, go, go to live. We're going to go <laughs> me, Jeff, Natalie. Number five for me is a Sukiya Tumi game. Um, Jeff likes Vladimir Sushi, and so do we. And number five for me is Pulsar 2849. Oh, yeah, that's on my short list. This is one of my. This is one of the games in our collection that has lasted. Yep. Yeah. We still have it. We haven't played it in a long time, and but we're I not getting rid of it. I love that game. Drafting the dice every round is really, really lots of fun for me. So that's my number five, Pulsar 2849. Check it out. It's a great Euro game with dice. Jeff, what's your number five? Yeah. My, I also did not put Castle of Burgundy because everyone knows how much we love it. So yep. I'm highlighting other games. Same. My number five is a game I think is underrated. I know it didn't hit with you when you played it, but the Artemis Project, um, I really like. Yeah. I like the idea that it's you place your die and you're kind of moving this you don't always take the action right when you place it. Everyone kind of places their their dice out there, and then it goes in this sort of like action wheel of when you do things. Um, you know, you want to play smaller number dice so you get stuff, but if that stuff is there, you can play a bigger number and get yep. more stuff. Sometimes you don't get anything. Um, I like I like the Artemis Project a lot, and that's why it's my awesome. number five. Nice. Sweet. Natalie, what about you? What's your number five? My number five is Castle of Burgundy because I could oh. only think of five, and so I had to put it on there. Okay. Okay, so don't <laughs> pick great. Natalie's. I will try so hard five. not to say yours. I don't think this one will be on your list. Um, For my number four, I'm going with, well, it might be, but I don't think so. I'm going with a game that also has stuck around in our collection and will continue to stick around in our collection, and it's kind of a similar feeling to Castle of Burgundy. It's called the Grand Austria Hotel, yes, and that one. is a fantastic game, that especially with two. absolutely on Natalie's list. It's a great game. I don't think it is. Oh, it's not. I really don't think it is. That's so, a great well, game. I just don't it's, like it as much as he does. Yeah, it's it's one of it's one of my favorite uh, Euro games that use dice. I remember when it came out. I just I was at RIW and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this looks cool, and I bought it. It was like I didn't research a ton, and then I played it. and I was like, oh my god, this is really yeah. good. And now it's kind of stood the and test. That of time. game is that's also like on my list. I'm trying to sub things out to, to hit yeah. different games, but that game is great at two. So good at two. So it's, terrible with more. It's also probably <laughs> great at three and not. It's, it's unplayable at, at four. four. Yeah, that's uh, Jeff, really what annoying. is your number four? My number four is again. I talked about last episode as well. I think just mentioned it. Origins First Builder. Cool game. Um, it's just cool. very cool game, and it's cool. And they have those cool little dials of like the number. It like restricts where you can place um, dice, and it just 
to me, it works, and I've read complaints about it that it does this and this, and I don't disagree with them. It's not yeah. my favorite game of all time, but it's one that I'm like, it's cool. I, it's a game for me. I'm surprised it is not more highly regarded. Yeah. I remember playing it, Natalie and I were like, this is great. And I think with dice, you get you throw people off because people don't necessarily like randomness. of. So yep. you always go on, and you're like, what are the ones and twos say about the game? And a lot of it's like, the dice are random. Too the dice are random. random. And I'm like... And, yeah, well, I and then you realize those were all of, fake and it never nobody ever wrote that. It was really yeah, no just one wrote them. Oh, cool. Someone's just creating all these board game accounts to ruin games that I like. How dare them? So the Origins First Builder is my number four. Very cool. Natalie, what about you? What's your number four? My number four is one of the very first Euro games I've ever played called Kingsburg. That's right. Yeah. That's that right. That's right. right. Keep dice your butt hole tight. Work, dice place, dice, dice worker, placement? worker placement. That's yeah. a Kingsburg, fantastic. That's Kingsport, a great game. We played that a ton of times back in the day. Uh, number three for me, it's it's kind of apropos. I think it's number three. Uh, this is a game that also will not appear on Natalie's list. I don't think it might be on Jeff's list. It might even be in this spot, in fact. And it is a game called Twa. Twa. It was, but I'm moving it. Okay, very cool. To one. Um, no. This <laughs> game, I also think uh, maybe it's... It doesn't get talked about as much because of its age, I yeah. think, maybe. And but maybe this look. is one of the great... Euro games, great ever, and the, it is the ladies of Twa so expansion good. is incredible. Yes, absolutely. Rolling those dice and then realizing, which it takes, it's hard for Natalie, Natalie. that <laughs> they are not necessarily your yeah, dice, so. but they are the dice assigned to you only, yeah. and you can draft other people's dice. And it once you realize that fact, it doesn't feel as take daddy yeah. as it used to. It's not but yours. They're just potentially yours. They're just they're assigned just, to yeah. you. Um, but it, it's got some, it, it's got one of the more, most opportunities in a game to feel clever. Yeah. And you can really make some cool stuff happen in this one. And I really love that. And that's Twa. So Jeff, what about you? Which number three to swap out Twa for something else? Um, where in Twa, one of my favorite things about Twa is that both number and color dice matter. Yeah. And that's just an extra layer of thinking about things and, and origins first builder is that in a lot of these other games, but I'll add one of my favorite games is Coimbra. Yep, I thought that was going to be and on this list. That I think that one is cool because in in like a phase in the beginning it's the color that matters and then in a different phase it's the pip number. Yes. But in the moment you have to think about both of those and activate them differently. And I want to try to I want to try to sneak that game in to play with Devin again. <laughs> Devin played that game very early in her gaming career and was like, like, I don't want to play this ever again. But <laughs> totally she's played some now. like heavy fucking games yeah. that I this. think she might want to like this game. No disrespect to Devin. Yeah. Would she even remember if you just? Yeah, put it on the maybe table. Not. Would you be maybe, like, I got this new game called Coimbra. <laughs> maybe the name, if I said Coimbra, she'd be like, yeah, but she definitely not remember how to play. Yeah. And she probably wouldn't necessarily remember that she hated it, right? Yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't know. The name for sure she probably would remember, but I think outside of that she wouldn't remember. So maybe You should try it again. Natalie yeah. and I once played Coimbra three well, times back to back to back. Yeah. ruined it. Oh, I know. oops. Okay. <laughs> Well, this play it before. Play it before. <laughs> play it before she listens. <laughs> yeah, you played it like back to we back played to back. It back to yeah, back to back. Did. It was a game that I was determined to figure out mm. because I played it. When Natalie and I played it, and I, 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 I was like, it was me, so I think bad. the three of us played it for the first time together at my condo. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. we sure did. Right after Gen Con, I think. Yeah, in like twenty. And I was like, as soon as I started, like, this game is. So yeah, you're like, this good. is so good. And then Natalie and I played it. I think in Chicago when we went to our Chicago trip. And I remember being like, I did not do well. And I, it, it was like, it gave me the feeling of like, I need to figure this out. Yeah. And we played it until I did. And it yeah, was, I think like 
we played it and then like I did really well and you did really bad and then we played it again and then you did Vice really versa. well and I did really bad. We played that same more thing last I think time. happened with Pulsar too. Pulsar happened and around the same time as well. Yeah. Speaking um, of that, my number three is Coimbra. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I thought that might appear on Natalie's list. <laughs> number two for me, I'm just trying to decide if I want to use this one because it is kind of similar, but not really. I'm just going to do it. Number two for me, one of my favorite dice game, Euro games of all time. It's Alien Frontiers. Yep. Mm. This has got some uh, area majority going on in it, but you are rolling dice and assigning those dice worker placement style, kind of a la Kingsburg, to different action spaces to give you stuff. And that is my number two, Alien Frontiers. Jeff, what is your number two? My number two, man, okay, I'm going to go backwards in time and add on to the Twa one that was yeah. my number three and add Black Angel to that, which is okay. like Twa mm -hmm. sort of in space. Because yeah. um, I definitely want to say Black Angel because I really like that. Again, people kind of bitch and complain about some of the stuff, which I get, but yeah, Black Angel is freaking good. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say my number two is Lorenzo Il Magnifico. Great Ooh, yeah. game. Um, that was good. That's on the and short list as well. I remember playing that game at two with Devin and I, and I was like, this game is this game yeah, is awesome. really fun. And then I played it at three, and then again at four, and I was like, this game got fucking great. Toy. <laughs> yeah. It was so tight oh, with those yeah. actions. And like, nothing's there, and the towers, you're like, well, I can't go in any fucking towers. I got to do this. And <laughs> it just got so tight that I was like, this is the spread of that with like two players kind of open, fun, nice to then – Getting that game where it's like every decision matters, as yeah. I loved that ability to be able to play that game in different ways almost. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Lorenzo Il Magnifico, number two. All right, Natalie, nice. what is your number two? My number two. I'm not going to have a lot to say about it, <laughs> except that I played it once and I really liked it and I would love to play it again. Okay. It's called Euphoria. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Euphoria. Build a better dystopia. Yes. Mm. That's a uh, Stonemeyer game. I like that. Mm. That one, like the theme on that one, for how much I really don't, again, gravitate toward theme, that one is just cool. Yeah. Like your your workers get smarter, and then when they get smarter, they just leave your dystopia because they're too smart. They're not going to buy into your garbage. <laughs> so you want to keep them kind of dumb. At a nerd fest, and yeah. we had like a great It was great like a mini time. nerd fest. Or it was maybe. a great yeah. It was fine. All I remember about it was I was like, I was having a ball. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember it was one of the rare moments where Joe was getting annoyed with us for the, for being <laughs> too, right. we were too loud. Joe was the calm like, one was just and like, we were oh being crazy. God, like, stop. <laughs> just like Penny Lane. Yeah, stop. like Penny yeah. Lane. Yeah. Oh my God. That was one of the best moments <laughs> ever. Great. Okay. Number one for me. This is got to be my, I mean, if I'm not, again, I'm not putting the Castle of Bergen down here. I think this has got to be my favorite Euro game with dice. Can you guys guess it? Um, um, shit. Uh, I don't know. If you can't, it's fine. Alien, no. Well, you already put it is the one. game name oh, that I wanted to tramp stamp on my back, and it's Teotihuacan. Oh, oh, okay, uh, yep. <laughs> oh, duh. Duh. <laughs> Teotihuacan is uses dice in such a cool way. I love that it uses them in the rondelle yeah. uh, thing, and you're not rolling them ever. You just kind of like ascend them as you take actions with them, and then when they get so high and ascend, they die, and yeah. then they go back, and then you got to take. Oh man, is it really cool? Yeah. Interesting. I love the way. I love when a game can use dice when you don't roll them. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. want to. I don't think you're going to say this this game, but it, another way that a game that uses dice where you don't roll them is Kemet. Yeah, Kemet's great. Right. And I, I like how they did that. Yeah, I'm like, well, like there's pyramid. these these D4s. Yeah. You don't ever roll them. They're just, it's just yeah, cool. You just turn mm -hmm. them. Yeah, it's just cool. Uh, so, Jeff, what's your number one? Well, I'll add some, the, uh, the other, like, Teletum. Teletum has the, the wheel mm -hmm. with the dice. Like, there's just cool ways to use them that aren't also necessarily, like, workers. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, my number one is Batoku. Oh, of um, course. Okay. It's just, again, Castle of Burgundy not being on the list. Yeah, right. Now Batoku's just so fucking good. And shout out to Dan the Burrito Man who sent me the Batoku expansion, which I'm so oh, fucking nice. excited about. Wow, that's very cool. Um, he was, uh, he like sent it to me for my birthday. He was like, happy birthday. Oh, He's like, I couldn't nice. find the Revive expansion anywhere. And I'm like, I get that. 
Um, <laughs> but this the thing from Game Nerd just like showed up. Oh, can you not find that right now? The Revive expansion? I think it's just harder yeah. like, to find or to ship or whatever. Um, Got it. But so I'm really excited to add the Batoku expansion in. And I think the last time I played that was like about a year ago at Nerdfest. So I want to maybe play it again at Nerdfest. Very cool. I have like three or four games that I want to play again at Nerdfest. One like Endless Winter um, and Batoku's one with the new expansion. Sweet. That sounds number awesome. One. All right, Natalie, we have come to your number one. Um, it's one that was already said, but I still love this game, Pulsar 2849. Yep. Yeah. And okay. now talking about it, I think we should add it to our play again list. Oh, yeah. Right it's still now. a very right. long time. Actually, it's on, it's on there. I didn't think it was. It's on there. I knew it. It's on there already. I told you. Told you. Let's there. do I know. it. I know. Told you. you have any um, <laughs> other ones? Uh, yeah. So I, I was no. floating no, back Natalie and forth doesn't. putting on <laughs> the White Castle. Okay. Um, I just didn't because we only played it the one time, you sure. know. So, mm-hmm. I, but I remember really fucking loving the shit out of that. Coimbra was on my short list as yeah. well. Lorenzo El Magnifico already been said. Um, the magnificent? Did you say the magnificent? I didn't say the magnificent again. I I I loved that when we played it. We only played it one time, and I'm kind of like bummed that once? we never played okay. it again. I yeah, I, played it about, I think I played it three times. Okay, yeah, we only um, played it once, and then we just for whatever reason we never came back to it. Yeah, I, know. I had Paul Sar. You wrote a song about it. I know. I know. <laughs> that was my favorite song I've yeah. ever written on the show, too. I had Pulsar on my list, too. Um, Bora Bora is one I haven't played in a long time, right. but it's great. Euphoria is amazing. Um, at least that, that play was really amazing. Merchants of, the, Merchants of the Dark Road, I feel like, is is one that I need to revisit. Okay. Um, Circadian's Last Light is the mm. only one of those Garfield games That's right. That That's I a like. good that one. Really um, but that one's, that one's fucking hard, too. That's a good game, though. Um, maybe it's the right amount of hardness. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those were kind the of perfect my amount of hardness. honorable mentions. <laughs> I really do like Circadians. I kind of I just kind of forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. We got and you had that. zero because you couldn't think of any Euro games. I, I was like literally going to the shelves, pulling them out and looking at the back. I'm like, oh, there's no dice well, on this one. Well, it's hard for us now because <laughs> yeah. we got rid of like a billion different there games. Is a, you know um, on, uh, there is a category on Board Game Geek that is workers that use dice or dice worker category that you can sort them. Okay. You know how you can sort it by Yeah, by I like did type. sort like, it oh, by like dice rolling. Are, okay, there, there's a specific one but that I, is I was like, I couldn't even do like dice rolling and euro. There's no like euro. There's no like strategy. Like I was just like, I don't know. I thought you <laughs> might, I thought you might pick Marco Polo. No. Yeah, that was an I couldn't remember high, if, highly if, rated. If you had liked that or not. Mm. But... Uh, so I mean, geez, do you don't have any more? That was those were all of geez, yours. That was, that was geez, kind of it. We holy said them all and they were on my list. Happy holidays to you all. This yeah. will be the last happy episode holidays. that you hear from us before the holiday season, wherever whatever it is you may celebrate. Yep. Um, but we're uh, we'll be back. I think before the new year, we're going to put an episode yeah, out. Yeah, we so. should release yep. one one more before we the should new have year. one more before the year's out. We were. I was hoping that we'd make it to. 100,000 downloads. I was that really hoping. Cool. That would have been a milestone. Well, yeah. we very sh- very soon into the new year, I think that should happen. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we're going to do something for that when Ooh. that happens. So if you're the 100,000 <laughs> downloader, like we have any fucking clue. Oh my clue. God, yeah. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different GameCasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway Gear. So head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. So, for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody.